This is Brightside Home Theater. Home theater nerds, welcome to the Brightside Home Theater Podcast. The home theater podcast that's all about the experiences, the sights, the sounds, the scenes. John coming in hot with some enthusiasm <laughs> this week. I I, I felt yeah. that in the in the sounds. Yeah, right. It was like a nice it was like a face thump in the chest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, we both thought the same. I know today, that's John. bad. Yeah, I know that. that's not good. It's going, this know. show's going south real quick. <laughs> you know what they say, John? Great minds think alike. That's right. So do bad ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, how have we been this week? Um. Okay. Yeah. Not too bad. Judging yeah. by your Yourself? notes, it's been a pretty crappy week. <laughs> well, I watched some things. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the went to a couple movies. Um, and I stopped so watching some things. I stopped watching some things. Uh, yeah, having so, fun. Yeah, we'll get to all of that. Yeah, we got lots <clears throat> to get to. Lots to get to. Um, ton, a ton of 4K releases this week. Oh, really? Apparently, nobody's shy about releasing movies uh, going up head to head. Top Gun Maverick. Right, but what's funny is we'll get to it when we get to 4K. It's very interesting, very interesting what's going on, and it's like I mean, not you know Wonder Woman 1984 running away from Endgame type stuff, but right, you know, it's pretty interesting what's going on there. Okay, um, I just added like 40 more movies to my Best Buy watch list for Black Friday. So, <laughs> um. I I I went on. Um, I I I was down to like two spots open on my kaleidoscape <laughs> i was like Oops. oh jeez. well because i bought some series we'll get to that in 4k but when you buy yeah. an entire series of shows in 4k it takes up uh and, quite a bit of space and then i realized that like putting 4k disc buying on hold now means i'm gonna have to pay like 900 dollars for lawrence of arabia apparently because it's like ridiculously expensive really <laughs> um, yeah for oh, a movie do that, that just came out in June. No, I'm not going to. Yeah. But um, it's like the Steelbook is like $90 now. Really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's Because I was trying to add it to my list for Best Buy. And I was like, it, Best Buy didn't have it. And so like, I started going down this rabbit hole of like, well, okay, I'll just go to Amazon. And Amazon had it for like $115. And I was like, well... That seems like a lot, <laughs> and, you know. Apparently, yeah, it it, it was just that. Well, I, it's in the it's in that uh, box set, which is also crazy expensive. Yeah, but apparently they just did the steelbook release in June, and it sold out right away. And mm. that's it. There's no nowhere to get it. So, um, I would like to have it. That's one of those. I listened to um, Jonathan today, and yeah. you guys were talking about movies that everybody's seen that somehow you haven't ever seen oh, i've yeah. never seen lawrence of arabia oh really so yeah okay. but i've just heard great things about the disc so i wanted to get it but like i'm not going to go out and drop a hundred bucks on a movie i've never seen before yeah <laughs> you know? well so it's kind of worth it it's like 20 well i'm, I'm sure bucks yeah. an hour <laughs> yeah yeah it's four, yeah, it's four hour. hours long yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's not too bad 
you know? Not too bad. <laughs> I mean, the steel book was $45, so it's not like it was super cheap. Yeah. But still, 99 bucks is, I don't know, it seems like a lot. Yeah, me. that is a lot. Um, I think, that, so. I can't remember. If, I mean, I, I can buy it on iTunes for 12 bucks. It won't be exactly the same. No, but, no, the disc um, is awesome. It It is, it's beautiful. But I'm now at the point incredible. where I just want to see it because now I'm yeah. like, curious, so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Somehow I've just always gone past that and never, never actually seen it. So, uh, I thought of one after the fact, you I, know, I like, was thinking of like four or five when I was listening to the show and I'm <laughs> but, sure that the more will pop up, but like, if you haven't yeah. seen it, it's not at the front of your mind, but I was scrolling through, um, I've never seen beginning to end, um, raging bull. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's funny because I was actually just talking about this with Lydia on Sunday because something came up. I have never seen The Outsiders, Stand oh. By Me, or oh. The Goonies. Oh. <laughs> never seen. I don't know how I missed all those classic 80s movies oh growing God. up in the 80s, but I've never seen any of those oh. movies. And I, we were talking get, about it Sunday because uh, somehow, for some reason, The Outsiders came up. And I was like, you yeah. know, I've, I've never seen that. And well, you um, read the book, right? We had to read it in school. No, I didn't read it either. Oh, I don't you somehow missed that. You, I yeah, I've never read in, that. Yeah. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, never read the book, never seen the movie. Um, and then it got me thinking, like, well, I've never seen Stand By Me and I've never seen the Goonies. <laughs> so Oh my um, god. Yeah. That's so, those movies are like, that are on my list now of, of movies that just I'm that, actively that trilogy to alone watch. that you just made up. It's like a friendship yeah. trilogy. Right? right? It's like, that's exactly what it is. It's all just like buddies doing. I don't you know, know what I was doing in those, in, you were when those hanging movies out with your were buddies. Out. Probably hanging out with you, but I you've know. seen them all. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's, um, well, Goonies was young. We were younger. Yeah. Um, I think even, uh, no, Stand By Me, I think is probably the. I, the I mean, The newest. Outsiders was high school, would have been around high school right. age, right? Uh, so I don't know. Somehow shoot. I just. I like I said, it. I just went it's, past all of yeah. those and never saw them. There's and then a, as the years went by, it's just like, eh, <laughs> you know. Yeah, no, you <laughs> no got to see, deal. especially all of them, all of them. But yeah. they did just come out with, and I, and I grabbed it, is there's a, uh, The Outsiders new extended edition. It's a really, oh, really? good edition, too, yeah. Um, but, oh, my God. You got to see Outsiders. But that's a good, that's actually a good green room top, like a good green room thread, you know, yeah. like, you know. Movies we um, haven't seen. And, but I thought yeah. about that like this morning when you guys were, or when I was listening to the podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was like, was uh, yeah, Jonathan, what a uh, great conversation. It we was. Had, we were, yeah. it, it was so funny. We we start off and I, I put it in the in the synopsis. I was like, yeah, we yeah. start off as enemies, but, you know, on the gridiron as a joke. Right. But like, he's so similar to me. And it likes, yeah. dislikes, and everything. It was just really, really I, I can tell you guys exactly when the new Hope laser disc flips. It's, it's oh, the really? scene when the tractor beam is pulling the Millennium Falcon into the Death Star. Oh. Um, and what's funny about that is, like, when we went to go see the, um, the orchestra, like, the live yeah. orchestra um, with the movie, that was intermission. And I was like... You know, we had been sitting for a while, and then it was like an hour into the movie, and I had to go to the restroom. And I leaned over to Lydia, and I said, I bet you the intermission is coming up like in five minutes when this scene happens. And sure enough, it happens, and the intermission came up. 
And she's like, how did you know? And I said, well, that's when I had to flip the laser, the laser disc, disc over. Yeah. <laughs> so, wow. Now, I might have had a different version of it than he had because i have the special edition laser right. disc you can actually they're still behind me yeah but that's when that one flipped because i'll never yeah. forget i don't know any of the other ones but i always remember that yeah. one being at that at that that's scene. the thing is i used to get up and i used to i did i've what i'm doing now and everybody is like oh wow this you know the kaleidoscape is made for you jumping from scene to scene and yeah i've done that my whole life so right. like actually like sitting it's, and like, and that's the one difference I think, I think Jonathan and I have is that he needs to watch block out that time and watch right. an, a whole movie. And right. Well, and he's like, I'm, yeah, he and I are more like when it comes right. to that, because and, I don't really do that either. But I used know? to do it with laser discs all the time and just be able to, yeah. because that was one of the great things about laser discs, because at the time with a laser disc, that's the only medium we had that you could do that because you had the chapter index and you'd put in the, you know, put in the correct disc. You know, if you wanted to go to an end scene, like the final battle scene in star Wars, you'd put in the the third disc or second disc, whatever, put it on, go to the last side, go right to that chapter and go right to it. Whereas with a VHS tape, you were like, Oh, watch this scene. And you just fast forward and you're like holding it down and (laughs) watching it. (laughs) Right. Yeah. But my upgrade- some VCRs had like the ability to to go to chapters. Um, the di- digital VC- VHS, yeah. yeah, you could do yeah. a little bit better, but you could have the nice scrolling and stuff like that. I never like, had one of those because they were too they were yeah. too fancy for me. But um, I had one of those right before my laser disc, and then I was just, once I got the laser disc, it was. <clears throat> I still yeah. have my Sony everything when I moved here. My laser disc player was in this theater when I moved here. Oh really? I, See, yeah, I didn't I keep did. any. All I kept was the three Star Wars. That was twenty laser years discs. ago. <laughs> yeah, I didn't keep anything else. I sold yeah. the rest, or I don't even know what happened to them. I don't even know if I sold them because I don't know who even wanted them. I probably just right threw them away. <laughs> I don't know. Oh you know? yeah, nobody was interested in laser discs. I, I have <laughs> a stack then. right next to me. My whole yeah. stack is sitting right over here. Uh, I wish I still had them, but it's easily about twelve. 13 inches high, maybe higher. I yeah. Know. I got a tape measure right here. Uh, let's see. Oh, it's over 12, probably 14, yeah. 15 inches high. Stacked up laser nice. discs. And those are the ones I pulled out that are, are in good shape, that in good movies that I want to frame. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's like, oh, cool. They're just sitting there. So I pulled them out one day, but um, yeah. Oh, good fun. All right. That was a good show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right. You ready to do some, uh, get to our, uh, promos. We got to do our, you know, promote ourselves, John, you know, we do. Yeah, I mean, we nobody do. else will. So nobody. Gotta, oh, that's not true. We have a lot of people promoting us every, yeah. I mean, all over the place. It's great. Yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, uh, Jonathan, uh, commented, uh, I'll get to his email in a little bit, but one of the comments he had is, uh, he said he's like his friends and family are listening to the podcast and he's like, Oh really? Is, yeah. <laughs> Which is always fun. It's like you're on a podcast and it's, I'll read his uh, comments later when we get to listener experiences. But um, one of the things he said, is there a place where people can leave comments on an, on an audio episode? And I was like, Oh yeah, actually the only place is on the website and you can click on, right. on the website. If you go to brightsidehometheater.com, every episode is there. And if you click, clip down uh 
scroll down to the bottom of the episode, you'll see leave a comment and you can leave comments there. And right. um, nobody's left comments there in a while because, you know, we're not good at promoting that stuff. No. <laughs> Just, well, I mean, it's we get comments and, everywhere else, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, Twitter in the green room, but YouTube. We get a lot of comments YouTube. from YouTube. We have a yeah. pretty decent following for YouTube. Pretty interesting. And when I mean by in, uh, decent, it's not like we have like 100,000 followers. I mean, the interaction no. with people and you see the same comments from people that you don't see right. elsewhere. So they just follow us through YouTube, which is really nice. So thank you very much. Uh, if you're not following us on YouTube, why not? Yeah. <laughs> Mike Schramm's following do. us twice. I know. <laughs> If you are following us on like YouTube, why aren't you followers. following us twice? Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah like 250, something like that. We're up yeah. at uh, 240. So we're, we're climbing. We're getting there. Uh, but yeah, tell your friends, tell your family. Go on YouTube, hit subscribe. It doesn't cost anything. Uh, and we really, really appreciate it um, because uh, that's how we're going to grow the podcast a little bit more every day. So, yeah. Uh, but as I said, you can go to Brightside Home Theater. Uh, dot com uh, show notes all sorts of stuff links there you can buy us boxes of popcorn uh we have not had anybody buy us a box of popcorn yet no no ara <laughs> well we tested ara. it out we <laughs> haven't had any but but we're not really pushing that either because i'm like no you know but a five dollar a ten dollar or as much as you'd like but uh no boxes of popcorn yet uh ten dollars gets you a lifetime membership to the green room and that lifetime is not yours, but the lifetime of the green room. Because I don't know. Right. What if Avery Nirvana goes on? I don't want to be sued because I said lifetime. That's right. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't specific <laughs> until just now. <laughs> lifetime of the green room. Uh, and as always, you can follow us at BrightsideHT on Twitter. And um, you know what? You can also follow John at Arkham Comics with an X. You can. Yeah. You're right. Yep. A couple of people have followed me from, from this show. From this show. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, again, the only thing I post is my store stuff, really. But Right. Hey, if you're into comics, yeah. which is yeah, a lot. We have, we've, they're sharing we it a, and liking it, so yeah. it helped, it's helped, yeah. We had a lot more crossover from here to comics than comics to here. Like, right. when, when we dropped comics, nobody in comics went, all right, I'll go listen to you guys over there. They already were. It's like, right. but if we, I think if we drop this, some of these people would be like, all right, we'll go there. I like those guys. I guess I'll have to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I guess I'll, I'll have go to there. go hear about comics. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we did have a segment where we just talked about shows. Wasn't necessarily yeah, HT related, but, um, and John, you want to get to your favorite? I do. That would be uh patreon.com slash bright side home theater. theater. Yeah. See? You can train a, a, you can teach an old dog new trick. <laughs> Dance monkey. Yeah. It's not yes. a bright side. <laughs> and what do we have this week for patrons? Uh, patron of the week this week is Mike Love and Thunder. Um, yeah. Patron for four months. Yes, it is. And thank we you, had Mike. one, thank you, Mike. And we had one uh, increase in um, donations. More than doubled. Yes, more than doubled. Nice. Uh, Bill McAllister. Thank um, you. Has upped his monthly pledge, so thank you, Bill. Um, and that's, again, I don't have the totals um, from Yeah, uh, the, uh, the totals. I imagine it hasn't oh. changed a whole lot since last week. I'm sorry. I should have sent that to you. Uh, okay. Let me pull that up right now. 
We have 26 patrons. We are estimated at $148 a month. Awesome. And this month, uh, 50%, well, or $100, but fit, we, we minimum of 100 but 50% of all our donations, uh, we donate every month. So uh, this month we're doing um, breastcancer.org. Uh, and it's mm -hmm. a um, it's more about the support of people dealing with breast breast cancer, whether they have breast cancer or a family member has breast cancer. Uh, so we're and that's why you're seeing the on if you're on YouTube, that's why you're seeing the pink ribbons. So this will be the last week for that. Uh, this weekend, um, I will probably be uh, sending out the hundred dollars to breastcancer.org. If you go to their website, you can donate directly to them. Uh, top right corner, there's a little red button that says donate. Uh, so yeah, but breastcancer.org. Uh, next month, uh, we're going to go in uh, what uh, November is like men's awareness yeah, month. So we're going to have right. something for that. And then we have uh, something really special lined up for uh, December too for Christmas. So cool. We'll talk about that next week. But this week is breastcancer.org. So thank you to everybody for supporting the show monetarily, just supporting us, even just getting our name out there. Uh, let's, um, you know, well, we'll lead it off. I, I don't even know if I put it into the show notes, but let's get to listener experiences. Oh, I had no tweak. Actually, I did have a tweak this week. Sorry. I had a That's little tweak too. Oh, did you? Okay, good. That's yes, why I played that sounder. Yeah. Uh, so let's not get to listener experiences. Let's stick with tweaks because I played that sounder. Um, all right. Why don't you go first with your tweak? Yeah, so, well, and it's not so much a tweak as it was a figured out how to do something that I wasn't that wasn't working. Oh. Um, so my projector, um, while I'm still waiting for the Dolby Vision update, mm -hmm. is capable of HDR10 plus. Okay. Um, but I had yet to see any content actually coming through that showed that it was playing in HDR10 plus. Um, yeah, but Apple so, TV wasn't capable of it until recently. No, Apple TV wasn't, but um, not either through from my discs either. Oh, okay. um, I've got I've got multiple discs that do have HDR10 plus. Nineteen Seventeen, Alita, Battle Angel, both have it. Mm -hmm. So I went through and I was looking at you know I I, I double checked all the settings on my uh, Blu-ray player. Everything was right. But nothing was coming through in HDR10+. Um, posted it on the, the AWOL group on Facebook. And a user there um, was kind enough to remind me that my AVR does not pass through HDR10+. The Denon uh, 6500H doesn't pass that through. So um, what I did is I went into the Blu-ray player which has actually a separate HDMI audio and video output. So I connected the audio. I just moved the cable that I was using for video into the audio slot, and then I plugged directly into the, um, the AWOL with, yeah. the, with the video. And then, lo and behold, I popped in Alita Battle Angel, and everything was playing in HDR10+. So um, that was cool. Um, I mean, it's not a big thing because not that many discs use it. Um, and even streaming, I, you know, I was going to buy the Apple, the new Apple TV box, mm -hmm. but 
Amazon Prime is the only one that is even using HDR10 Plus. Okay. Um, yeah. And um, I would have to figure out another workaround to try to get that box to work. So um, I don't know that I'm going to bother with it, um, especially since I'm still, you know, I'm uh, pumping the brakes slightly on the Lumigen, you know, based on the conversation we had. Um, but it's still, you know, in my well, in we my can sights. Have that conversation here, and that will. Um, obviously solve all of those issues because I could use that as my switcher for yeah. the limited content, which and it wouldn't matter anyways, either way, because the Lumigen would just do the processing. It wouldn't matter mm-hmm. whether I had Dolby Vision or HDR 10 plus anyways. But anyway, um, like I said, small tweak. I didn't even actually watch the movie once I got it working. <laughs> I just, I just actually wanted to see my, my display show that I was outputting HDR right. 10 plus. And then I turned it off and moved on to something else. Yeah. But um but I did get that working, so I guess that counts as a as a tweak. So Yeah, that's that's a pretty big one. You're actually utilizing yeah. something you can utilize. Right. <laughs> but I was disappointed to find out that that receiver you know, again, it's a couple of years old, but it was top of the line yeah. in twenty twenty. Um that it didn't and it passes through Dolby Vision, but for some reason does not pass through uh, HDR 10 plus. That's so, I didn't know that either. Yeah. Honestly, I don't pay much attention to that with a projector that doesn't right. have any of it. So I didn't really right. pay attention to it. Yeah. Um, but see, like mine, you know, mine actually does. And, you know, they're really dragging their feet on the Dolby Vision update, but I at least wanted to see the HDR 10 plus working. Mm. Um, and like I said, did actually get it to work. Cool. So, now it does throw a little bit of a wrench because it plays a little bit of hell with my uh, Harmony with the with the hub because oh. i can't seem to get it working right to where when i hit play movie now it switches the inputs correctly because it's actually using both inputs because it's using the the audio input on the receiver mm-hmm. and i did go in and um i set the um projector to switch to hdmi 2 when it's in movie mode yeah. but it doesn't actually work like when i hit when I hit the function, it just goes black screen. Like it, for some reason it won't actually hmm. switch. I had to go into the, I had to get the remote for the projector and manually switch the input yeah. back and forth. Um, I don't watch that many movies that it will matter. Like when I go to watch a movie, I'll just manually switch the input over. Right. But for some reason it won't either. It's the projector, a limitation on the projector or something in the harmony program but it wouldn't actually switch that input for me i don't think and it would be i the don't harmony, know why because no it's I probably actually, the projector yeah I, yeah i i use it's probably something with the projector i use but. the same input on my projector for everything but well, see and i was but now i'm not because now yeah, i have he, my right but even still i, I using, have utilized it i have utilized two right. in the past and the harmony yeah. didn't have a problem with that because um, i use uh i use is it HDMI not three is the well, HDMI 3 is the eARC, and that's the one I use for the receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just used 2. But like I said, for some reason, it it looks like it's switching over because it does go to like – a it changes the input, but just it just goes black. It just goes blank, and it doesn't actually um, do anything until I go in and manually change it. So right. I'll, I'll play around with it some more. Um, I was doing this at like – Two in the morning, 
<laughs> when Lydia was sleeping. Yeah, the Harmony should <laughs> but, be able to handle that because yeah, I mean, I would I'm, think so too. I'm running it, it through just a Lumogen. It does all yeah. the inputs for that. I it goes, then the audio goes and. To the Morants, but the Morants. I'm sure it's user inputs, error. I, I would think I'm doing yeah. something wrong, but I couldn't figure it out. So not at two. And in the this morning. was just like two nights ago. So yeah, isn't it <laughs> funny when you do stuff like that? Though you'll be working at like two in the morning, you can't figure it out. You're like this thing's, and then the next day or whenever you sit down to do it again, and it yeah. might take you a week because I've done the same thing. You're like, right. I'm just so frustrated. I'm not even going to deal with it. And then you end up doing all the multiple remotes thing, and then. One day you're just like, you know what? I'm gonna look at this. Oh, it's this. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah. Dumb. Well, I did that <laughs> w- actually when I installed the projector and I was trying to line it, you know, get it lined up yeah. uh, with the screen. I messed with that thing for like two hours and I couldn't get it right. Finally, got frustrated, went to bed. But um, me being like you, couldn't sleep, yep. couldn't get it out of my <laughs> head. So an hour and a half or so later, I got back up. And within 20 minutes, I had it right. perfectly lined up and adjusted. It was just, yeah. I had to get away from it and yeah. just do Relax. something different. Yeah. yeah. And I came right back. So, yeah, I'll go back to it and mess around with it. And I'm sure I'll get it working just fine. Oh, but, my God. Um, I couldn't get it to work. It really should be like the uniform <laughs> of the home theater repairman is like tidy whities Right. <laughs> I know. Because honestly, I was in my underwear. Yeah, in the, in the, yeah. <laughs> You got your- actually. I was like, I was in, I don't want to say, but I was in less than my underwear. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, good thing. Yeah. Good thing everybody else. Well, it's only me and my wife, but right. good thing everybody else was asleep. Yeah, but, well, so you were out of uniform. If you were going I was out, out uniform, you would have yes, thrown yeah. something on. <laughs> I would have exactly. Yeah, but uh, I was off duty, so I was yeah, you were off duty. All right. Oh <laughs> uh, no, uh, I've. I've That's an it. image I didn't want to put out there for the for the listeners, but you know I just did. Uh, anyway. Wait till you see YouTube. I have pictures. <laughs> I know. <I'm> just yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. It's I've you've been you lay in bed and you're trying to work work it around and like yeah, and then all of a sudden you think you got the idea, so you're like gotta get there, and it's like right. It gotta was get easy. up and go do it. Like I was saying to the other day, I was like, it was easy when it was my bedroom. And right. you're just like, you sat up and then like, I was back there behind the, the home theater cabinet, like with Y splitters, I'm trying to get multiple <laughs> yeah. sounds in play. You remember those gray Y splitters from Radio yep. Shack? Oh yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I had tons of those running out of like a VCR trying to get stereo or some semblance right. of, it wasn't stereo, it was mono sound going everywhere. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, it's just like the movies. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Oh, (laughs) good stuff. Good stuff. Um, uh, you said you had a little tweak as well. Yeah. And it it plays into what we're going to talk about in, um, our real experience, HD experiences this week. Uh, so, um, you know what? I'm going to save it. Nah, I'll save it for then, but let's, because of that, let's get to your little conversation. This is a, uh, this is a tweak you're trying to do. But you got talked down. I got talked down. Yeah, I um, I found a dealer that was selling a used Lumigen on Audiogon, but it was um, a bigger unit than what I needed. It was the four four four, right? And uh, I don't need that much. So, uh, but in in the body of his description, he stated that he was a a dealer, you know, and had other units available. So I called him up on Saturday morning to talk to him about what he had 
Um, and he basically like refused to sell to me. Like he would, <laughs> would not sell me a, wouldn't sell me a Lumigen. Like told me I didn't need it, that it wasn't going to do what I wanted it to do. And a, a little bit rudely hung up on me, which I wasn't too happy about, but basically just said, I can't help you and hung up the phone. And, um, it threw me a little bit because I was like, it's my money. Like hey. if I want to spend it, what, what does it matter to you? Like, but it also gave me a little pause because who doesn't want money? Like he obviously must believe that I don't need this Lumigen. Right. Because nobody just turns down money. Um, he's either, <laughs> Hello? he's either a total, well, he's either a total D bag right. or he's like so ethical that he just didn't feel comfortable selling me something he didn't think I needed. Right. So I don't know what the answer is, but you know, this is a guy that has been, you know, at least according to his website. And again, it's a super polished professional website. So I can't, you know, I right. believe that he's an established business says he's been selling for 30 years, you know, had like, you know, most people on audio gone have like three feedback because they don't right. sell that many. Like this guy had hundreds. So, I mean, he's right. obviously bought and sold. For years and years, I felt super comfortable dealing with him because of the feedback and the reputation. Um, and he just he wouldn't sell it to me. Just just flat out said no. I, I you know I can't help you. And that was the end of the conversation. Yeah. So um, so it does give me a little bit of pause. That well maybe he's right. I, maybe I, I would expect. Maybe to, it yeah. won't. Maybe it won't help me as much. Maybe I should just you know wait for the Dolby Vision update. Get an ISF calibration done on the projector and call it a day. You know, I I don't know what I should do now, so I'm I'm in a bit of a holding pattern because, uh, you know, now do I do I buy the Kaleidoscape? <laughs> do I buy the the Lumigen? Do I do what? And like, I'm not generally indecisive, and I don't really hem and haw about things, but it's still forty eight hundred dollars or so that it's going to cost me to buy this thing and the software and get it put in. Yeah. It's not a small amount of money. I mean, it's not going to kill me, but it's not like lunch money. You know, no, it's still, but you should have still a lot of money in a purchase. So, I don't care if you're spending a hundred dollars, right. you want to have confidence in a, pr- I mean, when I buy a Snickers bar, I expect to open it up. And exactly. Get a Snickers bar. Right. right. So like, like if I, and then I listen to, I listened to the AV rant this morning oh, okay. um, to hear their take on, yep. you know, the the Lumigen versus the Mad VR, and again, it it gave me pause because you know they're like it, their opinion is yes, you'll get some benefit out of it, but not seven thousand dollars worth of benefit. And right, uh, so I don't know. I've got you who loves it and thinks like it'll be great. I've well, got Carl that that loves his Mad VR and thinks it'd be great, but. Right. But see, I've here's got other people thing. saying it might not be. Right. So. But I also say I agree. I also agree with AV rent. And I've said you that. To, I mean, it's expensive. Yeah. And it, I when you get up into this level, and this is where I agree with AV rent, is that when you get up to this level, don't expect. And I've said this. I don't know, hundreds of times on this podcast, going from my Denon to my Morant's. I, it's not a huge jump It is a jump. There is an improvement, but it's not huge. It's not like, you know, it's not like when you spend, if you go from a thousand dollar projector to a $5,000 projector, that's an improvement. Okay. When you go from, um, 
you know, a $500 receiver to what I have now, that's an improvement. That's a noticeable improvement. It's a, a, a big percentage jump, right? Going from no Lumigen to now, this is where AV rant said, like, you know, is there any improvement? If there's a 10% upgrade, like when you went, listen to what Tom said, and he's right. like, is it 50? Probably not. Is it this? But he was talking about a top of the line one. He goes, is exactly. it a 10% upgrade? Well, even if it's just 10%, that's a lot, especially right. when you get up to that level, right? I'm looking for like a 4%, 2% upgrade because when right. you get up, there's diminishing returns. So um, I that's where I would agree is that it's not a, you know, this isn't a big, big thing, but, um, one of the interesting things that Tom said where he started out, he's like, who is this for? And then he made the comment and he he was kind of like stepping all over himself where it was like, he's like, this isn't for anybody. But then later on, he said, he was talking about like the Darby and the cheaper, you know, um, video processors that they used to have. And he used to recommend people get a cheaper TV. Well, there you go. That's the market have a cheaper projector and put this thing in and line. Put the on he it, goes right. and put a Lumigen on it because there was, I think it was the, I think it was called the Kansas city shootout that youth man did and stuff where they literally used mad VR software, not even a Lumigen box or a mad VR right. box. This is just the software. Right. And what it did is, and what, and you watch the video and you hear them all talking, like there were like Epson's for $1,500 that were going like, now, there was a noticeable difference, but what they said was A being was the way to tell there was a difference. Right. But what that Mad VR software was doing to a $1,500 Epson was making it appear like a $20,000 projector. Right. That's a jump, right? And right. That, that's, that's the kind of power you're getting out of stuff like this. So that's where I was like, I'm like, Tom, buddy, you're stepping all over it. That's, that's the yeah. market. But that's what you're going to pay for there. I was in right. the market at the time to buy mine. And it was like, should I get a new projector? And it, my guy's like, no. Because at the time, yeah. the 395s had come out. So yeah. I would have spent on a new project. I could have sold mine and bought the new projector for roughly what I paid. I actually paid a little bit more with the Lumigen. I ended up paying right. four grand for my Lumigen. So he got me a deal from somebody or right. whatever. So I was like, okay, so I'll pay $4,000 and you can find them. You can find the four, two, four, two for, for four grand online. Yeah. Actually, I've seen a couple for right. 37, $3,800. Right. And so again, it's not devastating no. financially, but it's still, yeah. it, it's still an investment. You know, it's right. not, I'm not going to pretend like that's not money because it is, it is, <laughs> you know, but so at the, t- at the time, say I bought, I think the, the new three ninety fives at the time were, um, I think they were six grand, something like that. Fifty five hundred bucks. If I sold mine for three grand, I'm out of pocket twenty five hundred bucks. So I paid a, I paid fifteen hundred dollars more, but the the bump I got was bigger right. than what if I had just upgraded to that. Or as like, and I t- I was talking to Rob H at the time about it. He's like, why don't you get the JVC with the it, it, it's the same thing. I get the JVC with the tone mapping because that will solve this problem as well. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, all debating all of this back and forth. Once you have the Luma for the, for the price of upgrading, I could do the Lumagen. And right. now that's in my system. 
for right. You can always I, take the Lumigen now. Right. Right. With now that's going to bump buy. up my next projector. Right. Right. So it it made more it made more the home theater hobby sense it, right. where I was, if that's the upgrade I wanted to go. But all of that being said, it's like, if you don't have a problem, like the listener we talked about last week, if you don't have a problem right. and you're just loving your picture and you, but you think you might get something better. Right. Maybe that's not the purchase for, for you, right. whether it's you or a listener listening to this. It's like, but I actually had an issue and that's where my tweak is right. going to come up later where for the first time and I've had my Lumigen year and a month now, I think I got it September of last year and yeah. uh, well, I'm, I'll just tell it right now for the very first time I got blocking and it oh, was, yeah. yeah, on the Kaleidoscape. Oh, really? Yeah. What were you watching? Uh, the new, the uh, episode 10 of uh, House of the Dragon. Oh, really? Did you see the episode? Yeah. I did. Yeah. All right. We'll we'll talk about it when we get there, but there's a scene and we'll we'll talk about it when we get there that goes so black. I've never yeah. had any uh, you probably know of it right off yeah. from me right now, but um it goes so black that Joe and I were like, "Wow, I've never seen that." It was blocking right. on the edges. So, I went into the Lumigen since then, tweaked it and brought my brought the levels down and I was like, "I I I don't think it cost me anything anywhere else, meaning of right. picture quality, but I got it down that it can actually handle it. And that's what was nice about it. I was like, oh, I have never seen that. And this scene was right. that difficult. And here's what's real interesting. On Apple, I had no blocking because it's so oh, really? it's not sending the same yep. amount of signal. Exactly. Right? <laughs> so I was like, wow, that was interesting. So I had to tweak with that and I was like, oh my God. But that blocking that I got, it was, it, that's how it used to be real it, on everything I was getting right. on, on a scene like that. I can't even imagine what it would have been like without the Lumigen in line. Right. Um, it, yeah. Well, I'm saying the other thing is, again, going back to what you and Jonathan were talking about earlier, you guys were joking about like Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy and watching <laughs> that stuff on your projector. Again, this is my TV. Correct. It, it's right. my, this is yeah, what I have, watch. You have a projector. I, this is what I watch room. everything on. And so for every hour I spend watching House of the Dragon, I spend three or four hours watching Grey's Anatomy or right. or a soccer game or The right. Good Doctor. And so, like, do I need a Lumigen to watch The Good Doctor or the – you know what I mean? It's like – No, I don't, but you'll, you'll I mean, get yes, it would probably help. Yeah. Of, of yeah. course it will help, right? No, don't get me wrong, but, like – Am I spending four thousand dollars to get a better picture on the Good Doctor or on my soccer games or or right. whatever? You know, um, I do still watch that other stuff too, mm -hmm. but I watch so much stuff on that TV that I don't really care about the picture and sound quality of right. that yeah. much. You know, yeah. I want my game to look good. But, yeah. you know, I don't care if it has neural X surround. I don't want to hear all the fans in every speaker and on my overheads. And, you know, well, it's like, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, but, again, no, I, but that, I, of course I do. But, like, right. I don't care about that stuff when I'm watching the majority of the content I watch on that thing. I don't care about it. even something like Cobra Kai and stuff. Even if it's oh, on yeah. Netflix, I don't care how good it looks. Yeah. You know, I, it's. But it does only certain that, things, right? When you get when to I watch good stuff, Rings like, of the Power, Rings, Rings of the of power. power. When I watch yeah. Rings of Power, when I watch House of the Dragon, when I watch my Tomorrow my War. discs, yeah, of course that stuff I want right 
perfect, right? But right. how many hours do a week do I actually spend watching that stuff? Yeah, where I care. But what about you that. what you'll so, find, and that's what I think Carl's going through, is like where it, it up converts everything, and you right. get you get just a great great picture so right. it, it it you know rising tides raises all boats of course so you're gonna right. get and i don't that. know i and, i might still end up with one i just yeah, don't yeah. know you no, know? I know but again it's it's cheaper to get a calibrator out to calibrate like i feel like jumping right to the lumagen without going through that step first true it's probably right. a mistake right. right because maybe i'll get an image that i'm very happy with that's <laughs> you know, the one just thing by I'll, having the projector professionally right. calibrated that's the one you know? thing i'll 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 disagree with with what the AV rant said, like if you just get a good calibrator out and it'll take care of all of that. And that isn't, that is. No, it won't true. take care of all of it. That's just I, not true. I don't think that I'm <laughs> right. even getting the most out of it now. Right. That I could be getting because I my calibrator is the yet. one that told me to get the Lumagen. Right. And he'd already, now I agree with what Rob's saying. He's like calibrators like them because you don't have to cat. You don't have to learn all the different like you don't have to learn samsung you don't have to learn right Sony. you actually you just learn, learn the lumagen you learn the yeah. lumagen the lumagen then does the the calibration for you which is that right. software we're looking at that makes it super easy you and i turn into calibrators if you got a lumagen in line you go bloop, exactly. there you go right so i that part i agree with but at the same time to say that you can get the same process you right. just by you get the same um quality just by having a calibrator come out, I don't, I just don't think is true because I had a calibrator come out. I had an ISF calibrator and then it's not like I went behind my calibrators back and got the Lumagen. My calibrator installed the Lumagen. Right. So it's like, <laughs> and told you to buy it. Told really. you to buy it. So yeah. it's like, you know what I mean? No, it's like you, on the one hand, I, I understand what Rob's saying, but there is a benefit to it. Right. Where we where we all have common ground, me, Rob, and Tom, is that is it is the seven thousand dollar value right? There. Is it value right? Is the value four thousand dollars? Is that yeah. valuable to you? And right. Ro- Tom doesn't agree. Doesn't see the value in it. That's fine. That's his opinion. But he sees the but, value at two thousand. So it's like, well, where's the right, line? Right. Right. You know, it, it's so real, is it right? If is it purely financial? Right. Then what's the line? Is it right. thirty five hundred? Is right. it seven, if it's not, it's obviously not 7,000, but is it somewhere in the middle? You know, right. what, what's the, what's the value line for it? So I liked yeah, what, oh, I what I, um, we'll leave that for green room. Uh, okay. the, the, the comment that he made, we'll leave that for green room. <laughs> your, okay. your, your guy that didn't want to sell to you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the other comment, but all right. Um, we almost skipped over tweaks, but I think that's going to be yeah. the whole show. So we've uh, we'll yeah, run out of time for this week, everybody. But <laughs> no, let's get to uh, listener comments. Uh, I'm not even sure if I have this one uh, written down. Photo from Twitter. Nope, that's not it. Um, but I did save a photo just to remind me. Did you see Titans? I saw that they have a teaser. Yeah. Yeah. Or a teaser with the date coming yeah. in like two weeks or something, right? Dropping soon. Mid-November? So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, mid-November. I, I thought I had the date there. But hey, I'm looking through here. I don't yeah, have I'm looking, it. Well, but, I don't know. I'm cautiously looking forward to that. Like, season three was really a letdown. Yeah, so wasn't it? it I'm really hoping was. that it, it 
you know, is as good as like season yeah. one was, which I really enjoyed a lot. So, we'll um, see. uh, yeah, no, but this th- is the first year st- straight to HBO Max, right? Because wasn't even season three on Disney, uh, DC Universe? Nope. Season I think three it was, was HBO it? Max. It, it was, that it? was one of the okay. first ones on HBO Max. Remember? Okay. I couldn't like, remember, but yeah. I knew it, it. Season two for sure was DC Universe, but yeah. I wasn't sure about season um, three. No, the uh, the one I wanted to lead in with that I was going to lead in with earlier, talking about supporting the podcast. How about uh, Mike Love and Thunder with the sweatshirt? Is going? Is oh, I know that was awesome. And I was talking about it with Jonathan. I was like, oh, that was so funny. And then like, yeah, I was uh, uh, what was I doing? Oh, I was um, chaperoning a dance that night. Oh yeah, yeah. Jen and I chaperoned twelve hundred kids at the Franklin High dance. Uh, yeah, I was telling my hockey Remember, team. Yeah, we used to like, get like 50 kids. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's, Jen and I will laugh at, their gym is huge now. It's, it, yeah. it's, uh, two basketball courts, like lengthwise long. You can fit oh, two, wow. you can actually have two games in there. They have the divider. Um, but they brought, it was full gym, but above the gym, they have a mezzanine of a, it's a three lane track around the gym. So that's where Jen and I were looking down with, and they gave us these powerful flashlights. So if you saw something inappropriate, you'd hit them, hit the kids with the flashlight and you're just sitting there looking at kids. And, uh, but the guys on my hockey team were like, man, you were all serious. Cause I was telling them what was going on. And like Jen wanted to, you're just like flashing everywhere. Oh, I was, I'm like, this is all serious. I'm like, Jen's like, oh, you want to get going? There was like an hour left. I was like, no, we volunteered to do a job. We're here to do a job. You can't take off. (laughs) <laughs> that's funny i don't think there was 1200 kids in all four grades when we were in franklin no, they high school there weren't because i think we graduated with like 230 they or something w- like that yeah there weren't even a thousand kids in the school now it's yeah. like 1700 and yeah. 1200 my, kids were there the other night when my kids graduated high school there was like 2000 kids in their graduating class <laughs> it's yeah. like Oh my God. They rent out. Well, I don't know how Franklin does it anymore, but they rent out like they go to like the NRG center or something, which is where the Texans play. And that's where they yeah. have graduations and stuff. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, that's awesome. Um, but yeah. yeah, Mike Love and Thunder uh, bringing the love. Yeah, I repping I mean, the sweatshirt. Repping awesome. the sweatshirt. And like I said with Jonathan, I'm like, I don't know if he like. Did he not know he had that sweatshirt on? Because he didn't tag me. Yeah, maybe he was just wearing it and then which I happened to cool. take the picture. Yeah. Or he actually planned it out, which he is cool. He planned it out, which is, yeah, either way, I don't care. But, yeah, and he's loving those speakers, too. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's having a great time with that. So, um, yeah, he's finding uh, much cleaner sound, better separation. Yeah. yeah. Really enjoying it. Well, that. yeah, because he said he had old, um, like, reference series clip speakers yeah um so yeah going and, to those and SVSs, the horns I'm on sure those I, major, I, said, like, yeah. I said in the green room to him i'm like look at the horns on those like your sound's going everywhere whereas right svs is going to be more precise and you're just it's yeah. just such a i'm sure it's a huge yeah. upgrade yeah so <clears throat> all right uh dan commenting uh on youtube on a green room video but it was on youtube so he's like Dan Carpenter says, great show. He goes, I wish you guys would use Plex at some point. You guys make it sound like it's a huge hassle to set up and use. It's very easy. I've been using it for about 10 years or so. Yes, there are complicated setups if you want to go, you know, and then he goes on from there. But 
the the point of this i thought um was it was a great point but they're uh, listening to other people is like plex is complicated and mm-hmm. especially if to the uninitiated you know what i mean and it's like that uh, i i every time i looked at it and it's like if you want to add this and you want to do that or you do want to it was like you've got to get i mean just to get your your blu-rays on there now you've got to right. download software you've got to get a you've yeah. got to get something to rip it you've got to do this and the thing with plex is and like to a guy like dan it's simple because he knows it well he's been using it for over for a decade years. right right like, yeah so so it but makes like, it easy for, for new people like uh, the zapiti the reason i went with that one is because it takes it it um eliminates a lot of the headaches that plex has like plex can only run certain things you can't use it it um you got to have this system uh, nvidia shield or whatever can you get atmos with it can you get dtsx with it which code which files does plex read zapiti eliminates all that it handles right. everything right and it, and it puts it out one for one so that actually the zapiti is a, a more simple version of plex right and that was complicated. Yeah. Johnny and I, and I still have that. that. I still have that in the back of my mind. I know you do. You're no. the one that scared. You're the one that keeps scaring me away from it. Right. Um, because I was really ready to, to jump into that rabbit hole too. I had done all the research. I had figured out where to buy my drive. I actually talked to a guy about buying my ripper drive and all that stuff. And yeah. Um, but you, you keep talking me out of it. So I well, haven't. Cause I know it, you. And I know, yeah, I know, I I know how I'm not the most patient guy in the world, right? But and it, it, it and I am I am very patient with stuff like that, and I was at wit's end at times and needing. I feel like you, I feel like you made all the mistakes that could keep me from. Oh, making I did. Them. I you did. know what I mean? Yeah. Because believe me, I would have conversations before I started ripping anything. Right. Um, well, but, then I mean, just the simple thing, like there's no conversation to be had, but. um you know, Johnny speakers knows he's like, you can be ripping and it'll be like, all right, you put your disc in, you come back and you can't wait to watch it. Nope. Failed. It didn't work. Right. You're like, okay. And just the time, I mean, the literal time of it, like the time of burning 150 4k discs and 200 more blu-ray discs, you know, it's like, uh, you feel like you you had a great day when you did seven. Right. Day. Because right. it, it just takes so long and you've got to get back to it. They might not, they might not rip that. You know, yeah. it, it's, there's a lot. So to it's it. a huge time investment. Right. Right. And that's, that's the, that's the nice, easy. Zipine. But I feel like once you've done all, like, I, I feel like once you hit the light at the end of the tunnel, it's kind of not bad. Although again, prime day just happened and I bought, you right. know, 15 discs. Well, now I got to spend 15 hours ripping right. those discs, you right. know, but no, but today, and one of them was Game of Thrones season, you know, complete right. series, which is probably like thirty discs or something. I don't even know. I've never even opened it, but I don't right. know how many discs that is. But yeah, um, but to Dan's point, it's like it, I would rather like he's saying that I wish you'd use it. It's it's easy. Well, you do use it. Well, I use a PD. I don't use Plex, but it's well, Plex is a cheaper version of right. PD, but there's a little bit more complicated, and it doesn't. It's not as um, uh, useful, like push through. It doesn't allow right. the same 
things that well you have to have the nvidia shield yeah you have to have certain yeah well it'll work with an apple tv too but to get all to get atmos to get this to get that right there's a there's a little bit more to it i think you can get all that stuff but again i i never really went full on because a lot of times it's like it was so complicated that it wasn't worth it to me but it, when I say that, it's like, this is from my point of view. And that's what makes it harder for, for somebody like Dan, who even walk, going into something like this, Dan's a smart guy. This is his wheelhouse. So he right. understands that. It's like me going to fix a bumper. I'm like, this is going to take me two seconds. I get it. Blah, blah, blah. Right. I, I know the process. Um, but for uh, for a lot of people, it's a non-starter because it's just like, I don't even want to bother with it. Right? right. But then... But I would rather tell somebody this is it, what it is. It's very difficult, like I do with you with the Zapiti. I would rather tell you no, 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 and th- and here's why, and then have you get it, and you'll be like, ah, it's not as bad as I thought. Fine, but I would right. rather do that than say this thing's the best thing in the world, and have you tearing your hair out and go, DJ, you're a right. jackass. Why didn't you warn me of this? Oh, well, I didn't right. think it was a problem, right? So I I would rather yeah. err on the side of you're not gonna like this as opposed, yeah. To- Right. And, and that goes back to the AV rant with the Lumigen. They're airing on that side. This is a lot of money. Right. You might not see right. a $7,000 benefit in this. I get right. that. that I'm, that's how I go with like the Plex and stuff uh, with, with smart things. I'm not smart. Right. So <laughs> if it <laughs> right. needs smarts, I'm not your guy. All right. Yeah. Um, here's the part of the show where we get to, we're in uh, listener experiences and nelson sent us a copy of a movie but everybody is sending me copies of movies right so we have a catalog of movies here john we've given away i i had to make an excel spreadsheet okay uh, and and just a backlog we've given away three that's how far mm-hmm. back i went uh poltergeist has been claimed everest has been claimed Star Trek Undiscovered Country has been claimed. Uh, winner, Mark, won Poltergeist. Uh, Mark actually, I th- oh, no, Dan. I'm sorry. Dan won Everest, but then David Guzman won it. Uh, I actually forget who actually donated Everest in the first place. I couldn't try. And this is why I had to do this spreadsheet. Make a spreadsheet. It's <laughs> because people were claiming stuff, and I was like, oh, crap. We get, what did we? Who was that from? Where did it go? So I, right. I've put everything in. So this I'm going to give three away. Oh, wow. This show. Okay. But it's going to be up to you, John. Just shout it out whenever you want. The first one I'm going to give away is um, Brent Jones donated this one. Uh, we're going to do, because it's Halloween, week of Halloween, uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Nice. So we're looking for a winner on that and uh as far as i'm concerned right now just tell me you want dm me on twitter or email me that you want bram stoker's dracula and you will have won it and there'll be two more later in the show uh and whenever john shouts out yep you know try to keep it up try to keep it we got two more to go so bram stoker's dracula thank you from brent jones he also donated (coughs) two others uh nelson donated four Dan donated one. Steve George has donated one. So uh, I haven't decided which one other two we're going to give out 
this week. Um, but yeah, so if you have some to donate and you'd like to contribute to the show and just give them, you know, great because I'll add them to the list and we'll just keep giving them out. Yeah, and, just until keep, we're some weeks out. you won't get any, and that way you'll have a bunch to right. You know, so yeah, yeah. So I mean, I'm gonna have a pile of them too at some point. There you go. When I open these discs, I we haven't can even just opened start most giving of them. them out. So uh, first one up, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Uh, let me know, and I will get that out to you. I usually just redeemed them just for the hell of it, but. I mean, I can just give them away too because I don't need to have the digitals either. I watch the disc, so yeah, yeah, it's, I, yeah, same thing. Uh, all right, Steve Radcliffe on Twitter says at Legal Beagle OK at Brightside HT. A great film is a great film. A great experience is a great experience. We try and do them both at the same time. That's why we have our setups. Also, I agree with Steve and or not so good. Godfather was just okay. Have you seen the offer series? Uh, I have not. Have you? I haven't either. I, I was going to start it. I had it saved for a while and then I just kind of moved on to other things and I haven't okay. seen it, but I was interested in, in watching that because I, I wholeheartedly disagree that the Godfather is just okay. <laughs> 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 uh, um, that uh, Yeah, no, uh, I've heard the offer is really good. I've I have had, too. I've had multiple yeah, people I've, recommend that yeah. to me. Um, still haven't gotten to it. Yeah, uh, me either. But. Uh, Mark Perkins. Finally, the home theater is back. Just watch the opening to No Time to Die with awesome shooting of the car and the bells ringing in the background, the bullets hitting the car. Sounds so good. Forgot how well made this movie is. I still uh, haven't watched that disc either. No time <laughs> like, to. He's forgot how for well made this year. is. It's not even a year old. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's not like he's talking about like um, to Russia with love. The Godfather <laughs> or the Godfather, <laughs> yeah. right? It's yeah. like it's no time to die. It's funny. I think it was just out. Came in the out theater. last November. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've forgotten. No, yeah. just busting on you, Mark. That's what we do here because we love. Um, but yeah. yeah, that, that opening scene though, when they start shooting, the oh, it's car, awesome. spoilers, there's a car in a James Bond movie and, and they, they shoot, shoot at it, it. Right. but the bullets hitting the bulletproof glass just sound, it sounds amazing. And then that you go inside the car, you go outside the car, you go inside the car camera wise, and you just right. get different sounds. Great, great scene. Great movie. So well made. Uh, yeah. he, he's a hundred percent right. Um, Let's see. Next up, uh, YouTube comment from uh, Werewolf by Night episode. Uh, Chris Brown, the Atmos in Blonde was incredible. It was very good. Yeah. yeah. You just, just wasn't like, a good movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you like the kind of subtle Atmos like the clock ticking in Top Gun Maverick, DJ, you will really enjoy the atmospheric surround. There is a forest fire in the beginning that sounded all-encompassing. The movie wasn't amazing, but it was worthwhile for an, a home theater experience. Black and white HDR looked really good, too. Okay. I will yeah, like I said, it had a lot of interesting choices for a home theater. Right. Um, I just couldn't, I, I don't know, I just couldn't do it. Like, I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't get through it. That's funny. Um, yeah. yeah. It And it, but we do watch a lot of things just for the experience. Oh, I do. Yeah. Right? I do. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm intrigued. I may take it in at some point. At some point. Um, Brockstar commenting on Thor, Love and Thunder, Disney Plus, and Kaleidoscape uh, YouTube says, all right, let's work on this a bit. 
I, I think I've made him angry, John. I, I yeah. blocked it once and now he's you just gonna, I'm blocking it all over the place. <laughs> Poltergeist came out before PG 13 was implemented. Red Dawn Wolverines was the first. The Love reason PG 13 exists is because of gremlins and in Indiana Jones and the temple of doom. These had toys attached and an R rating would greatly limit the success of the toys. So Spielberg and his crew and power influence got Temple of Doom to be PG, even though MPAA wanted to go R. So they created a middle ground due to necessity, but also because Temple of Doom and Gremlins were very extreme for the time to be only PG. Obviously, nowadays, Poltergeist would absolutely be PG-13 as well. I am sure it was used as an example, another Spielberg example, haha, of why PG-13 was a necessary tier. If I had a schooled sounder, I would I would put it in. I feel like nowadays it would be PG. Yes, <laughs> Poltergeist yeah. absolutely wouldn't be PG thirteen at all. No, it no. would be PG, maybe G. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I was going to get to that when we get to. Yeah. It's one of my experiences this week. Um, we'll get to it when we get there. But yeah, okay. it, it, nowadays it would be PG because yeah. you could show a five year old and they'd be like, "This is funny, Daddy." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's not so, even this is this is a scary movie. <laughs> yeah. When do we what because of the ticket prices? I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> um I paid for this? No, it, it, I mean the transfer is good. I'll talk about that then, but then, you know, the special effects, but we'll get to that later. Um Okay. Uh The Untouchables uh YouTube comment Blue Wave says I was about to check out one of Netflix's flagship releases this year, The School for Good and Evil. Judging from the trailer, the AV presentation should be top notch. Have you seen that? I haven't seen it. I have seen I the trail. I have seen the trailer for it, um, and it is something that I would normally watch because I like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it got kind of roasted. Oh, really? <laughs> in the reviews. So you know, again, I like to make my own opinion. So I'll probably give it at least an episode or two. But I didn't hear good things about it. Oh, okay. Um, but it does look like a good. Home theater. home theater movie yeah yeah okay okay um behind the scenes of the kaleidoscape experience youtube video uh pk himu 2005 says talking of hunter killer which has great atmos track i wonder why all the crappy movies like this midway and moonfall have such great at audio tracks and most prominent blockbuster sound designs all the smaller studios are giving killer sound design irrespective of whether they are producing a big or small budget movies that shows their passion. Well, there you go. Uh, Warner is an exception. They always give great audio tracks, even on Blu-ray and also give Atmos unlike others who give it only on 4k discs. Hunter killer disc starts with the Atmos unfold trailer in which the titles start coming here in our theaters, it's the most played trailer for Atmos. I still don't hmm. understand why the Atmos trailers are never included on the discs. Dolby should include their trailers in all the discs with Atmos. Here, too, only crappy movies like Hunter Killer and Expendables 3, I saw Atmos trailers. I think this is a missed opportunity by studios wherein we consumers can showcase the trailer to our guests before the start of a movie. It just enhances that positive vibes of the tech before the movie starts. 
I seriously hope Dolby isn't charging the studios some royalty-free royalty fee these studios for including their trailers. Otherwise, I don't understand their exclusion on the majority of the event films. Um, Do you have comments? I have a couple. No, go ahead. Okay. Um, So first off, I think uh, we... Uh, as the home theater fans, as we say a lot on this podcast, we are very minor percentage right. of the population. Most people don't even <laughs> want the trailers at the beginning of the movies. <laughs> right. Most like, people can I be honest like, with you on Blu-ray discs? I don't want them either. Right. You know, um, I watched some old Blu-rays recently where I had to go through the, through right. the trailers. It's like, I don't want to do this. But I can agree with PK here because one of my favorite things on the laser disc was when you got the the uh, Dolby AC3 trailer at the beginning with the train coming right. through or the helicopter flying. You loved that stuff. You played that for, and everybody's eyes would roll in the room. Why are we watching? Right. Can't we just start the movie? You have chapters. Just get to it, will you? Um, one of the sales things about Kaleidoscape is you skip that. There are no trailers. There's no FBI warning. There's right. nothing. You just start the movie, right? Most people don't want that stuff. We are the few the proud that want exactly. like can you give me trailers in Atmos? Right. <laughs> like so I, I i see both sides i understand what he's saying you want to show off your stuff you want to do that but they're just get that it's just an ad they're just trying to get right. an ad out there and to be honest what i find i do now i try to replicate the theaters is like so when you watch like um rings of power or something and there's a trailer before it that's the only place i see trailers now right so you get that trailer i i actually have a setting on my lights for trailers and i don't put the volume all the way up right once the movie starts once that dims and the trailer goes away lights go down i hit the button the lights go down and my volume goes to reference because i want to be like oh this this isn't the movie this is just the trailer when you're at the movie theater and you watch the trailer the lights are still on for all right. the trailers. And then it's like, okay, then you get your little dancing popcorn and soda or whatever. The lights go down. Now you're into the movie. That's kind of how I, and I'm sitting all by myself in my room trying to recreate this. So, right. well, one of the things I saw on the Zipidi that was actually super interesting to me is like somebody showed where you can make yep. a custom intro. Yeah. So you could have like a Briggs theater and yeah. like some kind of Dolby thing and it would play at the beginning of every movie or every Blu-ray. Like, you could set it to certain things. Yeah. But the guy was showing how, like, if I'm watching a 4K movie with Atmos, I can have this Atmos trailer play. Yep. And like I said, it'll have some big logo that says the Briggs Theater and play this cool demo. And I don't know any other system that allows you to do that. Like, my Blu-ray player. (laughs) Yeah, Plex probably could. But, like, your Kaleidoscape can't do it. My Blu-ray player can't do it. You know, there's no other way... To really do that, and that's actually pretty cool. Well, here's to why be able to do something like it's that. It's because you are like you have access to the files, the right. actual files. So, and you do that on Plex as well. Right. So when you rip this, you get a folder and you see everything. And like, and again, Johnny Speakers, Nelson knows Johnny Speakers is the newest. Um, a few other people have Zapedes. Um, when you rip these things. You'll look in in your file and you can just pick instead of go one for one, you can take out 
anything you want. So like all the right. subtitles that aren't English, right. you'll, you might take, just put English. So to save space right. on your drive, right? But the other thing you can do, and I never really got into this. I had people, you know, emailing me and stuff. This is how you do it. And it's like, there's YouTube videos on how you do it. You can actually take an Atmos track from a 4K and add that to your 3D movie. Right. You pull it right out of it and put it right into the movie. It just, and it goes right in. Well, the same thing you can do with the, if you wanted to, you could, you could curate your collection that if you made your own video on the computer, it's just a file, just like anything else. You make your own video. Like I'm making this video for us to go on YouTube. I could just put, you could put your home videos on the Zipidi, right? Right. But you could actually put that in front of every movie if you wanted. Yeah. And yeah, that's what I'm like, saying. So you exactly. could have that trailer that plays. It's a lot and of work. Be, it, yeah, but it would be super cool because, yeah. like, you know, it's like getting that Dolby sound yeah. at the beginning of the movie at the theater. You could do that at right. home. And But like I said, only the, I guess, Plex or the Zipidi, yeah. Zidu, only something like that will yeah. allow you to do that. So Yeah, because you I have access to, awesome to, to manipulate have. the entire file. Right. So, But again, it's awesome to show off. Like, if I had that, I would probably turn it off and only have it on when somebody right. came over to watch. Because otherwise, I don't right. need to see my no. demo at the beginning no, of every this movie. Is stuff, there used so. to be a thing where you could send away for that disc, right? Right. So back in the, in the 90s, I should say, back in the 90s, I used to look up, like, how do you could order? It was like $150, $200 to get this disc. You gave them your name. You picked the format. You picked the the helicopter that was coming down the street or whatever. And it's like, welcome to Briggs home theater. And I, I started workshopping it and I'm like, okay, so I'm going to pay two fifty two hundred 200 for the disc. I need a second Blu-ray player so that I could, or right. DVD player, put this in so that this will play and then automatically switch right over to the movie and then get right. that to play. So every time I, and that, and you're a hundred percent right. Like I was so close to doing it, but you're only going to do that a couple of times even just right. to yourself and then right i would do it money, once for myself and right. then <laughs> and then you'd be like now what now i i, I yeah. know i'm in the briggs home theater <laughs> right i don't want it anymore right. but like every yeah. time something like when i came over you would show it to me right um you know or and, whatever but like how many times do you have new people coming into your theater you right. know not you're many. gonna show That's it off why to I your take over tuesday everybody's right. dying to talk to somebody you're gonna show it off to your mom and your cousins once when they come over right. and then you'll never do it again so right and then they're, look, they're gonna cool, look at you but, and go, "You've got too much time on your hands." <laughs> exactly, and too much, too, too much disposable money to be doing this stuff, right? <laughs> you know. <laughs> yep. Yep. So. so yeah. So yeah, it's. I mean, it's fun though. And yeah. hey, if you do it, I, I'd do it. If I was yeah. younger, I've just learned right. that all these things that I've done. I, I've made a book. I'm still holding on to it, my three ring binder, because I put a lot of time and energy into I know. that. Nobody's looking at you it. talk about that the other day was funny. Oh, nobody's looking at that. Who are you talking about with that? Steve? Me? No. I don't know. So last Takeover Tuesday, I guess you were talking about I'm going go to go out on a limb every John time. Brock. <laughs> every time you get a new movie, you had to reshuffle the binder. Oh, and God. It's like, God forbid uh, it was like funny. Braveheart. And like everything right. from the B's to the Z's. Yeah, you want to only <laughs> buy. I'm, I'm buying Q movies and and forward. Right. That's it. So no, there's no pe- new movies in the B's. There's people <laughs> listening right now that are like, "Why didn't you just leave a gap so that you could well, do right, that?" But... No, they had yeah. to go in order. I what? Why? <laughs> why would you put a gap in? 
That's right. not the way it would look. <laughs> well, and then you're going to have a gap for one B movie, but then if you get two B movies, then you still have to move it. Right. So and it, what's it, the eventually point of that? it runs out and you're just like, <laughs> right. Uh, but you yeah. just have a binder for every letter. And then <laughs> even yeah. then you have to shuffle some around because you have BR and B, you know, BS. <laughs> but the best is, and people nowadays don't even realize not only that, it's like I bought a movie, had to take a picture of it, get the film developed. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I actually get the film developed, right? Get or the, print it, print it, you know, print it off or something. Get, get the pictures back, and if you look through this, if you look at my three ring binder, it it like I had a I had a system set up that I would lean the laser like a black backboard that you would lean, so you had to have the right backdrop. You had to frame it, take the picture right. from the right distance, so it was the exact same size because I wasn't cropping these things. It's not like nowadays, like you just take a picture and you zoom in with your fingers and you get the right picture. Right. No, there was a lot of work went into every <laughs> single picture. Yeah, that's funny. And then you had to organize it. Never mind, just yeah. the work that went into getting the picture. <laughs> so funny. So stupid. And that had nothing to do with home theater. Just no, that was just, just so literally I could get people to look at my movies. Right. And pick something to watch. Right. Uh-oh. <laughs> So That's this funny. podcast thing's easy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Van Gogh, home theater experience. The, the, the Untouchables says, went to see Black Adam in IMAX yesterday. Our IMAX has a big screen and good sound, but the seats need to be upgraded. All I could think was how great the audio would be at my home, at, at home on my receiver. Do you guys think this when going to the theater? I, I think about it as I'm walking in. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. Every time I go to a theater, it's, I said that to somebody recently. It's more, it's not even going to the, I don't experience the movies in the theaters like I used to. It's more of just the preview of what we're going to get at home. And when we get to our uh, experiences this week, we're going to talk about Black Adam and exactly the same thing. It's like the entire time you're just looking at the screen, listening to the sounds going, that's going to sound a lot better in my home. Um, I find that when I get home and I watch it in, at home, I've heard heard and seen stuff I couldn't experience in the theater because it just wasn't it just wasn't there, it just wasn't right. possible. It's not as uh, it's not as intimate of an environment as I say. Um, uh, Carl's update on his uh, Kaleidoscape, which I get. Um, it used to be hourly. He's doing better. It's just daily. <laughs> Just daily, um, yeah. yeah, but uh, I just like to get this out to everybody. I get, uh, I'll, I'll tell you the last part of this message. It was Gur with the angry face, the red angry face, <laughs> right? Which is a comp, and then he always sends a big smiley face. But, um, but the <clears throat> the man, the myth, the legend that is Carl, uh, sent the message that you remember when he was on the show, and he's like, "Why <laughs> does Kaleidoscape make these big boxes?" Why can't they just a small box, s- simple hard drive, small hard drive, and just let people download in a race? What's the big deal? What's right. the problem? Yeah, he's almost full. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's almost full. So he's getting there. He's at his, he's got a six terabyte hard drive and he's at almost four now. So yeah. he's going to be filling that up fairly soon. He's only had it like a month, two months, yeah, maybe. It'll, it'll be full. It'll be full, weeks. and then he'll be tired of download. And he's got 
He's got the Strata, so he's going to be upgrading one way or the other. He's going to either update to a Terra so that he can get it faster back and forth, or he's going to add a bigger hard drive, which is a Terra, and he's going to be downloading faster, but he's going to have a bigger hard drive. I don't understand why they're making it, but I'm buying it. (laughs) Right, but I I have it. I think he has that as a bumper sticker. I don't understand. I just keep buying. (laughs) (laughs) Love you, buddy uh blue wave says to king arthur that's an older one. Oh, that was old yeah, yeah. well <laughs> we not old, old ago. months ago yeah 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 love the old guard really enjoyable home theater experience yeah i think we mentioned that there either that or he's just being random we probably talked about yeah, it we did. That. yeah oh, i love the old guard yeah me too. um yeah we definitely talked about that there because i watched it again i think and you watched it like a couple weeks later right yeah as i say i watched it again recently yeah, so we both we, might, did. we were probably talking about it there. Yeah, we had both rewatched it. Um, yeah, great movie. Yep. Uh, Dan sent me a uh, uh, a list of four K, like all these four Ks, like kind of the thing I, the idea I want to do, and he's he found it from an uh, Make MKV forum. Um, it's a Google Share doc of all the movies, like and it's got. It, they're all cataloged in like whether it has Atmos, whether it has this and that. And, uh-huh. Um, so look, it was pretty cool. It's not, I mean, it's kind of the idea of what I want to do, but I want to add the description so you can go in and say, this is reference. And they do have that too. They had reference, uh, really good. I think it had a rating to it too, but, hmm. um, but he sent that to me and I was like, Oh, this is really cool. Where'd you get it? So he told me where he got it and he goes, I thought it would be great for you to have. He goes, remember, this is Dan Carpenter, not Steve George, not John Brock, Omar, LOL. He goes, your buddy in the home theater community, Dan. So That's awesome. uh, thank you, Rick. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> um, and this one here. So this I've been dying to do. So did you read Ralph Potts, his review of, of uh, Top Gun Maverick? I did not know. Okay. Well, let me just, let me, let me read you a snippet and why okay. Ralph Potts is Ralph Potts and DJ is DJ. So okay. when I review a movie and I don't, and I don't consider myself a reviewer and this is why, right. because I am not Ralph Potts. Ralph Potts is like John Lennon. And I am like, I don't know. I'm like, uh, oh, you know who I am? No. You know what? Chris Farley. That was awesome. Did you see that part when the jet goes by? That was awesome. That was so cool. Right? Right? And then that other part when the jet goes by? So cool. Here's a, a clip of Ralph Potts. In listening to the Dolby Atmos surround mix, I found it to be an entertaining listening experience that made excellent use of the platform. The immersive mix complements the already top-notch soundtrack and enhances the experience of watching the film. The use of audio objects placed above and at ear level is a mix of atmospherics, discrete effects, and music. The film's active moments swallow you up as the revolving, rotating, and all-encompassing surround sound comes at you from all sides. The attention to detail here is noticeably on display, with the training sequences beginning with the initial one through the one that Maverick completes on his own being good examples. 
This is not an Atmos mix that makes continual use of sound objects in the height plane. Rather, uses the overheads to accentuate pointed effects that blend with the bed channels. It also works in a seamlessly ineffective manner. It all works. I even screwed it up. This guy is like Shakespeare, for God's sakes. And I know. I'm, like, I'm like, it has punchy bass. <laughs> right. I'm like, I felt it like a gorilla hitting me in the chest. Duh. Yeah. Go see I'm thinking it. about my notes for what we're going to talk about later. <laughs> it's like, pretty decent bass. That's my note. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm like... There, I'm like, and it goes on. It was an odd, you read it and it's poetry for God's sakes, right? right. You're like, I'm like, are you kidding me? And I, I texted him. I was like, I'm going to do this this week in the podcast. I, I'm like, I, I didn't tell him what I was going to do, but I'm like, Jesus. I'm right. like, it, it's like, this is his final paragraph. It goes on from there. It's like, this is his final paragraph. Just on Atmos. This is just on the Atmos track. This is a more or less ostentatious audio presentation that offers engaging bass extension that produces smooth, palpable, rich frequencies that energize the room. Dialogue is reproduced with lucid expression and exacting clarity. End-to-end, this is an attention-grabbing home theater presentation that plays perfectly to the film's thematic content. Crank it up and enjoy. He used ostentatious. I know that's awesome. palpable. I had to look. I had to stop and look that up. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, and not only that, attention grabbing. He put the little dash in between it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, I like, are you kidding me? I'm like, that's people awesome. read this and then they like come and listen to us. And I'm like, why does he even talk to DJ? <laughs> like, right. That's like you know he's just talking down to that little kid in the park. Oh, you're a good little boy. <laughs> right, pat my on the that, head. That's and send cute. Me on my way. That's cute. <laughs> Look at them go. I can't. I can't speak like this. Never mind. Write right. it. I'm. Oh my god. Great. Great. Funny. I mean, he's like I said. He's John Lennon. He's Shakespeare. I'm like Chris Farley. This is awesome. <laughs> so good. And I work so hard at not sounding like Chris Farley. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I work hard to get that like notch above his joke of what I am. <laughs> Right. Like Chris Farley, I mean. Oh man. So that was I read this and I was just like, oh man. So good. Yeah. It, it I mean it also helps that he I agree with everything he's saying. I'm just like Well, yeah. And when you read it, you're going, This is what I'm thinking. I'm just not smart enough to think this way. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so funny. I've seen it and I didn't even know. <laughs> right. I'm like, I've experienced this movie more times than he has, and I know, and I'm like, I'm thinking everything. Like, I agree with everything he's saying. And it's like, it, when you read stuff like that, that, that you're like, that's what that word means. Right. <laughs> like, oh. That's I what was, I meant to say. I was using that wrong. <laughs> like, yeah. Honey, I'm not feeling ostentatious. That's a different thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> I thought that meant something else. Oh, All right. Uh, Jonathan from Tuesday's podcast. He's like, I watched the entire video of our talk last night in the green room with a critical ear. I thought I did okay, but there is definitely room for improvement. I think I can do better if I get invited back sometime. You are much more polished than I am, which makes sense. It was, it was really fun listening to it. I have some friends and family who don't know what a home theater is working their way through it this morning. 
is there somewhere that people post comments about this episode? And that's what I said before. Uh, yeah, but I, I want, I wasn't going to read this, but then I wanted to, because I think it's great for Jonathan to hear this. I think it's great for anybody that hasn't been on the show to hear this. You, Jonathan, and I, I did, I replied to Jonathan. I, I think he's being more critical of himself. It sounded fine. Yeah, it, yeah exactly. I, it I listened to the whole great. thing yeah. and I thought it was great. Where the, the thing about podcasting, it's not necessarily that you get better. Yeah, there are little things that you and I have talked about and we've worked on over four years. And it's not like we're right. awesome professionals. I was going to say, I'm not even it's, good now. No, but <laughs> it's, it's really, what's the big thing that we noticed? We're just more comfortable. Just being comfortable. Yes. Yeah, just being, comfortable being comfortable with talking. being me. Right. And that's what it is. It's like, so right. when you watch yourself or listen to yourself in a podcast for the first time, you're going to be like, oh my God, why did I say that? Why did I sound like that? If you right. did it every week, it's not necessarily that you get better. You just get more forgiving of what you are. And by being more comfortable, then things flow a little bit easier. So, it, but again, you're picking out Jonathan and everybody that's been on the show that thinks they can improve. You're doing great. Everybody's been great. I feel right. like, I think like you and I sit here, we've been doing this multiple times a week. Well, I have for years yeah. and I'm like, and I have people on every week and I'm like, these guys are just as good as me. <laughs> like, what are yeah, we doing? They sound here? better right? than I do. I'm pushing <laughs> like... buttons on this side to make it happen. But I'm like, uh, right. Hey, we're all having a conversation. We're having fun. It's just natural. Let's just have fun. And Jonathan, you did great. Everybody's done great. Um, it is. And I appreciate everybody. I know how daunting it is. I said last year when I had, or earlier this year, when I had Rich Keefe on from talk radio in Boston, he's on my podcast. And I was like crapping my pants. I screwed it up. I, I you get nervous. I get it. And, um, so I appreciate everybody coming on. I And I, when I say I appreciate it, I can appreciate the stress. I appreciate the nervousness, but you're all doing great. And everybody's had fun. Uh, and do you hear the end when Jonathan, he goes, it flew by. And I'm like, I can't wait yeah. for the guy that comes on and goes, this thing's dragging. <laughs> yeah. This thing's <laughs> taking a long time. <laughs> yeah. Like, when are we done? It's been 10 yeah. minutes. <laughs> all right. Time to pull the plug. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um. Last one, Martin Anderson says, this one came in just today. He says, I, I side HT at Arkham Comics. I know DJ isn't that big into Doctor Who, but did you guys see who the new Doctor is? I am very excited. I did yeah. not. Did you? Yes. I won't even pretend to pronounce his name, but he <laughs> uh, he's on um, the show Sex Education on Netflix. He plays uh, one of the characters on that. Yeah. Um, super excited. I think he's going to be great. A lot of fun. Um, looking forward to it. The um, actually, Jodie Whittaker's last episode just aired Sunday night. Um, I watched like half of it last night, and I was falling asleep, so I turned it off. I'll finish it uh, when we're when we're done here. But yeah, uh, we should be seeing him soon. Um, cool. But yeah, I, I I am looking forward to it. I think he's going to be really good. So all right, all right. Uh, that should do, that's it for listener experiences. Now it's time we go across the pond and we're for a show that we're trying to go fast through. I know we're, we're, fast. we're not, we are not. Uh, so let's get not. across the pond really quick here. Hey, yep. Steve, how you doing, buddy? 
Hey, DJ. Not too bad. Thanks. Not too bad. Um, it has been a long weekend on call, though, as we were yep. just talking about off air. So if at any point during this you hear snoring, it's me. <laughs> and just give me a kick, would you? It's fine. <laughs> that, doesn't, that doesn't bode well for me. That means I went on some kind of a monologue. And you dozed off. <laughs> All right. Just, 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 I just unwound like a, like a, you know, like some sort of toy that needs to be winding, wind up, or wound up. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no, so, uh, yeah, it's been a long weekend, but it's all good. Um, and, uh, yeah, as always, it's always nice at the end of a long weekend, long day, to just, as I said last week, to just sit down and chat. Oh, cool stuff. I so know. It's all good. The fun stuff. <laughs> that fun stuff. So oh, yes. um, what do we have? I'm not sure what we have for crossover talk this week on what I, I haven't really seen much of your tweets this week or if you've even tweeted much about your content this week yeah i have a little bit uh, yeah i mean because this is i mean we we recorded last week on wednesday yeah and obviously we're recording today on monday so of course i've had two days less to uh to to, to pack in the content yeah, yeah so that's my that's my defense being laid down right from the very beginning there you um, go. but i and, and honestly i did think when you said earlier let's do this today um, I was thinking, how have I watched much? So I'm not sure. <laughs> but then as I've sort of thought about it, and, and by the way, this will tell you how much we watch, okay, and how I much know. we see, and, how, and me in particular. The way I record it is by going back through my tweets. <laughs> yeah. And so I go back through those and I'm thinking, oh, yeah, I saw that. Oh, yeah, I saw that. So yeah. that's what I've done. So, th so there is stuff to talk about. Um, but before we get into that, have you seen Men? Did you get a chance to see it? Oh, no. No. Oh no. no. Right, there you go. So, honestly. do we want to get to that? I saw. Um, I'm going to talk about it with John uh, okay. coming up, but um, I watched uh, uh, Cabin in the Woods. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Chris Hemsworth. Although yes. He's not in it very long. Spoiler alert. Um, it's uh, yes. <laughs> It's uh, it's the spoiler uh, it, I like supposed Cabin to come the before the spoiler, <laughs> just to let you and know. And then and then Patrick Stewart turns up, and, right? Uh, and then <laughs> um, so did you not enjoy it? No, no. Okay, all right. So I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. I mean, yeah. we could get into it here, and then I'll say to John, I'll, I'll just tell John that I got into it with you too. Um, yeah. No, I did not. Uh, okay. It, I mean, the whole thing is a is a is a it's a it's yes. a deliberate homage and a pastiche. It's deliberately poking fun at this kind of thing. Yeah. So what happened was I I, I watched it and yeah. yeah. When I talk with John, I'll get into the home theater experience part of mm -hmm. it, which I did think was pretty good. But uh, yeah, it's I'll, a I'll, I'll comment film, more it? on that mm -hmm. with him. Yeah. But mm -hmm. this whole it's probably better to talk to you about this because I'm I'm just not a horror fan, right? So, yeah, quite. and I, I, I'm not apologizing for that, but what I mean is like, so going into a movie like, you know, Cabin in the Woods, where it's mm. what I read after the fact, I'm like, wow, I guess this is a really good movie if you're a horror fan, because I'm reading a bunch mm. of the comments and the reviews going on IMDb, right? And mm. I'm like, I, I can see that. I can see where this is mm. a joke and where, not the movie, I mean, but the jokes in the movie and this and that. Yeah. But my wife and I sat there not being, I mean, she likes horror, but she likes the kind of horror I think I like. Like you're talking The Omen mm -hmm. or Invasion of the Body yeah. Snatchers, even, you know, Jason, Freddy, you know, Mike yeah. Myers type. Stalk and Slash. Yeah, yeah. that mm -hmm. one there. It's like I, but this one, I was like, I, it was just to me. I mean, I'll, I'll just say I, I thought it was awful uh, the entire time. Yeah, I'm okay. going, 
Well, not the entire time. I was just kept getting led to, oh, this has got to mean this. And then I'm like, there was nothing. I was looking for a mm. deeper meaning. And I'm like, oh, no. No, exactly. <laughs> so for me, it's like it just didn't play well. And I, I, I was just like at the end of it. And I, I put in my notes. And, and it's funny. John and I had a conversation the other day. And I'm like, I put in my notes. Um, uh, I can't remember what it was exactly. I can pull my notes up, but I put in my notes, like watched, you know, house of the lake, just basically notes. And then the last line of the notes was I'm done with horror movies. Right. (laughs) But then the next movie I watched in my notes is poltergeist. Right. Uh, Yeah. And John, John texts me and he goes, and I'm, I was just busting on him, but he goes, he, he texts me a screen grab of that. And he goes, you're done with horror movies. And then you watch Poltergeist. And I was like, <laughs> it, we laugh back and forth. But at the end of it, I'm like, leave it to Mr. Headlines to go to notes and take it literally. <laughs> I'm like, no, that's just my note to say I'm done with horror movies. And it, what it really meant was, is when people recommend horror movies with me, I can't yeah. get as excited as the people are about it because I'm not a horror fan. And what happens is I yeah. go in with that entertainment anticipating that level of entertainment and Mm. inevitably I'm let down. Right. I mean, it happened with malignant. It happened here. It it, it happened. And it's nothing against (laughs) the horror fan or the movie. It's just, that's not me. So I go into it with your enthusiasm for something. And it's like, I'm going, wow, I don't see what he's seeing. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) and then I end up feeling bad. I'm like, Oh no! Yeah, I mean it's it's interesting that you say that. Now, when I first saw Cabin in the Woods, and I I was really looking forward to that. I was just looking it up there on IMDb. I can't pretend that I'm that I know that it was Drew Goddard (laughs) that directed it. I did just quickly look it up. I'm not going to lie because I I knew it was Drew something, and I was thinking Drew Struzan. I think no, he's the artist. And I'm thinking Drew McWeeny. No, that's Ancient Cool News. Yeah, Drew Goddard. There it is. So, and it was written by by a a well known sort of horror geek. Um, and it was it, so when it came out, I was really looking forward to it. And again, I didn't see it at the cinema. I saw it on Blu-ray, actually. Although okay. I've got the 4K disc, I imported that from the states years ago. Um, and so when I first saw it, it, it it didn't quite land with me as I hoped it would. But then, as I've seen, I've seen it. I must have seen it six or seven times. Really? Um, it must be. Yeah, or if not more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, because I I like the the fun that it's pointing at it. The you know, it, it starts off as a typical office sort of workers kind of thing, doesn't it? And then you realize they're talking College about kids, yeah. something yeah. else. Yeah, yeah. And you realize they're talking about something else, you know, and it cuts between the two and you're not sure what's going on. And I like all the creatures. I like the the the, the imagination that's gone into that. And, yeah. And so I, and the, you know, the merman and all that stuff. And yeah, that was thinking, a funny, oh God, funny what little play throughout be? the movie. I got yeah, that. It, and it, I, I did so, have yeah. some laugh out loud moments. But I mm-hmm. felt like my laugh out loud moments were like, like I literally like LOL'd and then was like said, that's ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like, oh my yeah. God, that's ridiculous. You know, and but I it's just, very much the point. And that is the I, point. Yeah, of so this. I guess it's I not, got it. But yeah, yeah, it's a horror comedy, really, apart from, you know, as it, as it builds and builds and builds. I, as I said, I, I, I like it for what it is. So tell me this then. What about the evil dead? What do you think about that? Because that's a similar it. kind of thing. Either the remake or the older one? Mm-mm. No, Never okay. Seen it. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it's hard to recommend them without being a horror fan. It's hard to say. <laughs> exactly. See it, I am so I excited for October to be over. <laughs> some people are like, <laughs> you got to check this one out because there are some that I do really like. Like, I'll What's your favorite is- one then? 
What would be your favorite one? I answered that on Twitter. It's hands down. It's yeah. Invasion of the Body Snatchers. As in the original, not the 86 remake, presumably. Not the 86. No, the Donald Sutherland. Yeah, yeah. I only, that, you know what? I, I only had that on 4K disc recently. Yeah. It's, uh, it got re-released. Yeah. I mean, that's great. It's really fantastic. good. I was, uh, in it, but see, that goes back to my youth. And then having seen it since, I was like, wow, oh my God, I was scared out of my mind mm. as a little kid. And it was, my mm. cousin was babysitting us and she let me stay up being the oldest. And she's only, she was only, what, she's three years older than me. But you know, when she's 12 and I'm nine, she's the responsible one. So my parents let her babysit. And she's like, yeah, you could stay up. I was like, okay. And we stayed up and we watched that together. And I was like, I remember going to bed and it's, I didn't want to sleep. I was like, I was scared out of my mind. That was, it was horrible. Um, yeah. I, I, but that's, that's a movie. See, that's that, psychological exactly. horror though, isn't it? I, it mm. That's, it's deeper, right? It's deeper yeah. than, you know, Cabin in mm -hmm. the Woods. I, I was well, looking quite, but, for depth in Cabin in the Woods and I just like, I kept scraping rock bottom. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, 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 no. But that's the thing. Horror might be. And I mean, let's not get too kind of into kind of cinema too much, I suppose. But horror might on be a whole one theater of those podcast. Genres. Let's go. Hell, you know well, what I mean. You want to go back to lawyer talk like last week? <laughs> well, that's that's the other thing. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, how do you deal with a guilty put? You know, but um, but yeah. So if you think about it though, horror's probably got the most subgenres of any yeah. type of film because you know you've got as you said you've got your stalk and slash eighties. You know, Freddy Krueger, Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, Halloween movies. Yep. We'll talk Halloween in a bit. Mm -hmm. um, and then you've got your your psychological horrors, which I think are things like, exactly like Invasion of the Body Snatchers. I think even more recent horror like um, Midsummer, um, The Witch, are more psychological. They're not gory. Than, well, there's a bit of gore in Midsummer, but they're not out-and-out -out gore. They, they have, there's definitely more going on. And then you've and men, I would put in that bracket. And then you've got your your what what one of the critics over here, Mark Kermode, calls your your quiet quiet bang films, which are yeah. your sort of your haunted house ones, you know. And you've got those as well. And 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 so horror has lots of these different subgenres. And I think there's nothing wrong with liking some and not liking others. Yeah. I mean, I you know I I've got a colleague of mine who's a solicitor who's a big art house movie fan. That's what she likes. And I was talking to her the other day about men, and she said, "Wait a minute." Is that some sort of folk horror thing? And I said, yeah. She goes, I can't watch those. I can't. I just can't watch them. And she gets too, she gets too upset and scared at them. Yeah. She goes, I, I just can't do it. And so, so you know, it, it's perfectly acceptable to like some and not others. But I think Cabin in the Woods has, is, all, is all fun and games. It's not. It's, there's nothing more deeper to, than, than that. And, and I think Evil Dead's probably about the same. Although the remake of that, if you want something that is just gonzo, gore, and crazy – it's fantastic. And and that one has a an audio mix, DTS HD audio mix on that, that will relocate your room several feet to the right or left. I mean, and right from the beginning, you yeah. turn it on and it and the, like the opening credits, it says Evil Dead, and it just goes like that. Yeah. And you're like, oh, just right back in your seat. Um, but but again, it's it's not gonna be for you if it's not, you know, you want something deeper. Right. Have you have you seen Midsummer? Have you seen that? Mm. Or The Witch? You see, I, I see those would be again. I'd be interested to see what you think of them. Although, you know, not recommending yeah. horror films. I think what I need to do is like when somebody recommends them, like mm. go back, check out the trailers, read mm. a little bit about it before I get into it, so I know what yeah. I'm expecting. Because 
like it's not like I've never seen and don't look forward to horror movies. I just when I see mm. the trailers for them and I'm like, oh, that's gonna be good, or I understand. Well, mm. um, did you see Nope yet? No, it, I, okay. Nope. <laughs> yeah, Nope. Um, <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. It, I haven't because I um I I'm waiting for the it to come out here. It's out here middle okay. of November. It's out there tomorrow, isn't it? I think. Yeah. Um, we we get yeah. it mid November, but I, that's yeah. one of those films, a Jordan Peele film, where there's all kinds of stuff going on. Yeah, and I wanted to see that where I can just concentrate on the screen and not have people around me yeah. annoying me. The thing uh, for me is the trailers for that one didn't look very good to me because mm. it was kind of actually I think one trailer looked pretty good, Musicals. but then another trailer yeah. I saw looked like it was more of a comedy. And then it, I mean, yeah. when I saw the trailers in the theaters, I was like. What the? I, I ended up losing more interest the more different trailers I saw, and I was like, yeah. "What the hell is going on here?" But I'm hearing the reviews on it are really good. Mm. But now I'm like, should I just go? Is it a horror movie? Should I just <laughs> go with my first instinct that I might not like it? And which means yeah. going into it, at least I have an idea. Like I'm probably not going to like this, but I heard it's a good home theater experience and blah blah blah. Mm. So I don't. Have know. you seen Have you seen Jordan Peele's other ones? Have you seen Get Out? Yeah, and I love that. I love uh, Get Out. Yeah, which which again is a psychological horror yes. film. Actually, very lots of layers to that, and I think the follow up. It's not they, is it them? Um, no, I didn't see that. What's the follow up? The, the one with the rabbits. Uh, now that one has all kinds of different yeah. layers to it. That's a really straightforward. But then that would explain why with the Invisible Man, where when you first watched mm -hmm. it, you saw surface level and were like, "Well, didn't it was a bit silly." But then when we talked about it, you were like, "Oh, okay, right. There is more to that," and then right. you enjoyed it more the second time. Um, so yeah, I mean, again, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. You know, there's there is there are all these different genres. I mean, I like them all. I yeah. mean, I have some that I like more than others. Right. Um, you know, give me give me an eighties stalk and slash any day of the week, um, and I'm a you know I'm a happy camper. But I also like quite literally with Friday the Thirteenth. Um, but with yeah. a, with um, with Midsummer <laughs> and the Witch and these these what they're calling now elevated horror, which yeah. is about as stupid a name as you can get, but still. <laughs> Um, elevated horror like there's some sort of elitism going on there but those are great as well and and again men midsummer in particular it just just transported me to a whole other whole other place it's a it's a it's a movie that sets a tone that, that just builds and builds and builds and it's you know it's bonkers yeah but a, a horror film that's set entirely in the day you know really really good and and worth seeing but again if that's what you're into. Exactly. Um, have you seen, have, talking to the horror, have you seen the Babadook? Have you seen that? Mm -mm. Never even heard See, of that's that. That's another. The Babadook? Well, oh, okay. Well, yeah, Babadook. It's a, it's a, um, how to describe it. It's a, sorry, it's my thing. On. Um, it's a, it's a horror film with a, um, with a, a about a mother and her, her son. Okay. And essentially they, they are in a house. They find a book which is a a children's story about this thing called the Babadook. Yeah. And it's, and it's the story is about on the surface, a supernatural entity mm -hmm. that is preying on them. But quite frankly, that film to me is all about domestic violence. I mean, it's a movie about okay. domestic abuse and it's oh. a movie about what it's about someone losing their mind and how they then do it. I, I'm not sure there's anything so supernatural in that movie at all. Mm. Um, but I, and I find it an intensely uncomfortable experience watching yeah. it. I've seen it three times. I saw it in the cinema and I've seen it twice at home, but I find it very uncomfortable and I genuinely find it unsettling, not because of anything supernatural, right. but because of the way the characters interact and the deeper, yeah. you know, this, this thing going on, it's, it's, it makes my skin crawl and not for anything, you know, 
supernatural so a different kind of horror again but yeah. Um, but yeah it's worth it's worth seeing again it, it depending on you know let leave it for next october maybe yeah exactly <laughs> you've only got about a week left so you're i got a good. week left i'll probably do a couple more this week just my wife and i'll do some of the oldies but goodies um mm. but yeah it's it just it's like i feel bad but yeah it's like i do i need a little more depth to my horror and yeah it's, okay so what about the thing john carpenter's the thing love that. right so that's got no depth that's just all no, but that's that's yeah that's but so same with like i, I think of that one like alien and aliens mm -hmm. those are horrors to me um mm -hmm. people consider jaws a horror i don't necessarily consider it a horror but i see it's kind of on that same level like it's right out mm -hmm. in front of you um it, it's the anticipation the suspense mm -hmm. you know i mm -hmm. i think that's what that is um mm -hmm. think of uh and that's where you get into the different genres like the omen uh the mm -hmm. shining uh the latest yeah. the latest shining with uh ewan mcgregor dr sleep dr sleep love that mm. movie right yeah fantastic right um both both the shining and dr sleep both 4k transfers are i i love them mm. um i i just yeah it's there there's a I, the more i think about it there's a ton i really i, I liked poltergeist <laughs> um yeah I think it was, uh, you know, watching the one from 82, my wife and I, we laughed, we had a good time. We're like, you know, I'll, I'll talk about it more with John, but it's, mm. it was just, it doesn't age well, but the transfer uh -huh. was gorgeous, mm. as I said before. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah. the sound is fun, but then if, but you look at it and you're like, the, the special effects artists have got to be like, like looking at it nowadays, like, mm. I feel like a, a good a good high school art department could could do a better job nowadays, right? With the technologies yeah, we have, you know. Yeah, uh -huh. um, but it's it was cutting edge at the time. I mean, yeah. very much so. Yeah, um, I mean, if you watch that ILM documentary, I think John might have mentioned it to you yes. as well. The that ILM thing on Disney Plus. I've, yeah. watched, I've watched some of that. It's such a long thing. I've, not I've watched most all, but of I've it. Seen, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen the Poltergeist bit, and certainly you see how just how much they had to do on that. Yeah, you realize actually, that, you know, they they were pushing the boundaries even then. Yes, um, for for that stuff, but uh, yeah, I mean, I I mean, the thing is, one of my favorite films. It's one of those films that I love so much. I yeah. often forget to mention it when someone says it's really good. Um, and things like you know, it, it's the same as First Blood. Someone says, "What's your favorite films?" I'll be up to film number twenty before I remember First Blood and think, "What the hell? That should be in the top five. Right? Um, and it's just it's just one of those things. It's such a good film. You kind of forget it if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so the thing, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, I've got too many horror film favorites to mention. I, I, I love this stuff, but it's not the, you know, and as I said, I like the various genres and I get, as I say, how cabin in the woods could make you think <laughs> what the hell, but it's, it's made for a very particular type of fan, I suspect. Right. And it's more of your kind of, your, you know, your typical old school horror fan and, but you know, I get that. But you saw Halloween Ends, didn't you? Yep. I think I saw something on Twitter. Now, what did you make of that? Because while we talk Halloween, so I've got so another couple of that Halloween one there. Um, I, I and again, I'm going to talk. We're, John and I are really going to yeah. get into it because he, spoilers, hated it. Right? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I didn't like it, but I didn't hate it. Right? So it's like yeah. I am like, if like a gr a scoring grade is like you know, a middle of the road would be 50. Absolutely loved mm. it. A hundred absolutely hated it as zero. I'm at like 45 and John's at yeah. like zero. 
right? Worst movie oh, he's really? ever seen. Yes. But oh. I don't understand. Like, now, to me, I'm like, I've seen every single Halloween movie, some more recently than others. Others I've literally mm. forgotten, but I know I've seen them all. Um, <laughs> I, But I, I'm like... I, I don't understand the hatred. I don't understand the, like, and my 45 is because I'm like, eh, it kind of felt like it's been there. I'm like, I, I, it was like, there was some things I did like about it. I liked the way they moved the story along. I liked the, a couple of mm. things they did with the story, which I think that's what, mm. to me, gave it a bigger grade. And some other people, spoiler free, there were some things that went on that they didn't like. And I, I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure because people are still trying to be spoiler free everywhere, but I'm like, mm. I think I know what they're talking about, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. So <laughs> I think John and I might actually do a uh, spoiler version at the end of this uh, podcast. I have, we haven't figured it out yet, but um, yeah, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Now you didn't like it too, right? Like I, I much. It, yeah. It was the weakest of the three. I mean, what did John the make of the other ones. two? Yeah, the three new, yeah, exactly, the yeah. recent trilogy. What did what did John make of the earlier two? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, okay, because that, I think, gives us a frame of reference then for this one. Right. Because I, I really like the first two of this trilogy. Yes. Um, they were, to me, a, the perfect modern interpretation of the stalk and slash horror yes. genre. They, 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 they knew what they were doing. They were dark. They were gory, but also, in their way, Quite scary, quite well done, you know. And I mm -hmm. and I rewatched them in the build up to to Halloween ends, and I've got them both in four K, and, and I watched that obviously. <laughs> um, so so ends again, spoiler free. I yeah, I was I was lukewarm on this one. I don't like the choices that they made with the characters, um, and I think that that that. But but again, this is about expectation versus reality. I think when I watch it again, I will like it more. But mm -hmm. I don't think I'll ever like it as much as the other two. I think it's the weakest by far. Yeah, it, it's taking its cue from some other films from the '80s, which, if I mention now, people will know what the twist is, so or the the, the the plot device is. Right. And so I think it's. I think it, it. It had four different writers at the start. You see the four different writers credited. Okay. And I think you can tell that. I think the story is being pulled in different directions. You know, one of them is a sort of body swap type thing. One of them is a straightforward stalk and slash. One of them is a is a revenge film, and they're all right. pulling in different directions. And I think so that the story is uneven. It, yeah. There isn't a straight through line to it. Yeah, that's um, a good point. Which is a bit of a surprise because I think one and two did have that. I think it was very clear. You know, two takes place straight after one, same night, same yeah. stuff, same characters. It's it's a it's got a it's like a locomotive. It's got a straight through line to it. Yeah, and then whenever you hear you know time jump and i haven't seen house of the dragon so don't don't do that but whenever you hear time jump i think there's always some part of me that thinks mm, there's a there's so there's a story problem here because why do you need that time jump and so when i heard with this there's a four-year jump i was thinking mm, okay they've they've painted themselves into a corner don't know what else to do and so they just go well we'll do four years and then we don't have to worry about you know, reactions to all that stuff. And we'll just, we'll just start again. Right. That's pretty much what they seem to have done. Um, but I, I don't, I didn't hate it. I think I'm more with you than John. I, I didn't, yeah. I didn't hate it, but I, I, it's a weird thing to do. And I think it, it's certainly been very divisive as I understand it anyway, from what I've read. Yeah. Um, so, which is a shame because I think there was the, the basis there of a really solid trilogy. Um, yeah. But, um, but yeah, so I get that, but I like, oh, well. I, I liked one, more than two, 
Uh, hmm. And then three more than, I mean, I'm sorry, then obviously, and then three being the last. I, I think they went mm-hmm. down for me. Um, mm-hmm. But I would say, I, I, I think that you nailed it with that. It's not a straight line story. You're not really mm-hmm. sure. I mean, it's not as convoluted as some other movies I've seen recently, but I, I feel like that you're right, especially with a, uh, mm-hmm. a Halloween or a, a Friday the 13th where hmm. those are straight line. I mean, that's the point yeah. of the character. They're supposed to be just simplistic um, evil, right? Hmm. Which they actually hmm. mentioned that in, in how, I mean, she mentions it throughout the Halloween series, really. Like he's just the embodiment <laughs> of evil, right? So mm-hmm. they kind of got away from that. And it's like, you're like, yeah. mm, what's going on here? And it's yeah. like, so, um, yeah, it's not the worst movie in the world. Uh, I'm interested. I can't wait to talk to John about it. Uh, see why it's the worst movie in the world. Um, <laughs> Me too. I'll be curious to see what it, what, uh, yeah. again, what his frame of reference is for it as to why that's so much worse. I mean, it definitely takes a left turn. It does something different. Yeah. But the problem is when you do a one and a two, which are a straight line through the two of them, literally it's two sides of the same evening. Yeah. And then you jump apart and then try something different. You can understand the attractiveness to it if you're the director and you're the writer. You want something different, don't you? You want people coming back to see it, see it again and again. And and I suppose that with horror sequels in particular, it's the law of diminishing returns. Everyone is you make a bit less than the one before, a bit less than the one before. And so the way that you fix that is you do something different. You take Jason to space. You take you know you 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 do these sorts of things, and sometimes they work. New York, they don't. Uh, exactly yeah that's when you hit someone's head off in a boxing match it's all very odd um and so so yeah so so you can see the the temptation as a filmmaker to look to say let's do something different but the problem is you as a filmmaker you've always got to second guess the audience the idea is you're trying to give them something they don't know they want because if you give them everything they just expect each time then again you get this law of diminishing returns but if you give them something that, that they didn't know they wanted then they will love you for it. Yeah. But if you give them something that they don't want, <laughs> they will hate you for it. Right. And that's kind. And, and by the way, I mean, that that's the same as our blade three talk last week. Same thing with that. They tried something different with that rather than blade be the main character. We'll go with the, 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 whatever it was, the wolf pack, something pack. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> long story. I've been kicking myself about that all week. Um, so same thing, you know, they tried to do something different with the third one and then it doesn't for me didn't work. I appreciate right. it did for you because it had Ryan Reynolds. Um, and so that's the thing. So, so, so I think that's the problem with Halloween ends. And I think that's why I might like it more next time. Cause I now know what's coming. Right. Um, but, but yeah, I, I mean, I get it now. What is interesting though, is you're talking about the Halloween earlier films and the through line, because I have seen two Halloween movies this week um, in the last couple of nights, actually, um, which is the 1995 The Curse of Michael Myers okay. and then Halloween H2O, which is from 1998. So th- And those are in 4K, so now we can talk yeah. some home cinema. Yeah, <laughs> there we cinema. go. <laughs> we get, eventually get around there. We we'll get, get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is part of the box set. This is this one that I, yep. that I showed you last week, um, which was £114 which is a lot for three discs. Um, it's a lot of money, but, you know, it's, it, I, I have to complete the set, so I have to get mm-hmm. them. Um, so the 1995 one, The Curse of Michael Myers, and these are the ones that I think you'll have seen and forgotten and, and forgot that you've yeah, seen. Yeah, I think I, my wife and, and I saw them all in the theater. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. So this is the one about the, 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 the cultists. 
mm-hmm. and Michael Myers just as the enforcer in this one. We're getting spoiler free, but it's 1995. Um, and so this one, uh, yeah, in, in terms of the home, well, the, the movie itself is is questionable, um, <laughs> and it's a, it's a it's an odd way of of taking off from what happened at the end of the last one. Um, so it's a strange film. Um, but, but what it does do is it looks very nice in 4k. They've clearly spent some time on this, but bear in yeah. mind the film's from 1995, but they have, they've, they've spent some time on the, on the transfer for this. So it looks really nice. And the audio is all right. It's not too bad. Um, it's only DTS HD, but again, we neural X everything anyway. Um, so it's, yeah, it was not too bad. What was interesting for me it was H2O was the one I was really looking forward to that Halloween 20 from 1998. Cause that one I really enjoyed. That's the one that's got Josh Hartnett in it. It's got Joseph Gordon Levitt. They sort of pop up for the, for the first time really in these movies. Um, and what I was surprised about that film is that that was quite a high budget movie. It was made during the Kevin Williamson sort of era of screen movies and, and all this kind of stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. screen was 96. This was 98. So it's got that kind of, knowingness to it you've got jamie lee curtis's mum of course janet lee is in it in in the car that she drives in psycho with the with the the handbag and the outfit yeah you know so it's very knowing now this from a home theater perspective though honestly the 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 disc and this is weird for me to say um the disc initially at least is awful really it looks dreadful initially yeah, probably for the Initially? first about 20. Well, yeah, because it gets better as okay. it goes on. Now, I haven't seen H2O since the non-anamorphic DVD days, you know, when they, because Dimension and stuff and, and Miramax, they, yep. they, I'm not sure they ever actually did anamorphic transfers, or at least not for a, for a long time. Mm. So, of course, us poor saps that would have been buying them in, in their infinite infancy were having to, you know, zoom the picture up and you'd get your lines across the screen and it would look pretty poor. Yeah. I never saw a non-anamorphic one that was any good. Even the Criterion Armageddon wasn't that great. Um, and so, so yeah, so so that I hadn't seen it since then. So I was really looking forward to this. I think this is going to be slick. It's going to look really good. It's a big budget, all this stuff. Um, it's very, very dark, which is not something that I would normally complain about, but it's noticeably dark. And it's really flat. So the colors are muted. The, and is, this is not deliberate as far as I can tell, but it's very, very flat. And it, it really is disappointing. I, I, I started off thinking, uh, is there something wrong with my settings? And what, what's going on? And that's not, I've never done that before on a 4K disc. Right. Um, I have one, well, I have one streaming, but never on a disc. Um, and it looks terrible. And after about 25, 30 minutes, something changes. And it starts to look a bit better. I put up some some stills on on Twitter. I took mm-hmm. some photos of it, and they look a bit better. They're all from the back half of the film, because it's really disappointing. Um, and interestingly, a couple of my Twitter followers um, actually tweeted out afterwards and said, "Yeah, we didn't like that. We think it's the worst of the set," um, which is odd, because you'd think that 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 a 1998 film would have a fairly decent transfer somewhere, but um, unfortunately not. Yeah. So I was disappointed in that, and I I'm not sure I could recommend that release. Um, it, it sounds it, like it, the video it, version of uh, Ragnarok, meaning like Ragnarok yeah. sound is kind of flat. It does, Ragnarok mm. sound doesn't sound as bad as the video you're describing. Um, yeah, yeah, it looks like it sounds like the first twenty mm. so or so minutes are like you just mm. lose the all dynamics of picture. 
right? Yeah. Well, there just, there just isn't. There just, it, it's just I mean. flat and That's it's murky. Bad. Yeah, it's really strange. I, I genuinely thought as is something is a screensaver kicked in or something, something yeah. just not not set That's... right. Um, and no, it's not because I watched the next one on from that, or at least a little bit, and yeah. it's and it's back to dynamic and everything else. It's really, really strange, and it's a Shout Factory release. So they, you know, they're pretty good generally with their with their releases. They know what they're doing. Um, so yeah, I, I, anyone watching this that's got the set, if you get to or, or listening, you get to watch it. Do not do not get excited about the first half of that film um, because it really does look. It, yeah. it looks like it's broken. It's really strange. And I don't say that lightly. Yeah, having spent 114 pounds on it, um, I was particularly unamused. And bearing in <laughs> mind, it's a disc that I really, I really like the film generally, yeah. although it's it's not aged terribly well. But it's it's you know I generally like the film, and it was the one I was looking forward to the most. And then it's Ugh. yeah, not not really done it. Um, so there we go. So that was those two. Um, now the other one I've watched, I know you've seen, which is the Lost Boys. Yeah. So I finally got around to watching yes. that this week. And you're not a now, big fan of that movie, right? You not, liked not it, a, but I'm, you're not. I, exactly. I've never been a huge Lost Boys fan. And, and I was, you know, I was that those, those lads that are the, um, you know, the, the vampire hunters sort of thing. The yeah. guys who are in the comic book store. If you transfer the comic book to a video shop, I was those guys, but, you know, but with a video store kind of thing. Um, so it, so I, I like it. I, it never blew me away before now. But I have to say, watching it, not having seen it for years, yeah. and I, I had the DVD, I never bought the Blu-ray, um, and, and I have to say, I really, really enjoyed it this time. I thought this was, you know, what, what perhaps they, they intended all along. Yeah. Um, I, I thought it was great and it, uh, brilliant. It, it, it is. I think it's uh, super colorful uh, for mm. a movie. I thought the, the transfer, it's, it's grainy at times in some of the night mm. scenes. Um, yeah. It didn't have that. Hmm, I don't know. It's a it's a movie from the '80s, so it didn't. Hmm. Of course, it doesn't have the the crispness of a modern 4K. Hmm. But I thought the vibrancy of all the colors, where you know, there you've got the amusement park stuff, you've got the night hmm. scene. They're inside a um, where where you where they're eating the Chinese food. They inside that hmm. old the cave sort of thing. cave yeah. area that yeah. used to be. Hmm. You know, it, it's all underground now. Whatever. But the details that you saw there, never saw stuff like this before. Never with this kind of vibrancy and, mm. and detail in the shadows and stuff. Um, and again, it's I think a lot of that is because it's such an old movie that, mm. and it's nostalgia that makes you like, oh, wow. It, like you're forgiving of the fact that, no, it is not a modern 4K, but <laughs> it, it does look great and i thought the i thought the audio on it too was it, what's the dts oh, yeah. 5.1 mm. um and it's the the music in that that's what i remember the most from the 80s is like the you know the in excess songs and just that it just gets you going and it was just it was just so much fun just so much fun and yeah, then just like i did with poltergeist but it's like you know you're like just remember being a kid again and this one was came out after Poltergeist. Obviously, I was a little older, mm. uh, teenager. Probably I took a date to this one, and you, you know, like mm. it's this just was 87. such a good time. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I like. I, I thought it was great. As soon as the music begins, and it, and you know a good track, you know you're in for a 4K audio treat, as it yeah. were. I appreciate that's an oxymoron, isn't it? 4K audio. Okay, but you're in for a, a treat with a 4K disc. 
when it begins and it genuinely feels like the whole wall of your your cinema is 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 sending out the sound yeah everything just seems so wide and and it you know and it moves beyond the screen um and that's what it did with this as soon as the opening sort of music began yeah um i was you know just got a big grin on my face thinking oh okay this is you know we're gonna have some fun with this whatever happens um and so and yeah the 80s aesthetic it's all very colorful anyway so it transfers very well and Corey Hines clothing in it i never really noticed it before but it leaps off the screen in this it's (laughs) just so 80s um and the impression i get is that this was I mean, even in '87, this was taking the the Mickey a little bit. It was it was yeah. taking fun a little bit at the trends of the time. Oh God, yeah! By, didn't by didn't they have acid wash jeans on too, or something? If I remember yeah. right, oh, yeah. I just it watched whole, a few weeks ago. There. But yeah, you, you're like <laughs> the detail in that stuff, and you're like, oh, mm, it's like uh, it looked great. It looked great, and this. So I mean, Joel Schumacher must be so happy with this. If he if he's seen it, he must just think this is what I was going for. Yeah, because it, again, it's it's the wider color gamut. It's the HDR. To what it was meant for to make this stuff just leap off the screen um and yeah i i really got it this time which i didn't before i, I had a great time with it and i and i was watching it to a certain extent under a little bit of sufferance because i bought it and i thought well i've got to take it off my list because i've got to you know it's october i've got to watch it now otherwise when am i going to watch it right and, but as soon as it started i was i was swept along with it like that this is great and it's only an hour and a half long yeah it flew by yeah that's what i was gonna say yeah that it gone it just wow you know that that was really really good so yeah i enjoyed that i thought i thought that was good um and that's i mean i, I don't know if you'd call that a horror film probably not uh, I, I mean, not I, like a true horror film no but it's, <coughs> I, I mean what would you call it then where would you just like well, it? yeah, it's not a teen movie because it's, it's not an action comedy. It's more like a horror comedy type thing, yeah, really. Because it yeah, it's a strange one. It defies description a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's the Lost Boys. They're lost. It's the Lost Boys. There yeah. you go. There's... <laughs> but it's really good. I, I it is. thoroughly it's a great. Yeah, and that it, it is absolutely. And maybe that's the delivery system. Who knows? Anyway, Ooh, um, it could be. On. <laughs> oh that has sparked so many conversations uh okay <laughs> like i am scheduling future conversations because of that um okay uh, uh, one of them is uh one of our listeners uh john uh his brother is a producer yeah. of movies makes movies mm-hmm. and he's mm-hmm. going to be coming on the podcast someday in the future he's very busy right now putting on uh mm-hmm. he's working on his latest movie right now and he's going to come on and talk about the delivery system. And it's <laughs> it, it, it's such a great conversation because um, there's no wrong answer, right? And it's like, I mean, mm-hmm. we have our opinions on, we love the, and what ends up coming up in all these different conversations I'm having with people right now is it, that word enhancement. And it's like our, <laughs> our theaters, the delivery system enhances the movie. And that's the part mm. that in that conversation a few weeks ago, is that that's the divide between the people that are like a great movie is a great movie and the people like, yeah, but I got this theater that really enhances it. And it's like, please people in the middle. It's that enhancement. It's like, we all agree on everything, but now we're saying that you can enhance it. And I say, we as in our community is like, we're enhancing these great movies. Right. So, and it keeps coming up. People are, I'm, I'm getting messages. I'm getting Oh, I could talk about this. I'm like, come on, let's go. And it's it's fun. <laughs> it is fun. And it's uh it's a reflection of the the passion. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> 
well, I haven't had any death threats yet, so uh, it's all good. <laughs> well, you know, it's like you, I look at part of me wants to, and this is why I say I said it to you that day when we talked about this. I was like, be you. You know, it's like yeah. I wouldn't yeah. do what you did. I wouldn't write that. I would just scan over it and not even mm. do anything about it, right? Yeah. Yeah. But the fact that you did what you did, did it make people angry? Did it do this? Do that? Yeah. But guess what? Look at all the great conversations we got out of it. You know, it's not my yeah. cup of tea mm -hmm. to push that button, but mm. I don't want people to just go pushing buttons for the sake of it because you got to be able to hold <laughs> your own, right? You know, yeah. Oh, don't yeah. threaten yeah, somebody yeah. if you're not willing to take a punch. So <laughs> it's like, you know, and that's, that's what I mean. I'm like, it was all fun. It was all good. And yeah. Oh yeah. You know, mm. um, yeah, yeah, to be fair, I've not had any, I've not had any, I mean, I, I joke about death threats. I've not had anybody come out on Twitter and go, oh, you're talking, you know, out of your posterior. Yeah. Um, no, no one, you know, it's all been, any, any responses have all been entirely polite and, and, and appropriate. Yeah. And to be fair, you know, I, I, even my original kind of comment without bringing them in wasn't, wasn't nasty. It was just, look, oh, I just can't be bothered. Right. You know, so it's, so I think it's, it, and, and so it's good, you know, as I say, yeah, I think it's had a, it's been an interesting response to it. I mean, yeah. he's going to run and run. And I said, if it's going to bring a producer on the, to the podcast, and that'll be interesting just to, just to yeah. get his perspective as to what they think of it. Cause they'll have a whole different viewpoint on it. I'm sure. Um, the, the, You'd the be surprised, but yes, it's, it's, it's mm. not that they, I don't think they have a different one. I think mm. it's just, it, it'll be, um, enlightening. Let's put it that way. Mm. It'll be enlightening. Yeah. Um, yeah. And a so different perspective. Yes, exactly. Mm. And that, that's what we, we want. It's like, just get mm. all these different perspectives because the more perspectives you see and hear, the more you real like you, you might not agree with it, but you can see mm. how people are, are interpreting stuff and how people are mm. seeing stuff through their eyes. Just because you see it your way doesn't mean that, you're right or wrong. You're not wrong by seeing mm. it the way you want, whatever it is. I don't care what it is. Mm. Right. So that, that's, what's going to be fun. So, uh, mm. yeah. Oh, um, well, it, it's, it is good. All righty. So, and then moving on then beyond horror. <laughs> right. So this is a weird one. Now here November we, this already. Is, we are taking a Halloween end style left turn now. Okay. The next one that I watched this week, which I didn't mention on Twitter, actually. Um, oh. I probably should have done, but I didn't. So, um, have you seen the film, an animated film called, Storks. Nope. No. No. Okay. Now, to be fair, neither had I until yesterday. Um, <laughs> sorry, day before. Day before. So this is a, a strange... I think it's a movie that passed most people by. It's an animated film um, from 2016. And it's oh, Storks wow. as in the birds delivering the babies. Yeah, the, oh, that okay. sort of Storks. I didn't I know, know I'm meant saying like it with a British thing. Like storks. That you grow like beanstalks. Beanstalks, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, corn yeah, stalks. Storks. Yeah. Storks. Storks. I, I in America. Storks. Storks. Yeah, stork. Not dorks. Storks. Big dopey looking bird. Gotcha. <laughs> bird. That's the one. That's Balance. the one. Now, I think, I think this passed most people by. I think most people don't know this, or maybe it's just me. I don't know. But I, I started watching it on Sunday lunchtime. Just found it out of nowhere. Just just put it on. Um, within about 20 minutes, I ha I've had the 4K disc for, for a while. And I just bought it because it was really cheap one day. And I got about 20 minutes into it. And I stopped watching it and thought, I need to see this in the cinema room. I, just, I can't carry on this way. And I watched the rest of it in there. And it was really, really fun. Oh, and good. actually worth, worth, worth having a look at. It's a straight. It's got Andy Samberg and it is the is the sort of one of the lead characters. All his various sort of people that he works with, um, and it's really fun. And actually, 
with some decent home cinema stuff to it. It looks good because it's a 2016 film. This would have been one of the first, I think it is a Warner's disc. This would have been one of their first 4K discs. So it's got some slightly odd um, picture things happening sometimes. There's almost grain at times. Now, for an animated movie, that would seem odd. So to me, that's a that's a codec issue, I think. But it's okay. fleeting. It's not there for very much. But it's got some really nice audio to it, some decent bass. You know, it's an animated movie, so you've got chase sequences and everything like that. And actually, that's quite a fun one. So again, anyone listening, it'll be dirt cheap now, I'm sure. It, as, a, as a 4K home cinema experience and as a, a fun film, it's it's well worth picking up and having a look at that. Again, I mean, you know, you'll probably enjoy it more than Cabin in the Woods. Um, but it's, uh, it's, it is, it is actually quite fun. And it, you know, again, I know as a 47 year old man talking about an animated movie is, is a bit weird, but it's, it's well worth it. <laughs> I don't see, I don't think it's worth, I, I worth it. Duh. I don't think it's weird for it, for older, like for us to watch animated features. It's like, I, I mean, yeah. I love the Incredibles as, as an mm. adult watching them. Mm-hmm. I, I do admit. I've gotten away from them since my kids got older. But mm-hmm. what's funny is I don't know why, because before I had kids, I loved them. I was going, and I'm, yeah. I'm still, I, I have not matured, Steve. <laughs> it's like, so it's, <laughs> and neither should you. Neither exactly. Should you. <laughs> um, but like before my kids were born was like Pixar was out. We had, mm-hmm. we had the toy stories. We had other, I think mm-hmm. maybe the Incredibles even came out. What year was that? My son was born in 97. Jeez. Thousand and oh, okay, something. Um, but before my kids were taking me to the movies for animated features that they could see, <laughs> I loved them. I the Lion yeah. King, I loved the Lion King, Aladdin. Yeah. I went to see all of those in the theater. Loved all of those movies. But now that I'm older, my kids are are done taking me to the mm. movies for animated stuff. I don't know why I haven't continued and gone back to it mm. i just don't i maybe it's because there's just so much other content and just spitballing here maybe because i took in so many animated features that i didn't want to see because of my children you know like you go and see literally a kid's movie and you're like yeah. oh okay this is a kid oh this is great i love it yeah talking to a five-year-old you're like yeah, this is great. snoring in a corner yeah and it, it kind of changes your view of it whereas before mm-hmm. i only saw the 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 ones that i wanted to see so i i do i honestly i got to get back to it and see that these yeah. good ones so yeah don't don't, uh, don't be shy well worth it that. Yeah. Uh, no. Well, it, like I said, it, dirt, dirt cheap. It won't be very expensive, um, and it's worth it. You know, it's one of those that's actually quite good fun, and there cool. is some fun to be had as an adult, and you know, and kids as well. Um, so there's that one, and then the last one I think for this week, which I'm finally slowly catching up with, is Rings of Power, which I know I'm way behind, but okay. I've just finished episode six with the that ending with the the you know the, yeah. the well spoiler alert you know every, you know stuff. Stuff. And it suddenly goes from not very much happening, but still enjoyable to then yeah. all hell breaking loose in about 10 minutes. It feels like, I think it's probably about half an hour, but and mm-hmm. I, I thought that was great. Yeah. And from a, from a cinema and home cinema perspective, I think the audio is really nice, some nice deep bass there. There was some decent stuff within the confines of streaming. I would say I don't, it doesn't go yes. as deep as the, is the, as, as, as the movies put it that way, or, or actually as controlled as the movies are like the base 
rumbles yes. off. It goes a bit crazy, and and it's not it's oh. not as smooth or as powerful. I didn't think. Right. Um, and again, if you if you guys have already said this, apologies. I didn't listen to it because I didn't want to have it spoiled. So no, no. But it, it's no. So so I I think the bass isn't as controlled or as powerful or or as is is um, persuasive. If it's a funny adjective to use, but for bass, but but it's not it's not got the authority or the punch of the of the of the movies. Right. But the video looked absolutely stunningly good. I thought the 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 video on the, the you know the, the 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 deep reds, the the blacks of the sort of the caverns. You've got the obviously yeah. the explosions and everything else. I thought that looked great, um, and I was really impressed with that. After I think most of that episode is a little bit. It's not quite as demo material as I've seen previously. But yeah. once all of that starts to happen, it's like ooh. You know, I, I I was really, really pleased with that. I yeah. thought that looked great. Um, again, you guys have probably already said this. No, no, no. No, it's, and <laughs> so, you know what? It's, I don't, I, I mean, I repeat stuff in a, an episode of this podcast just because I talk to you and I talk to John. I'm like, it's, I know people w- listen and watch different segments. You know, you have your <laughs> fans that probably just tune in and watch this segment. So that's fine. I, that's the point, you know? Um, yeah. but, um, but yeah, so, it's funny you say all that because your description of base is, mm. is great. It's I love, because I just spent a good portion of my morning today, uh, going over, um, house of the dragon. It mm. dropped on kaleidoscape and John and I are going to be talking okay. about this soon. It dropped like mm. literally midnight after, okay. it, after the season, the whole thing. finale. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I oh, downloaded wow. them all and I a B'd. And I'll talk about this again with John. Um, but it was the um the base is the biggest probably mm. difference that you can see or that you can hear. Um, there's rumbles where that you just didn't have them. But what's funny is, like you said, in in and what I like about Rings of Power and uh, House of the Dragon is they are very, very equal. When you go from one to the other, the quality is very similar, right? Great okay. picture, great sound. You're getting mm-hmm. bass in both of these. And now I'm talking streaming. You're getting mm-hmm. both. You're getting bass and and great picture and everything that you didn't really get in in a lot of other streaming stuff. So you, we felt like this is very close to what physical is, and that's what mm-hmm. you know. With Rings of Power, you jump over to lord of the rings you watch that and there was a a level of clarity that was enhanced when Mm. you go to the the physical um Mm. granted it's not one for one because it's a different movie but you're you're you can see that your your picture is crisper and and more vibrant slightly Mm -hmm. it's just like a film well now that we actually do have that a b and be able to take Mm. the exact same content from streaming at this high level of streaming and go back and forth. There is a difference, but they are getting closer, and it it is mm. really really nice. Um, uh, I'll save the rest for when I talk to John, but it's it <laughs> is really nice. The physical release is nice, but it, it this entire thing is really nice. And then I'm looking I'm, forward I'm to mean, a Rings of Power physical release. Well, we, I mean, let's hope so. I know, I know. Is it was it Todd who's absolutely convinced that it yeah. will that it will get that release? Because of how much they've spent on it and everything else, yeah. I suppose the, the, the other base. thing that, mo- yeah, well, well, quite. And also, I think the other thing I think that might 
um trigger a, a home release hopefully in 4k though that is something that yeah you know well we, jack we ryan is out hope. in 4k with that yes so yeah, hopefully quite. we'll so get the same exact crossed. treatment yeah. yeah well quite because and the other thing is presumably it's going to be at least what two years maybe three before the next series with the amount of cg and everything else they're going to have to do so of course their perfect bridge to that if it is two years is well, next summer you can have the 4K disc. Here it comes. I don't want to wait and dancing that long. and extra. Neither <laughs> do I. But but you can see how if if they're thinking look, this is an unusual show because there are so many effect shots in this. There's yeah. so much work to be done. This can't be turned around in a year with everything else. So we're going to have to give it 18 months, two years, which I assume they must have to. Then then you've got that stopgap is perfect, isn't it? Just to remind you all, we yeah. we are coming out. And here is a year later, here is your stopgap, all singing, all dancing, 4K discs. And yeah. that then makes you, oh, okay, here we come. So hopefully we don't have to wait that long. I suspect I we might. <laughs> I, I hope not, because, I mean, I'd, I'd pick it up straight away. I, there's no, no question. And I would be curious about this particular sequence at the end of Episode 6 yeah. as to how that plays out. I, I suspect much more smoothly with, with more power and control because it just seemed to roll off really quickly. It seemed to to just go naught to a hundred, and it and and the subs were kind of struggling with it a little bit. I think in terms of it just comes out of nowhere. And, and whereas I've been used to the sort of the control of the movies, so yeah. I'll be interested to see how that how that plays out with physical media when when that uh, when that does hit. But but no spoilers because of course I've still got two episodes left. So I yeah. uh, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, how, as a series overall, though, spoiler free, what did you make of it? I assume you finished it. Yeah. So what 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 do you make of it? Is it still still really happy with it? Because yes. I've seen some sniffy reviews the last few days. Well, so you're not going to get just... that from me. Even if it's not that no, sniffy. Oh, quite. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's not people not just hating it, but but you know we've had some broadsheets over here, some big papers of record here mm-hmm. saying can we all now agree that rings of power was a dud, you know, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I'm just thinking, okay, well, I, I tuned out of it at episode five because of, you know, I wanted to go back. See and what I'm I, now going back through. And I think it's great. Exactly. And that, and that's what I would go by is instead of going by the headlines or what people are doing to get clicks or headline, you know, grab your, mm. your views. Um, mm. Just read what it's doing to people. Pe- look at the comments on how many people, and they might not even talk about like rings of power in general or at all. But what they're saying is, is you're seeing a lot more people talking about the Hobbit. You're seeing a lot more people talking about Lord of the Rings. You're seeing a lot more conversations throughout. And now this is, uh, of course, it's through my home theater lens because that's pretty much what what I've cultivated on my Twitter feed and elsewhere. But it's like that's what I'm seeing. But a lot of people are. It's making you go back through the others. And I think that's a good sign. Like you want you when this series ended, you wanted more. And yeah. I, I think a lot of people that's where they're left. So they're going, they're going to go back through like John and I were saying, like, I'm going to finish the Hobbit uh, series. And then mm. that should get me right to the, like the holidays. And I am then going to go back through Lord of the Rings over Christmas break, which I normally do anyways, <laughs> But yeah. I was so excited at the end of the series that I'm like, one, and your conversation, having the conversation with you about The Hobbit, that I was like, all right, I'll give it another try. Like, I've seen them, but I wasn't <laughs> really crazy about them. 
But now, yeah. uh, and it's been a while, now I'm going back mm. through and I, I'm loving them. I'm loving the mm. picture quality. I'm loving the sound and the, and the story. And I'm, I'm pacing it out so that I can mm. just go right back into what I do on my Christmas vacation is just go through Lord of the Rings again. And it's like, cause I said, when I was talking with uh, Jeff from HD report, when he was on and I was like watching like uh, return of the King, I was like, I, I had this Christmas vibe. I, I was feeling like it was Christmas time because this is when I normally watch these. And I was like, I, I'm a little dis. I, I said to him, I'm a little disappointed. I'm probably, I'm not going to watch them this year. And I'm like, Nope. By the end of rings of power. I'm like, no, I'm watching them again. I'm watching them again because there's a lot of information there hmm. that you can get from the movies that you might not have paid attention to before, but now it's hmm. very poignant to the show. And, and I think that's, what's yeah. fun, you know, makes that, that whole yeah. shared universe that, type thing. And you're knowing what everything is going on. And hmm. that's, what's fun to me. Well, bear in mind, I haven't seen the last two episodes of rings of power yet, yeah. but when they're talking about Numenor, when I was seeing that, then watching the movies, you're like, okay, right, all right, now I know yeah. where, where that is and and why that's a waypoint because that's the end of Return of the King, isn't it? Why there's now a waypoint to the to the you know the the, the crossover yeah. lands, whatever they are. Um, oh, I can't think of it. I do know the name, and I've forgotten it. Um, and so you know, it, 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 there are definitely things. There are there are things through it that now make more the the, the, the Southlands, which isn't really mentioned in the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah. But now you realise that that's where the, the men come from, and the kings come from there, and the line of kings. So all that stuff makes more sense now, doesn't it? So yeah, yeah. I I, I think that I think the story's great. I, I'm surprised that there's been any kind of backlash. Maybe are not you though? Like that, but. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's just it, it, there was no, well, I suppose there was with the Hobbit, wasn't there? A lot of people, yeah. you know, really There's sort of backlash to on the everything, Steve. There's <laughs> backlash a, to backlashes. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we're doing right now. Backlash yeah. to the backlash. But I mean, I, I I've seen I've actually seen reviews. We'll talk about it more mm. next week when Top Gun Maverick is released. <laughs> I've seen negative reviews for that, and there yeah, I wouldn't so consider I them one. negative. Mm. But they're just, it's not what you think it is type review. Not mm. as great as everybody's saying. Really? <laughs> really? Yeah. And I, I'm like, <laughs> I don't see it. I don't understand it. Maybe they're seeing it on a really bad delivery system. Uh, no, <laughs> one of them's got a really good delivery system and he's, he actually downgraded it. I won't mention who it was. Everybody listening knows who I'm talking about. He actually... Yeah rated it high and then when he got the 4k disc he watched it on kaleidoscape very very popular youtuber um and then he downgraded it after and he's like and it's very he said it's very close to the uh the kaleidoscape version he's like mm -hmm. so it wasn't a matter of it's not as good he's just like mm -hmm. oh on second thought i just don't think this is that good as audio the, the experience Okay. Oh, right. oh, yes. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I, and I, we'll I, find out. But I, and I'm like, I, and I respect his opinion. But what mm. I'm finding is like the more and more people I'm talking to, that reviewers that I also respect their opinion, they're saying they're th they're seeing it like I'm seeing it. So I'm like, mm. where is that one coming from? Where are these? Oh, or I should say few coming from. I've seen a couple mm. others that I don't really respect, so I just didn't pay attention. But then you see one that you respect, and you're like, wait a minute. Where is that coming from? So, I don't know. I'm going to talk about We're going to yeah. have a big week for that next week. Uh, 
Todd Anderson's coming in. I'll talk about what I just, I probably talked about it with John earlier too, but Todd Anderson's coming in. Um, and we're doing a whole breakdown spoiler free, then going into spoilers of Top Gun Maverick and everything next week. So, <laughs> well, hopefully this time next week I will have it because it's out here on Monday. So, uh, yes, Ooh. we should, uh, we should have it, which nicely segues in. I'm you're getting so smooth at this, so at this. to new arrivals today. There you go. Look at <laughs> so that. So I have had one. Now I want to know what you think of it because I don't know if you've seen it yet. Okay. Maybe we can do it. So Bullet Train arrived today. I still so haven't just, seen it. I got you still haven't seen it. No, because <laughs> I I, I want to see it. I mean it I think it re- released well, it releases this Tomorrow, week here yeah. as well. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. It, yeah, because we announced it last week. I still haven't seen it yet because this is this is what happens when you plan to watch it with somebody. Now you're stuck to the both of your schedules, right? And yes. it's like me and yeah, my son, yeah. we're going to watch it together. And I think I'm going to have to just be like, I got to do it. I got to watch it because it is good. I know that for a fact. Everybody mm. has said it's a lot of fun and a good home theater experience. So, but. Well, it's uh, not only am I looking forward to the film, but I happen to know that Brad Pitt's a nice guy in real life because I've met him. And he's a very decent guy. Really? So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I met him in London at a premiere. Can you get him on uh, the show? Did, yeah, no, I don't know him that well. <laughs> I met oh. him in London at, a, at the premiere of Beowulf. Can you remember Beowulf? Yeah. The, the Ray Winston film, the Robert yeah. Zemeckis film. I was at the premiere in London. Um, just by mistake, we were visiting London, and uh, and we we realized that this premiere was on. And uh, and he turned up with Angelina Jolie, because, of course, she starred in that yeah. along with Ray Winston and stuff. Um, and Brad Pitt was there, and he didn't have to do anything or say anything. He was He was off duty. He was only right. there as her partner, and he came straight over, and he was absolutely lovely. And uh, my uh, my my girlfriend then at the time was just 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 grabbed hold of his arm and couldn't let him go. Oh no! <laughs> and she was squealing. I think he gets and, and he, that a lot. <laughs> I suspect he does. But he was such a nice guy, really friendly, really down to earth. He didn't have to say hello to us, you know. But he was really really nice. So um, so I'm always chuffed when I see one of his films. I always think it's you know it's good to see. Um, because he, you know, whatever other stuff might be going on in his life. And I don't think Angelina Jolie says he's a nice guy now, but, um, but I, uh, I, uh, I, I, yeah, I thought he was great. And this does look good. I missed it in the cinemas. It passed me by completely. It's one of those. I thought if I'm going to see it, I'll see it at home. And yeah. it's a Sony disc. So we have come to expect great yeah. things from Sony. Um, and it's Atmos. It's, it's Dolby Vision. Not that I'm not fussed that fussed about Dolby Vision, but it's it's all the the you know all singing and dancing, so it should be very nice indeed. And I am really looking forward to watching it. But it you know it's still a part of other stuff to see as well, so I'll get I to know. it eventually because I still haven't seen the Hans Zimmer thing. I still have not oh, got to to that. I, I saw it again. Did you watch? <laughs> I'm going to be I'm going to be talking about that with John as well. My wife and I were t- saw it and uh, and again talk about it with john but uh yeah i told i i told my wife i'm like you're gonna get shawshanked and she looks at me and goes could you tell me what the hell that means (laughs) 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 i was like oh okay so i explained it to her but but yeah Yeah. uh, han zimmer though it's yeah make sure you have the time i think to watch Mm. it it's it's not a horror it's not scary it's nothing like that but you're (laughs) It, there's emotion. I I found myself getting emotional again mm. because it's the artistry, really, mm. it, it, of the entire sitting there and and watching them perform 
right? Watching the orchestra mm. perform, watching all the different instruments, listening, hearing the different instruments, the way they, the way they mix this in Atmos for your room and the way some, mm. there, there's some segments where the drums, like, you know, if you're sitting at the drums and you go, and they go, they, you go mm. around your drum set. Well, that sound goes around your room a couple of times and you're like, it, it's just a lot of fun. So Hmm. there's visuals um it's just a lot a lot of fun but the artistic Hmm. side of it is like my wife and i just kept saying and we couldn't hear each other we're listening to it at reference and we have to leave lean over and i'm like how do you write this right yeah there's so many Mm -hmm. instruments and i just i found myself like getting choked up watching these people watching and and then like the artistry of putting it all together but then each each instrument is played by an artist and it's all of these mm. artists coming together to do this and then it's in and then it's part of all the movies we love right and it's like all yeah. these great movies and you're like oh it oh my god it's just it's a, and the home theater side of it it's it's an amazing disc it's an amazing disc i I've, I've, I've got to get around to it i'm just going to have to wait for my tuxedo to get back from the cleaners <laughs> and then i'll be uh, and then I'll be finding my cocktail glass, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, and you just I just can't I'm, sit in there with popcorn. <laughs> no, no, this is not a popcorn movie. This is a highfalutin, you know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the nachos need to have a little ring of pearls around them. You know, it's it, it's got to be done. You know, you've got to. <laughs> ring of pearls. You've really got to, cloth you've got to ram the place up. You got to use cloth yeah, oh, napkins, oh, of course. right? Yes. Yeah, of course. 100%. Hundred percent, of course. Yeah, but <laughs> the chocolate's I, got to be from Switzerland. You know, it's 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 exactly. where it's got to be. Yeah, not Hershey, <laughs> Pennsylvania. <laughs> no, no, indeed. Uh, so, but I do, so no, I need to see that. I do yeah, need yeah. to see. It. And I do love that. In and again, and I said it before. It's this came up because John watched it, but it's been on the podcast before. Listeners have mentioned mm. it. I've seen it. I've mentioned it, um, but not with the the. The, the description and everything that John and I have done. And now you're, you're getting it. And then seeing all these people that are buying it, it's like out of nowhere. Right. Cause two months ago, nobody was talking. And now like, obviously it's all our listeners. Like I got to get that. Mm. I got to get that. I mean, and it, that's that to me is this awesome. It's so much fun to see. Cause that's one of those things that you're like, well, that had to be from us. Right. And then I'll, I've seen other mm. people buying it and talking about it only because it's the, because this person told this person and this one, and they, they don't, they're, they're not listeners of this podcast, but they're friends of other people of the podcast. So you see that trickle down effect and you're like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> you re- you realize that there was a John Williams um, yes. disc as well, don't you? That's the live in Vienna. Yes. I think it is. He did a Vienna one. Now that's another one that I need to get. Yeah. It's out here. It's out on Amazon here. And it will be there as well. Um, and one of my followers on Twitter, who's a um, a projectionist, um, and he's very much into his music and he's been talking about that and said, it's absolutely stunning. Yeah. And I need to get that as well. I think I got delayed on that because Apple music, when they released their spatial audio, the, there is a John Williams album on that. Yeah. And so I was able to listen to the rate, the, the Raiders March, the, the, yeah. the obviously Jurassic park theme and all that. And having heard that in Atmos, which is just amazing, Isn't it? Uh, meant that I didn't then feel the need to then rush out and buy this disc, but I, I do need to get it. Um, and like the Hans and one, you can get it with the accompanying CD and all that. Not that we would right. watch it that way, but we'll listen to it that way. But, um, but yeah, so you can get it. So that might be an interesting one to, 
to pick up and, and have a little look at as well or listen to. Yeah. Is that on Kaleidoscape as well? Oh, yeah. Because I know Hans Zimmer is. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that would be worth worth looking at. Um Because yeah. some of that stuff, I mean, the Superman oh. stuff. and You know and what I realized yesterday is mm. it's the old, like with uh, the Dark Knight trilogy, Interstellar, um, these movies. Gladiator and... The, yeah, yeah. These are the, this is the only place you can hear the Hans Zimmer score in Atmos. Mm, yep, because mm-hmm. he he doesn't um, five point one. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, all yeah. yeah Chris Nolan. All, yeah, yeah, Christopher yeah. Nolan's all five point one. So it's like <laughs> you want to hear these in in Atmos, you've got to do it, hear it here. It's like you know, so. it's really awkward though trying to time it to the film. You know, just just as that <laughs> bit comes on in the film, you t- t- turn that sound out and put it on on your other one. Yeah, <laughs> just turn it, it on, it, run it at the same time. But what is fun is I did jump back last time I watched it, jump back and watch Dark Knight, especially after hearing it on Hans Zimmer and you go to the opening of Dark Knight and it's more, believe it or not, it's more dynamic in the movie because they're emphasizing different parts of the bass notes and the stuff. Mm -hmm. But on that one in particular, I said to my wife, I'm like, I need you. She, she played the violin growing up and, Mm. um, I want you to see this piece from the dark night because the, that sound that they use, that's at the beginning of the movie though. It's like a really high pitched consistent. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a violin, isn't it? Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's a couple of them, but what's amazing is when you see it being performed, that it's the bow going back and forth, but you can't tell the bow, like when it changes direction. Like if I played the, you know, the violin, you'd hear, this is like a consistent sound and they're go they're pushing and pulling back and forth. And it's just, it's amazing. And and my wife's like, yeah, that is really hard to do. And she was watching them do it. And she's like, yeah. And as soon as they change the direction, she's like, yeah, you see it's, it, it's like, how do you do that? How it's awesome. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. Oh, well, I am looking forward to it, but I will get the John Williams one as well. I need to, I need yeah. to get that. I, uh, I mean, that's some of the, the best music that there, you know, has ever been made yeah. uh, or produced. So I, I've got to get around to it. But yeah, so the Hans Zimmer one and Bullet Train, I will put in there somewhere. But, uh, but yeah, it's just so much stuff at the moment, oh, so yeah. much. Which brings us on to next week's releases then. All um, right, which moves us ever forward. So obviously, Top Gun, yes, is on oh. Monday. Now, to you, you must be thinking, is this Top Gun three? By now, because you've had two for so long, you must just think. <laughs> no, oh, I'm psyched. Oh, oh. I am so excited to get this going again. <laughs> uh, like I said, Todd and I are recording a whole mm. piece for this. A whole, I don't know how many hours it's going to be. Um, the two <laughs> of us, we've been waiting for this. Uh, him and I have been talking about it a couple of years since the first time he was on. Um, mm. We were because Top Gun was Maverick was supposed to have been out two years ago, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. So, yeah, yeah. 2019, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, no, it must have been 2020 because that's obviously when when COVID Correct. hit. So it must right, have right, been right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Start of 20, 2020. Oh, the the summer of 2020. 2019. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there we yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, COVID 19 happened like in December or uh, yeah. in the fall, and then January, we were all yeah, sh- the shutdown. Everything's happened in 20 in the in the spring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it was supposed to be like Memorial Day weekend of mm. 2020, and obviously we're here mm. today. And yeah, but we've been, Todd and I have been like, every, almost every time he's on, we're like, oh, oh, can't wait to see it. Can't wait to do it. You know, it's, you know, we even uh, talked about Iron Eagle once because we were so desperate for a movie with planes. 
<laughs> yeah, I, that's a film I I've seen that several times back in the eighties, not around its release, and yet I I can I, all I remember is Louis, Louis Gossett Jr. in it, yeah, and I can remember that it had planes yeah. and and kids learning to fly, and that's all I can remember about that yeah. film. But I remember loving it at the time. The first, but I I'm yeah. sure. It's oh, I loved now. it at the time. <laughs> uh, the first time Todd was on, I think that's how. And like the first time he was on, we just met each other. Um, and I made a joke to him. I was like, it was something about Iron Eagle, but I, we hadn't mentioned Iron Eagle yet, but he grew up, <laughs> he's an air force brat, I believe. And mm. he, he, so he traveled around like the people in Iron Eagle. And I was like, so let me, and he was explaining that. Right. And I said, so let me ask you this. And I, I asked something like, so the way they planned that mission in, uh, that's not really what happens like the, the the mission in iron eagle and he heard iron eagle and his his eyes went like this like i don't think we videoed this so it's only an audio only podcast but he just looked at me and he just went and then he just burst out laughing and it was so <laughs> and ever since i was like yeah you're iron eagle you know but it's we've been talking about this for a long time Mm. Uh, home theater fans have been talking about this movie since before mm. it was out, so it's going to be a big uh, week next week. Like, I'm excited yeah, for it. Like... I'm not like mm. like I, I I've been excited for this release just to be able to talk about it more and have people talk about mm. it more, you know. And it's like I'm like yeah. you can only say so much. Like I've seen it and it's fantastic. What the, I can't wait <laughs> for next week. What What seems weird for me is when we were first properly talking about it, you and I was I was in Spain because we were yeah. talking about the flight back. And yet that feels like, I mean, it was months ago, but it feels like months and months and months and months and months ago. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's so strange, isn't it? This, this length of time, particularly in this case, between the Kaleidoscape release and then the physical, it yeah. just seems such a long time. It feels like a different, I mean, it was literally a different season when we were talking about it yeah. last. So it was from the summer to the fall. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm really looking forward to that. It's going to be great. Um, and I, I, I'm not not. But clearly, can can I think of a new Paramount release that's been anything other than really good? Yeah. So I, I I've got faith in them that you know the, the the Mission Impossible ones they've done very good. Faith in Cruz as well, who you know he's such a control freak. I'd be very surprised if he hasn't you know okayed this disc himself. You know, forget uh, forget uh, the you know the director. Uh, yeah. I'm sure that uh, before it went anywhere, he had to listen to it himself as well. Um, so yeah, I'm expecting big things. Um, so that's that one, and then we also get Screen Two finally next week which I thought we were going to get earlier, but actually finally comes out here on Monday. Okay. Um, and I, I actually really like that film as well. I, yeah. I, I think I like that as much as the first one. Um, so we get that on Halloween. So we'll get to see that. And then from November, then of course it all goes back to normal movies and you can breathe a sigh of relief oh. for uh, ready for next year. <laughs> I did buy, I have Scream 2 and 4k. I got that on Kaleidoscape. Mm -hmm. I've got the entire series on Kaleidoscape. Um, mm -hmm. What three and four are, are only in HD but I have the other one, but yeah, I'm the, I'm with yeah. you. One and two were really mm. good. Saw those mm. in the theater. I've seen them probably each a couple of times at home. Um, the three, three and four saw in the theaters. I don't know if I really followed along at home. Um, yeah, I haven't seen the latest. Okay. I so own it. I've owned it for mm. a year. I've owned it since it came out last <laughs> year. And, uh, and I, and I, January, bought it. January came out yeah. January. Um, mm. I bought it on Kaleidoscape when it, when I got that. So I've owned it 
And uh, yeah, I haven't. I think that's what I was doing. I was waiting to watch it in October, and I just still haven't gotten to it yet. Uh, I was actually when my wife and I were going to watch. Um, we were going to watch it the other day, and instead we watched hmm. Poltergeist. It's it's so. it is decent. I I like the, the new, new one. one. I yeah yeah. I one and two I love. Three and four I don't. Um, yeah. and then this one is is yeah is decent. It's a nice little reinvention of it. It's quite clever, but. You do have to at least have a working knowledge of three and four right. to get what the new one is doing. They're not; it's not a reboot, it's not a remake. It's it very much a. Again, there is a through line through them, right. but I don't like three and four. I don't own three and four. I've never bought them. I never enjoyed them. So you know, so one and two are fine. But I've seen them and I know enough to then yeah, get the new that's... one. But the new ones is decent. It's it's good. Um, and of course, the next one's out in January or February, isn't it? February. I think. Um, oh, okay. so they're, you know, there's another one coming. Yeah. They've, they've, they finished it. They finished shooting it, um, a couple of months back. So that comes out in February. So it's worth, yeah, worth seeing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, I, again, I like, I like the screen movies one and two anyway. Um, so yeah, it'd be nice to finally see that. Um, but yeah, so once October's over, then you can finally see only the brave, um, and can finally mm-hmm. see the, you're right. Of course, if you're doing, if you're doing Top Gun, I'm telling you now it is worth seeing this film. There's a lead into it. I'll be. I. I it's not a horror. That's so we're off to the races straight away. <laughs> but it's also something that that, that what, having seen Maverick as many times as you have, uh, probably more time than Tom Cruise um, and the director mm. put together. <laughs> you, you. I think you'll get a lot from this film, not just the story, but you'll see where the director, from an artistic point of view, right. is 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 learning his craft, ready for Maverick. There's so many things in here that look like this is a director finding his feet yeah. ready for the for the next thing. Now, that might be nonsense. When you watch it, you might think, what the bloody hell is Steve talking about? But I I but I do think genuinely, as I was watching it, I was thinking, oh, okay, yeah, I I'd see that shot. That's a that's that's him moving towards this and all the rest of it. So I I'd really give it a go. Give it a go all when right. you get time. Yeah, yeah. Um but I, you know, when you can fit it in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna start praying for a bit more rain for the east coast. Clearly, yep. <laughs> <laughs> give you a bit yeah. more time, then you'll have no excuse. <laughs> exactly. Like, um, snowed in. Watch these movies. Okay. Yes. Yeah. 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 Although you can still work in the snow. It's the rain you can't work in, isn't it? Mm, no, I can't work when it's snowing. Not snowing no? out. I mean, oh, if there's snow, snow, snow. Oh, on the ground, I can. I still work. Yeah. Yes. But yeah. if it's snowing, <laughs> it's just like rain. I uh. can't work. So the only way to do it is to, when there's snow on the ground, get outside with some big fans. So Jen will think it's snowing. And then you can just, well, look, I can't yeah. go to work. That, if it's windy enough <laughs> and it's dry snow on the ground, I can't work because it'll blow it around and I can't. So oh, same thing. Course. Same thing. It's very finicky <laughs> what it's I do. the only so. way. Yeah, oh, exactly. Fair enough. So. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so that's it for our new releases next week. That's all we get. But Top Gun is big enough for everybody. Yeah. So that'll be all right. I mean, they're going to make some serious money on that when that comes out. Um, you know, oh, I mean, yeah. that, that's, that's the sort of film that's going to be number one right up till Christmas, if not beyond, um, yeah. you know, every, everybody in their cat, I'm sure will be buying that. Um, it'll be interesting to see what the split is with that between 4k and Blu-ray and DVD. Cause I, I surely most people are not buying that on DVD, but you know, well, we'll, we'll see, I suppose. Well, yeah. I but, don't know. Um, I don't know. We'll see. It, it, it is a good point. That'll be interesting to see. Um, I, I'm obviously I'll get, I'm getting 
I can't remember which one I ordered. I think I ordered the big box set for it. And so whenever that okay. comes in, I'll be comparing it. Um, but from mm. everything I've heard, it's I, pretty much identical to, to the Kaleidoscape. So, yeah, well, um, it should be, shouldn't it? It should be. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, but, I, I, I mean, I am looking forward to it. It's going to be great. I mean, yeah. I, like I said to you, I, when I got back from Spain, having bought the digital copy while I was over there, and I was really keen to get that on the, you know, in in the cinema room. Um, yeah. And, and I was immediately struck by the lack of bass compared to what I had been expecting and and had been, you know, watching with other stuff. Um, so to get this with this, the, you know, the first bass note, as you said, as soon as Top Gun comes up, you know, oh. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, and then to finally, because I haven't watched it all the way through since I've been back, because I've been waiting. I just thought, no, I don't want to see it an anemic version. I want to see it properly. And I've watched a few little clips on the iPad and stuff, but I, you know, I haven't right. watched it all the way through. And so now it's, you know, oh. go time and, uh, and, you know, really give it some and, and see what happens and, uh, and try not to fracture the, uh, the, the, the foundations of the, of the house. Um, yes, we'll yeah. see. It's got, it's, a, it's be got fun. a concrete base, but. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be, uh, you know, uh, it, it's great. It, it, it really yeah. is. It's, um, I mean, the base isn't like Lucy, but it doesn't need to be. Mm. It's, it's like, no, 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 no. yeah. Right. Mm. It's just, it's punctual, right? It's precise. Yeah. You want, it's exactly all of that. That's what you want. Yeah. yeah. You want, you want force, but you want it controlled again. Exactly. You don't want it just going bananas because then it takes you out of the film. Right. Certain bass notes are oh. so deep. That you're just like, well, again, it's the opening of Edge of Tomorrow, isn't it? It's yes, so very it's much just so, rattling. Yeah. It's not controlled. And and then that can take you out of the film, which is not what they want to do. So yeah, no. powerful but controlled. And Paramount are good at that. I I I you know, I think Sony sometimes with like Monster Hunter and stuff like that gets on occasions just goes right. bananas. Whereas I think Paramount generally their discs are strong and, and muscular base, but not yeah. you know, make the ceiling Sonic fall too. in base. Sonic yeah, 2. Do you know what? I still haven't I still haven't watched yeah. it. I've got it. I haven't seen it. I, yeah, not not at home. I saw it in the cinema. Yeah. Um, That's got some so great I, overhead stuff mm, that uh, Mike Schramm mm-hmm. pointed out on Twitter back mm. when it first dropped. Um I, I I saw obviously I watched that scene. Um but uh-huh. the bass in that movie too is just mm. really really good and it's very like you said very controlled, very precise mm. to exactly where you want it to be and and mm. the feel that you get. Um, and it, it was an, obviously another Paramount film. So you're like, mm. I, I think, uh, Top Gun came out a few weeks after that one did on mm. Kaleidoscape. And I'm like, it's like almost identical. Like, uh, like the idea, the feel, the everything mm. that it's just really, really good. So oh, I'm looking uh, forward to it. Is this, uh, this isn't Mike, uh, love and thunder shram. This is Mike, um, nope. box cuddling shram. <laughs> box cuddling. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know that's a, and and rocking the sweatshirt. I was like, "Oh yeah. my god, yeah, exactly." <laughs> my wife was scrolling past that. Um, <laughs> wicked funny. She's like, I, "She and she says," and I said, "There's no way." She was scrolling past that picture on Twitter, and because I had liked it, it showed up in her feed. She uh-huh. thought it was me, and I'm like, <laughs> "I go, that doesn't Mike doesn't," and she goes, "Nope." He's got like if you scroll past it, she goes I, like just quickly. I thought it was you, and you bought more speakers, and I was like, well, I guess I definitely do that. But it, it, and she goes, it was the sweatshirt. He's got that big smile, which you have, and it's like I'm like, okay, I'm like, so, but yeah, my wife was like, huh, pretty funny. 
But yeah, it, and I loved the idea you saw I put out on Twitter. I didn't know who took the picture, but I'm like, yes, you know that whoever, like, you got to take, like, I'm picturing the entire thing. And I, I had talked about this with John earlier too, but um, yeah. because it was a great thing, but it was so funny. And, and what's funny is he didn't tag me. It, yeah, he quite, just put yeah. it out there, right? So <laughs> I, I'm, part of me is just imagining like he's got his stuff out and he just was like, or the, he saw the delivery. And he was like, oh, I got to go put on my sweatshirt and then I'll take a picture. Right. But he didn't tag me. So now I'm wondering, was he just wearing it anyways and walking around? And then he's like, oh, delivery, take my picture. And then he just put it out there. SVS tagged me and told me that's how I saw it because I hadn't. And that the other thing is I had (coughs) I was out that night. That was Saturday Mm. and I was chaperoning Mm. a dance. So I was like. I was all like in business mode. So I wasn't paying attention. I saw all this stuff at like midnight and I'm like, what the heck is going on here? <laughs> so that yeah, was great. Good job. Yeah. Good job. It's definitely changed his nickname now then. Yeah. Box, box cuddler Shram is the only box uh, cuddler. The Shram. Only... <laughs> <laughs> I Give still like love and thunder. Cause you got to go back to that story. <laughs> why he's called love and thunder. <laughs> yeah. like... By the way, did he ever resolve his, his seating issue? Because he sent his seats back, didn't he? He he he, he sent them. Yeah. Um, I mean, spent an absolute fortune on them. He then sent them back, mm-hmm. uh, and as I recall, he sent them back neater than when he had them delivered. Yeah, he actually boxed them up tidier than when they when they. Got yeah, and I give him a lot of credit for that. Uh, he didn't mm. say much about it. We talked about it briefly here, uh, but he didn't say mm. much about it. Um, I give him a lot of credit. Mm. Like a lot of people would do stuff, and they'd just, you know, after what he went through. Um, first world problems of course but after mm. what he went through the excitement of anticipation of getting them and then getting them and being like just really let Not down right. and like he yeah. didn't go out and bash the company he just you know he just took it Got as it, a I, I talked to him after the fact and he you know briefly but he was like hey it happens and he's mm. you know instead of bashing the company or anything like that he just uh, went about his business and you know took it as a learning experience so I, you know, when yeah. a lot of people well, these uh, days love to just get out there and just bash, bash, bash. And you're like, it's just, it's just you, 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 you could really damage mm. a company just for nothing. Cause well, yeah, yeah. You know. Well, quite. I mean, it's, it was interesting though. I mean, I, I, I you know, I, I cinema seating is cinema seating, you know, when you've got it, 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 it's great stuff. So I can, I can understand the, 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 the why you'd want to get them. But yeah. then it's a it's a surprise when you're then like, oh, it's not not what I want. But then it's all about your room, isn't it? It's all about what you want to do in your room. Do you want to just have a you in the screen and you're focusing on that and that's what you want to do, which you and I do in, in our in our cinemas. Right. And but Mike's is more multi format, isn't it? It's more I want to go in there and chill, I want to lie out, I wanna I wanna go on the computer, I wanna do this, that and the other. Right, right, right. Whereas so it's all about what you want it for. And 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 so yeah, I, I can see how it might not be what you want if that's not you, the purpose, if the purpose isn't just you and the screen and, and, and right. nothing in between, and I, I get that that would be suddenly I'm sat upright and I'm, you know, I, I've got a firm yeah. back, you know, chair and it's a leather chair and I'm, you know, and I'm doing that. If, if you are in there to lounge about, it's not going to work, is it? Exactly. So I, I get that. I get yep. that. But uh, yeah, never mind. So now at least he's back on good form and he's got yeah. boxes to come. Oh, he's enjoying so his room. He's got speakers. He's upgrading left and right. He's having a ball. <laughs> So yeah, quite yeah. literally upgraded the left and right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I said. <laughs> Didn't mean it, but that's uh, what I said. Yeah, well, so there you go. Look, I said I, I, yeah. I knew, I knew exactly. <laughs> all right, is that all Alrighty. we have? 
Yeah, I think that's it. Right. it. It gets a shorter week, so we've got shorter everything. Week. And uh, yeah, it's just it's uh, you know the Monday, not the not the normal Wednesday or Thursday. So it's all good. Yeah, <laughs> I think we're gonna have to schedule next week's with Top Gun. I would love to record that mm. after you've seen it. So we'll we'll have to mm-hmm. work on that one. Um, but, yeah, yeah, well, you'll probably be able to hear it from where you are. You know, it's um, it's going to be at a certain level. Probably not, because um, it'll be playing here. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, there'll be there'll be some sort of Richter scale uh, oh. record of it. That, oh you yeah, know, this is the I day expect Top Gun the tides on my side of the pond will be higher with the the, <laughs> yeah. the sound waves pushing the water my way. <laughs> See, huh? it could be it ripple could be. and vice versa. Yeah, exactly. But there's more of you guys, so you'll be, you know, it'll True. be coming our way. We'll we'll just get tsunamis crossing there the Atlantic. There we go. But we'll oh. away. It's all Tom Cruise's fault. Yep. I think he'll <laughs> all take right, it. Buddy. All right. Yeah, Thanks, will. buddy. We'll talk <laughs> right, again all the best. next Have week. A good week. Can't wait. Yeah, we'll do. All the best. Bye-bye. And we're back. <laughs> Did you forget? Well, no, I, I, I always now think you're playing a sounder or something because I can't hear anything. So I'm looking at your face trying to get a cue on if I should talk now. I, yeah, no, I'm just waiting. <laughs> so, I was like, are we ready? And you're like, yep. Yeah. And we're back. And you waited. I was like, and you were staring at me like, did he freeze? I can't remember where all the sounders are anymore. Yeah. So I was like, do we have a sounder <sighs> here? Uh, <laughs> nope. Um, all right. Yeah, we are back. Thank you, Steve. What a great conversation. Actually, I already had this one. So now, I mean, it. there will be. So you don't need future DJ to make nope. any corrections. No, nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am not going to be in. Who am I kidding? I probably am going to be inaccurate with what I said with Steve. <laughs> like, yeah. I can't remember anything. <laughs> but on my flight back, John, I, I picked up another disc to give away. All right. What do you think of that? Huh? Look at I that. I think that's awesome. Yeah. So. Uh, if you would like Star Trek Two: Wrath of Khan 4K, Khan, Khan, uh, <laughs> DM or email me, uh, DM me or email me. Donated by Nelson. Thank you very much. That's another one of Nelson's that would donate it. Uh, he'd already don't. We'd already given away Star Trek Undiscovered Country, so now we yep. have Wrath of Khan, and he still has four more, three more to go that he's donated. So, all right. Uh, and we have one more to give away later in the show. So digital copy. Uh, so, all right. You ready to get to, uh, 4k releases for this week? And I know this is supposed to be, we were supposed to fly through the show, but oh, well, yeah. John, here we go. We'll try to make this quick. Top Gun Maverick coming out Monday. Need it, need it, got it, need it, got it. <laughs> yeah. Monday. <laughs> yeah. 10 31. How many dads are not going trick or treating with their kids this year? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Here, I got to watch Top Gun. Here's a box of candy. I'll trade you. You just go sit down and eat the candy. I'm right. going to go break the foundation. <laughs> uh, Need I read Ralph again? The problem is I can't turn my light off and pretend I'm not home if my whole house is shaking, shaking. from the outside. <laughs> Send help. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know. I mean, but yeah, Top Gun Maverick releasing a day early. Uh, the box set, there is a box set coming in uh, December. I saw like a steel book set that looked awesome. I got it. I ordered it. Oh, did you? Yeah. it's Yeah, I ordered it. It's my Christmas present. <laughs> 
Because you you bought it on iTunes and you bought it on Kaleidoscape. No, and I have the 4K. And I have the 4K disc coming on Monday. Oh, do you? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm not waiting for the Steelbook collection set to compare the. the, the, And it's got extras in it. Oh, my God. Oh, (laughs) love it. You could bloodshot this thing. But, oh, yeah, I've bloodshotted that. Yeah, if it can, yeah, absolutely. Is there a, actually, uh, did you buy the voodoo stream too? That's what I was so just going to say. I'm like, no, yeah. I didn't. Yeah, that's good that you remembered that though. Yeah, I owed, yeah. I ordered how many versions of that, but that one actually saved me because I bought it on voodoo, but that also gave me the digital. I, I bought the physical through voodoo. Oh, and they, okay. and they give you the digital right away. So that worked out with bloodshot. But yeah, so Top Gun Maverick, big. Big release. Uh, but here's what else. <laughs> here's what else is coming. Here's what else is coming. Because the next day is November, John. So yes. Halloween November is 1. over. We are done with day. spookies. And we'll get to that in the next segment. We are we done will. with the spookies. So we're moving on to Christmas Vacation in 4K. Okay. That's coming out on Tuesday, November 1st. Schwarzenegger, The Running Man. What a great Christmas movie, right? Fantastic. Yeah. Dropping. Right up there with Die Hard. Right up Rambo. there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was it? It is. Those are Christmas movies. You loved that the other day when I told I you. I do. <laughs> uh, what, oh, man. Yeah, this show's already going long enough, but you sent me that. What Did you not know I had that book? No. I saw it on, on uh, Facebook. It was like advertising for Christmas yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I sent it to you as a joke. <laughs> yeah, then, of course. You sent me back your display, and I was like, "Of course, you have this book." Or... Of course, I have the Christmas story book. The, the and it, the, a very diehard Christmas, Christmas or whatever it book. Was. Yeah, that goes yeah. on the coffee table every as soon as we get the deck. I think it's in the box with the tree. It's a coffee table book. <laughs> yeah, it, go, it sits as a uh, coffee table it's book at Christmas time. Tree. That's yeah, awesome. so as soon as we open the tree, it sits. It goes right on the coffee table. Um. <laughs> Also, well, we have, like I said, Running Man. We also have A Christmas Story coming out in 4K to go along yeah. with the sequel that's coming soon. Yeah. Uh, so if I haven't seen that movie enough times, I can yeah. get a 4K disc. Uh, Elf coming out in 4K. You sense yeah. in the theme? And I, I am. It, 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 another great Christmas movie, Starship Troopers. Twenty fifth anniversary. These are the ones that are like yeah. sneaking in. Like you couldn't have waited a week because I got the theme so far. Piranha also great. That's a Christ- great Christmas movie. Four K. Yeah. So we're getting uh, Starship Troopers twenty fifth anniversary. Uh, Piranha four K. John, are you in the mood for love? Always. Okay, that's coming out in four K. In the mood. For in love. the mood for love coming out in four K. That one. Yeah, I, I'm not familiar with that one either. Let me pull up the information on this one. Um, in the mood for love. All the other ones, I know. They're all Christmas. I don't know if this is a November yeah. uh, 1st. Let's see here now. In the mood for love from 2000. No. Yeah. All right. Um, we have the Christmas specials collection in 4K. It's got Rudolph, Frosty, um, Actually, got all, the three holiday favorites, and uh, I believe that one is Santa Claus is coming to town. So you can get the three movie collection, uh, 
Also, you can get the two-movie collection of the aforementioned Top Gun. Yes. So you can you can buy that. That comes out the next day. So if you don't want if you don't already own Top Gun and you feel like waiting a day for Maverick, you can buy them both and save yourself a couple bucks. I, uh, disappointing to you very much, I know, John, but I did not buy this version. You did not. No, okay. I did not. That's where I saved a few <laughs> bucks. Okay. But for now. For now. <laughs> until somebody tells me there's a there's yeah. like a leaflet in there or something. Yeah, there's something. <laughs> um Tom Hanks and the Polar Express in 4K. Also, uh Holiday Inn, Bing Crosby, Irvin Berlin, and Fred Astaire. Also in 4K coming. Uh and the other two great Christmas classics. How do we forget these? The Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2. Seems like those are going to be, those are late. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what happened? Yeah, <laughs> seems like those are like late. like you were a day late and a dollar short. What happened yeah. there? Uh, then you can also buy Rudolph. Well, early for next year. So. Yeah, exactly. You can also buy um, Rudolph, uh, Santa Claus to come in town, and Frosty the Snowman separately. Separately separately but why bother honestly we we whizzed kind of through those are any of those christmas movies ones that you would buy in 4k i wouldn't i actually have the the blu-ray set of those oh do you because i bought them like when the kids were a little bit younger and those things just kind of stopped airing on tv yeah like you don't see those things anymore um like you have to have apple tv now to see like charlie brown christmas because that's yeah that's where it is. So, but I wouldn't buy him in 4K. No. Uh, no. I love me some Rudolph. Don't get me wrong. Oh, like, my God. I watch it every year. I haven't year, watched it. But I, I don't think I need while, the 4K. But, but no. And my Blu-ray set is more than enough. Yeah. For those. Yeah. I, I kind of so. feel the same way. Um, I mean, I love I, I love A Christmas Story. I love. Yeah, again, I do I love too. Christmas Vacation. I, I watch that on a loop for a month. I love that movie. See, I haven't been able to watch Christmas Story for like the last two Christmases because like I've seen, I'm so burnt out on it that oh, really? I can't even watch it. Yeah, I can't do it. Um, I love it in the background. I'll watch the, I'll watch the, the new one. Well, it's still on because yeah, yeah, I run it in the background, but I can't sit and watch it. I'm like just so right, like overdone with it. Right. Like I said, I'll, I'll watch the, the sequel that comes out um, yeah. next month or this month or whenever it is, but. Yeah, I will um, too. But I, Christmas. But I don't think Day, I'll buy it. I don't think I'll yeah. buy that in 4K because I can't imagine sitting down and and actively putting that on to watch it. No, no, you know? I, I I have it digitally. I bought it on iTunes. I have the Blu-ray. I bought. You know, I've had it in places. Right. Um. I actually I don't use Sling, but I get Sling every year. So because I don't get the TNT on Fubo, so I get Sling for a month just so I can watch it on Christmas Day. Just so Day. you can run it on Christmas Day. Christmas Day. Um, so actually I'm running sling now anyway. Actually, I might not have it this, I might not even have it anymore. Right. Cause now I don't have TV. So, but um, I, I love it. I might not be able to have it this year. I love it on a loop in the background. You know, you're making dinner, you're unwrapping gifts, you're doing your Christmas day thing. And like you said, you're not sitting down and watching it, but it's like having Christmas carols going in the background. Right. It's, it's just part of my day now. Well, we're not, we don't host anymore. So like I don't we don't have Christmas yeah. here anymore. Like here. we're at the point now where the kids are older and I make them do it. Yeah. Um. And I go I go to their houses and 
they have it on their TVs. Yeah, everybody <laughs> but, does. So yeah. it's like that's the common ground. You go anywhere you right. go, it's like this is playing. Yeah. So, all right, uh, all right. You ready to uh, get to real HT experiences? I am. All right. Let's get the projector fired up here. All right. Um, all right. How do we want to do this? Because we have one that we saw in the theater. That right. was a lot of fun. Which we're not even really going to talk about. We're not? So much, right? Well, uh, I mean, we can't spoil it. You're not going to spoil anything, so. No. But I can I can talk without spoiling it. All right. All right. Do you want to lead well, with that one? We have our topic. What do we want to well, save that one? Well, no, we can we can okay. bring it up. All right, let's talk about that right now since it was in the theater, so it's kind of a preview. Uh, we're talking, of course, about Black Adam. Yep, fantastic. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I I, 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 I easy for me to say. Uh, I was really looking forward to this movie, and I was and see, I wasn't. I was really. nervous that it wasn't yeah. going to be very good. Um, I really enjoyed the movie. It's not the greatest movie. I, sh- I mean, it's I not. led with fantastic, but I should have maybe said like, it's good, but it's a lot of fun, right? It's fun. And again, you and I are not big, like Rotten Tomatoes guys and things like that. But this no. is one of those movies that opened really badly. Like it has like a 40% critic score, but like yeah. 95% audience score. Right, so like, it, and again, I think that speaks to. Again, it's not like a critically great movie, right? <laughs> you know what I mean. But it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and it's it's got some great battle scenes. Um, it introduces a bunch of cool characters. I thought the Justice Society kind of stole the show. Um, yeah, you know, in a lot of the movie, good um, humor. Good humor. It's got, um, you know. The Rock being The Rock, you know, yeah. I mean, he, but it was really good, and um, they did a good job with the char- introducing the character and throwing a couple of twists in there from, like, the comic book roots, so, yep. like, uh, there was a few things I didn't see coming, um, and I think we both have the same comment, like, this should just be great at home, like, this yeah. is going to be a lot of fun home theater-wise, like, there's there's helicopter scenes and explosions and battles and like this is going to be a lot of fun uh, when we get it in you know in our ho- in our homes yeah so, i have the uh, trailer playing on youtube and you were like helicopter yeah. scenes and there was a helicopter crash going on. <laughs> oh, right <laughs> like, like, yeah. like we did it in rehearsal um, you nailed it yeah, yeah so uh, perfectly timed soliloquy you had going yeah. there john perfect uh but no it you're right. I agree with everything you said. That was a great synopsis of, of the experience in the theater. Um, but I think as far as home theater goes, this is one that I'm really, really excited for. Because yeah, I'm looking forward to it. His, just think, like, it was a darker movie, like, visually. Like, it had, yeah. like, a lot of dark scenes with bright, like, just his costume alone, right? I can't wait to see right. that detail. Black, yeah. The black with the, but then just the the gold that he had in the in the middle and the textures to it. Um, right. What I'm really looking forward to is remember, um, in uh, No Way Home and Spider Man's black suit mm-hmm. and it with the wires and stuff on it that you really just didn't see those details until you got the disc. 
it like you right. couldn't see really make that out in the theater. That's how I feel about this suit. That's how I feel about like the scene I'm looking at right here is where he's it's like the opening scene when he's got the cape on in the trailer and he's got all the holes and the texture of that cape, the texture of the hood and the it, it, there's going to be it's going to be so much fun and and I would expect that the um I think the base in this is going to be Phenomenal. Yeah, I think it At should home. be great. Again, it'll be a Warner's disc, so yeah, should be should be really good. Uh, yeah, and it wasn't bad in the theaters. Now, wasn't bad. Uh, I see it in XD. You know, it's not yep. a Dolby. Uh, we don't have a. Well, I think we do have a Dolby Atmos theater, but it's not super close for me, and it's not where I go. Uh, but it is Cinemark XD, so it's mm-hmm. you know what eleven point one sound or thirteen point one or something like that. So I mean, it it thumps pretty good. And yeah, it's pretty loud. Yeah, but. Um, but again, it's also a big wide open theater, so there's no pressurization or anything going right. on. So, um, it yeah, should, I, it should thump pretty good. It, it, we'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about bass when I get to my comparison that I had. Um, but yeah, it's this at home. I think the bass in this is going to be really good. I think the special effects sound wise are going to be because like you said, there's a lot of action uh, there should be a lot of pans, stuff flying when they shoot at them. All the stuff. I mean, when I'm, just, I'm even fun. thinking of just, I guess, super mild spoilers. But like, he doesn't use a lot of doors, but he enters a lot of rooms. And <laughs> I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking like that's going to sound yeah. like, like every time that yeah. happens, it's going to hit pretty good at home. You know, he's like Vision. So. Yeah, <laughs> except <laughs> yeah, just leave it at that. Except he's he can't like make vision. yeah, he, yeah. Except he can't make himself um, yeah, tangible. It, it, it's great. Just, don't, that no. line. Oh, I, I don't. Yeah, I, know. Oh, I won't say it. But yeah. there's a super good line. Exactly. So don't say that. it because that's what goes with it. It's so, it's yeah. so, so good. But the movie but is so funny. But that's the thing is there's a lot of. Th- I think this nailed the humor where. Uh, Thor Love and Thunder kind of maybe missed the mark a little bit. Do you see what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? I, like, I do, and, and the thing, too, is like, yes, this is a, a it's a bit more serious character. But like one of the biggest things I heard, the reasons why they didn't want to put him and Shazam together is because Shazam was such a light, kind of more comedic movie right. as opposed to this. But I feel like these would have blend. This would have been perfect. Well, no. there was one-liners. There was some humor, right? And the 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 contrast between him and Shazam would have been great. I think you know? it will be. I think what they wanted to do is they wanted to set each of them up, and right. then put them. To, then you put them together, and you get even more. Like kind of like Leslie Nielsen. The reason Leslie Nielsen nailed Top, uh, not Top Gun, um, <laughs> um, Naked Gun, Naked Gun, so well is that he had such a serious career. Right. Right. So it was the, it, like, this is Leslie Nielsen just being deadpan and, and pulling that humor off like that. Right. Whereas I think with what they're doing with black Adam is like, we're going to give him that serious role. We're going to, it, it still had their humor in it. Right. But That's now what I'm you there put him with of the, humor interjected in there, you know? Right. But do you, do you see the difference between the two cat, not spoilers, but, shazam and there there's a reason one is a jovial character and the other one's just well right very serious i, I was I, like i again, i this love is just what, what they're I read doing somewhere here. so this may or may not even be true but 
supposedly one of the biggest reasons why this character wasn't introduced in a Shazam movie was because they wanted to have such different tones to the yeah. movies. Yeah. And I didn't feel like this had that much of a different tone from Shazam. You know what I mean? Like, well, he's not Zach Levi. I mean, he's not telling that right. many jokes. But but, but there was serious Shazam part. Like, is... in Shazam, you had um, Silvana, not Silvana, um, Mark Strong's character. I can't remember his right. name. But, like, he was pretty serious, you know? And I mean, But the two lead it, characters couldn't be yeah. more... Um, the 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 dichotomy between the two you have Shazam is literally a family which you know from right. the comics is a Shazam family where Black Adam is a loner so right. you I I love what they're doing here and I think this could help with the DCEU going forward because now you have you have something that when they come together that's going to be fun and right. because you have that allowing them to establish themselves instead of putting them together right away. I think, I think it's a good move for DC for finally, yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean? It's, yeah. So, but yeah, definitely check that out. So, all right. Um, what did you want to get to first? Well, I'm going to put, uh, I'm going to, um, take you know. my little dig at Steve here. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I'm going to put two movies together. What do we got? I watched, I watched two "Quote unquote horror movies uh, <laughs> based on Steve's recommendations, or not even recommendations so much, but I guess just his his comments regarding both of them." Um, so the first one I watched was "I Spit on Your Grave." Um, yeah. I did watch the 2010 remake. I didn't yeah. watch the 1978 version. Um, and then also I watched X. Um, now I streamed both of these. So I'm not necessarily looking to compare the home theater experiences to him to his 4K disc watching. Okay. Because <laughs> one of these was on Amazon and one of them was on Showtime. So right. not not like the best home theater experiences for both of them. Yeah. Um, I mean they were both in 4K and they were both up mixed to Neural X and they were fine. But these movies. <laughs> We're just not good. And Steve is like, not having a good week. <laughs> and I use the term horror movie. I, I put it in quotations because, I mean, maybe I have a different interpretation of what a horror movie is. But both of these movies were just people on people. Like, it was, like, in I Spit on Your Grave, it's a woman who was assaulted and takes right. revenge they're there's revenge nothing, films. Yeah. There's no supernatural or horror about it. Um, in, in X, it's a similar thing. It's And this one's even more unbelievable because it's like two 97-year-old people that are killing a whole bunch of 20-somethings, you know, effortless, yeah. effortless, effortlessly. I can't say that. Yeah. But again, there's no horror here. It's just people-on-people people violence. I, my I, horror because I don't even look at like even like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre or something as like a horror movie per se because it's just person on person. Right. It's not like there's no ghost, there's no vampire, there's no supernatural to these. Right. It's just it, it, so I don't I, I don't call them horror movies even though they were both well they're that horror way. yeah that it is it's a different but, genre and what's funny is uh, like when you hear what Steve said earlier in the show when right. you hear it back you're gonna you'll probably agree with him because we talked about steve and i and i'll jump my i'll i'll 
couple this in with yours is my favorite of the week. He said sarcastically, yeah. "Cabin in the Woods." Oh, and yeah. now it wasn't Steve that I had no, multiple that was, people uh, recommend. Multiple uh, people, yeah. Multiple people told me this is great, and I've seen this, and I knew how you were going to react to it. <laughs> I, Jen and I watched this together. We were going to watch Scream, the new one. Yeah. And I was like, oh, people have raved about this. Let's see this one. And people raved about Scream as well. But right. um, the new one, not, I, I obviously I've seen one through four already, as I said earlier with Steve. But so Jen and I sat down to watch this. Uh-uh. I was like yeah. this. I literally said, I'm like, this is dumb. I don't get it. it was, and then having a conversation with Steve and also reading IMDb, like I said to Steve, is that I, I realized that it's supposed to be a joke. It's supposed to be a, a play, like a pointing, you know, Cabin in at, the Woods was, yes. Right. And it, I'm like, it was like a, yeah, I a didn't parody get it. of the genre. Right. And, that, and that's why I said in my notes, I said, I'm so done with horror movies because I do like horror movies. But they have to be like I. It has to be what I like. It, I'm not a. I'm not generally a horror fan. So when somebody comes to me and tells me how great something is, I get excited because they're excited. So then I take that excitement into it. But I don't see them the way they do. And I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm not saying I'm wrong. I'm just saying like we see things differently. We have different opinions on things. And Steve and I had a great conversation about it. And one of the things he mentioned was like horror is probably one of the or probably has the most subsets within the genre of any other right. genre out there he's like and he started listening because he listing them because he's a, a big horror fan he is and he you know so when you hear that back and the listeners the listen to I, us right, now and I, and I didn't heard see it, but, i haven't seen the green room right, I, right i haven't heard steve yet this week but but, but yeah unfortunately i didn't enjoy either either one of these movies yeah. Um I wanted to go back I, it, I was going to go back and watch the 1978 version of I Spit on Your Grave, but um this one was available to stream, so I watched it first. Yeah. Um but nothing about this makes me now want to go back and watch the original. Right. You know. I mean, I knew exactly what this movie was before I even started it, but I just don't think it even executed well. What it was trying to do. And I felt the same way with X. Like, yeah, I found X to be so far fetched. Like the fact that these two 90 something were, you know, yeah, going around doing this. It was just, yeah, I, I don't just know. not for us. It just, but yeah, it how wasn't. was the home and, theater on that though? Cause I can, and again, I can it talk was, to that again. Now I streamed it. So I didn't have the 4k disc, which I know is how Steve watched it. So it was at just average at best. Okay. You know, again, it was up mixed from Showtime. Um, this might not even, I don't even know if Showtime had it in 4K, to be honest with you. It might have just been. Um, um, it's not saying here on Showtime. Yeah, no, I, 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 I doubt know. it. I, I do know that I Spit on Your Grave was 4K on uh, Amazon. But um, like I said, they yeah. were both fine for, you know, they're horror movies. So you do have ambient sounds going on that were that were fine right. with the neural X. Um, I spit on your grave. They were, you know, you, you were in the, like the woods. And so there was running water and things that you yeah. could hear around you. And it was, like I said, it was fine, but yeah. 
I, I don't know. Like I said, I didn't really enjoy you didn't get one into of these in the first place, movies. Yeah. yeah. So um, I will say. And I really wanted to like X because I wanted to watch Pearl. And, you know, it's like it's yeah. like a whole trilogy. And like I spit on your grave has like six sequels. Um, so I don't know how this girl keeps getting herself into these situations unless they're <laughs> about different people. I don't know. Because like Maybe. you can get attacked and abused one time. But if you keep getting if it keeps happening to you, <laughs> yeah. there's something going on yeah. in your life that you need to fix. But um, but yeah, I yeah. don't know. Like I said. I didn't find any of them particularly suspenseful or like surprised me in any way. Like yeah. I saw them both coming from a mile away, and um, sorry, Steve, but <laughs> didn't didn't enjoy them. Um, That's all right. Um, so. I found uh, Cabin in the Woods. I found the home theater part of it was fantastic. It really yeah. was. It's I, I had I bought it on Kaleidoscape. It's it, it has since been deleted and. You know, I I need space. Save the space. Save space. <laughs> Save the space. It's in the cloud. Yeah. Lake Kaleidoscape manager ones and zeros yeah. on that one. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that went to the cloud. Uh, but yeah, it, I thought the home theater experience was really, really good. So good that I could see myself maybe not next year, but maybe the year after revisiting Watching with with a with an eye of like humor. With like, okay, right. let's just laugh at this, right? But just for the experience. Just for it. the experience, because the experience was really good. So, um, but yeah, so, all right. Uh, staying on this pattern, staying on this um, feeling of, ugh. <laughs> let's get to our other horror movie for the week. Just wasn't. Oh, we're going to do that now? Yeah, might as well. The one you forced me to watch, actually. I, yeah, which <laughs> title of the show yeah. Uh, that we don't have to title it that we could actually change that, but yeah, let's go with, um, no, I mean, it was our Halloween was ends our, and yes, Halloween ends. God, that was the only bright part is that it actually ended. And you know, <laughs> you, you watch this on Peacock too, right? Like this wasn't yeah. available on nope. Kaleidoscape or anything. No, I right? can pre-order it if yeah. I would like it. Right. Um, but here's what I said to Steve. I don't dislike it as much as you do. All right. I told Steve, I'm very interested to get your perspective, but I said to Steve that I feel like Steve is slightly, if, if we're zero to a hundred in scoring, Steve's over 50%. I'm slightly under 50%, like a 45. You're like at a zero. <laughs> I'm at a zero. Now I have a comment that it's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Yeah. And then I watched X last night. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know if that quite holds up anymore, but this it's been usurped, <laughs> but this was, I, I don't know. I really a day. disliked it. I, I did not really? like this movie at all. Now, spoiler now free, I didn't like, realize, why? I didn't realize that I had missed an installment though. But I don't know if that would have changed things for us. Oh. Like I wasn't, I didn't watch last year's version. Oh, um, version. So I wasn't real. I didn't realize that this was a trilogy. I thought there was just the right one I think, they did. Like yeah, two years I think ago. you. And, of course, so like, maybe I maybe think you would have liked it even less. <laughs> I might have, but yeah. like I wasn't quite sure why he was in a cave. Like I didn't really know what was going on. Well, that's but the I thing. Don't, yeah. But I don't feel like going back and watching that movie will make me like this one any any more. So I'm no, just not going to. No, it's bother. more just dis- uh, like as Steve and I were t- talking. It's it probably more makes disjointed. it more disjointed. Yeah, yeah, and that was what it was. It was just it like made no sense to me. 
Like, I didn't really get the whole, like, am I... Am I transferring my consciousness into this new dude? Like, well, it's going to yeah, take over. Uh, yeah. Like, I don't really know no. what was happening, uh, and it just felt so nonsensical to me. Like, I, I just didn't enjoy it at all. Um, I even gave up. Like, I had a few timestamps here, and it, at like fifty-two minutes, I even stopped. With, with right. That. Like, I'm well, just like, that's where it, I, I, I'm done. I had kind of che- honestly, I had kind of checked out by that point and finishing it was just going through the motion. It's so funny. Um, I was the same way. I had opening is fun. Great sound in the room with the music. It really was. I was really ramped up. Yeah, like at 12 minutes, there was some really good bass. Like there's a couple of scenes, even on, like I said, even on Peacock. um, Yeah. You know, again, we both up mixed in our, you know, do our up mixing, but. Decent um, bass. There's some good, at 42 minutes, there's a good jump scare that had some really good bass. Um, uh, seven minutes at the seven minute mark, Jeremy running upstairs, little boy, yeah, running upstairs, and he looks up, and it sounds like there's a kid running upstairs in your room, right? So he up mixed with the neural X. I got the the nice, got the overhead yeah. feel of a kid running upstairs. That was now it's like right. roughly the seven minute mark. Um, but that's the whole thing. It's like, why am I still here? Like, yeah. why haven't I moved away yet? Like, I don't know why I'm still living in this town after that happened to me, you know? And, and it was just like... I know! That why was am I of- now, like, a serial killer? I, I just didn't understand any of that character. I can't remember his name, but I didn't understand that character so, at all. Yeah, um, I I love I love Halloween, right? I yeah. don't decorate like I used to. Obviously, we don't trick-or-treat, but I love Halloween because when I was growing up, it meant you ju- you got dressed up, you got to go hang out with your buddies. You got to go get right. candy from strangers. It was a lot of fun. So I still celebrate it. Right. The town got murdered. I'm in Honolulu <laughs> every exactly. Halloween. Or I'm right. on a beach in Aruba all by myself right. or with family. Like, I am not, I am ignoring Halloween. I don't like that. But that says more about just like the series, like almost like every movie, like that commercial they have now. Why don't we just get in that running car? <laughs> like, you right. know, and they all run into the shed with all the butcher tools. Well, right. and I was listening to, um, I don't, did you listen to the Ralph report today yet? No, no. Okay. Well, jumping to the end, you know, for those that don't listen, they do like TV tunes Tuesday yeah, every yeah. week where they bring up. So this week it was Murder She Wrote. Um, okay. Which I've never watched. Like, I've never watched oh, an I, episode I, yeah, of that. Yeah. But, Apparently, it took place in this small town in Maine, but this show <laughs> ran for 12 years, and every week, somebody died. So, yeah. 26 episodes a year for 12 years, and he's like, they did the math, and it has the highest per capita murder rate of any place in the entire world. For a small but town. Like, but it's like, why do you still live, like, if that many people are kicking off of this, right. like, something cove in Maine... Why do you still live there? Like, right. I'd be gone yeah. if that many people were getting murdered every week. Yeah. You know, it, well, that's it, like it's, the, a to- it's a population like 2000 and they've killed 300 people. Yeah. <laughs> well, know? that's like the psych it's TV like, show. Supposedly they live in Santa Barbara and right. there's a murder every week and they're running right. 15, 16 episodes a season for eight years. And you're like, yeah, that's a lot, a, of murders. a lot of murders. There was one, there's <laughs> yeah. one repeat serial killer going on yeah. like he keeps coming the three different episodes they have to go after the yin yang serial killer it's like right. all but you're just loving the show and it's the same with horror you're just loving yeah, the experience you, you just you, right. you don't get the reality of like why are we doing this <laughs> like, 
Right. But like, yeah, even going back to Halloween, like Mike Myers doesn't seem very mobile, right? Like, so if I'm worried about Mike Myers, why don't I just move across country? Like, he's probably not getting to me, (laughs) you know? John, the funniest thing is this is like the reverse of like when you put out a headline to get people to click. And it was like, people are going to be like, yeah, they're talking about Halloween. And they're like, yeah. we're just bashing on ho- yeah, horror movies. <laughs> just bashing on horror movies. It's like, and oh, well. like, I love, it, it, this is a mild, again, not really a spoiler, but <laughs> like halfway through the movie, there's like this nurse that's having an affair with her doctor boss, right? <laughs> and they go to like their love nest or wherever they're going to have their love affair. <laughs> their love nest, right? But the what? whole time, what are you, she's 80? calling him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the whole time, she keeps referring to him as Dr. Mathis. And it's like, you're sleeping with this guy. You're not on a first name basis. It's like, oh, oh yes, Dr. Mathis, I'm going to go do this. And oh, yes, I'm going to go do that. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like my name's Bob. Like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it just cracked me up. Like I had to write that as a note because yeah, I know I what you're talking like, about. I, I, I like, remember. Oh my that. god! You know, it's like, yep. Yeah, that was funny. It's that was actually in Frasier, the first time. It? Yeah, um, when Niles and um, what's her name, the mate was it? Uh, uh, Not Dabney. Daphne. 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 Yeah. When they first kissed. And it's like when they finally got together and they first kissed right. or whatever. And she's she like, calls him Dr. Crane. She goes, oh, Dr. Crane. And he goes, I think you can call me Niles now. Yeah. <laughs> and all they did was kiss. Yeah. But just crack uh, because like at least six times in that scene, she calls him Dr. Mathis. Oh, yeah. No, I know <laughs> that. Like... I, I I thought the same thing. I just didn't write it down. But yeah, yeah. that was great. All right. What do we have any good stuff? This I do. I have a few others. I, I cleanse I do, actually, myself have, every time. I do. I have a couple things too. But you, go ahead. These have all kind of been mine, so you can go to one of. Oh well, no, I did my. Yours. Yeah, we did Halloween. All right, let's go with. Uh, I did. Um, well, I did the werewolf. Uh, Wolfman. The werewolf. Yeah, Wolfman. I saw that. I still haven't even cracked that set yet. Oh, I, this what it is. The 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 four K on better? this. It's not the 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 black and white four K on. Wolfman, the Wolfman. It's not as, not as dramatic and not as as nice as say like Psycho was, right? Right. But it is. It it looks really good. And what's funny is this one is from 1941. Uh, Dracula was from 31. Yeah, I was to say there was a bit of a different, a uh, bit of a time. Ten years. Gap yeah. There. yeah. And it, what was really cool was um, they you could see like in ten years how much they'd advanced. Not in their technology, but in their, like, their set, like, they actually moved the camera more. Right. Right. <laughs> Whereas, like, in Dracula, everything was like, okay, this is a frame. This, apparently, they, like, screwed everything the camera to the here, floor. Right. Everything like, happens in this there frame. Was, there was no pivot on the tripod, nothing. Right. <laughs> it was like, just stand, don't get out of shot. Right. <laughs> but this one here is like, they would, they would hold the shot. People would walk in, but then there were times when they actually pivoted the camera. They followed, they bigger sets i thought um special effects really held up no just kidding (laughs) it's it's just it's a lot of fun to go back and watch especially getting it restored having it this clean um it's just dts stereo master audio stereo um really it it was a lot of fun 
Um, look, maybe I'll do the other ones next year. Uh, yeah, uh, not I, maybe I, really I have get, them. I'll probably do them. But yeah, I really looking want forward to, get to the into mummy this set and uh, start watching it. I just haven't. Yeah, had it's time. fun. Had, it's four by three aspect time. ratio. I was too busy watching X and I spit on you. I know. <laughs> well, I had to cleanse my. This, and this was a fun cleanse too because it's yeah. just fun. It's like it. It's not fantastic by any stretch of the imagination. Um, no. You know who's in it, and I noticed them. He was in um, Trading Places. He was one of the the people, the the guys. I forget their names. Oh, the, one of the, the, the that were old, betting old guys. Yeah, the two yeah. old guys. Really? Yeah, he's in that. He's in oh, it, wow. and, and he's obviously he's like this is in forty one. Well, yeah, he was. He actually, I looked him. I forget who it was. I looked it up on IMDb, and Mortimer was their the Mortimer. brother's name. They yeah. were their names, but he was in uh, the Wolfman and Dukes. The Dukes. Yes, that's yeah. what it was. It was the Dukes. And, um, <laughs> but as soon as he, he's a lot younger, obviously, he's yeah. huh. 40 years younger. 40 uh, years younger. Yeah. Uh, he actually died in 91. So, oh, okay. uh, yeah. And, um, but he was born in like 1904 or something like that. So, but seeing him as a younger person, but he was probably 40 something here or 30 something here, yeah. and you're like, oh my God. It's like he was in this. Um, that's funny. Yeah, because you think those movies are so. Of course, they are old. They They're are like old. eighty years old. They're eighty years but, old. Yeah, yeah. But you oh, don't think of, of anybody that was in them being in other things that you saw that you we know, know. They, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. Yeah. And so it was cool to recognize them too and be like, I know him. Uh, yeah. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, because I'm not sure if I would have picked him out. Yeah, well, you would It's got. He's got the and same now voice. Now I definitely will. Yeah, because he's I'll, got the same I'll, voice. I'll know about it. Yeah, but. you will. Uh, not a big role, but you'll you'll know him when you see him. But, yeah. All right. What do you got? Uh, so next up, we watched got... um, the peripher- peripheral, peripheral on peripheral. Amazon Prime. This was a new show. Yep. Uh, it dropped two episodes. Um, this is uh, 4K UHD, but uh, just 5.1 sound. Um, but this was excellent. Um, yeah. Really cool show. If you didn't get a chance to watch it, it's really good premise. It's and it's a really so you know it's a sci-fi show. There's a lot of uh, VR technology and some time travel and things like that that are happening. Um, it's Chloe Grace Moretz okay. is is the main character here. Um, but this it looked fantastic and it sounded great. Um, not quite up to Rings of Power, you know, okay. more along the lines of like the boys, you know. Yep. Um, but still really good for Amazon Prime because you know, like I said, they get a kind of a bad rap for some of their quality. Um, but this is definitely worth a watch and it's a pretty good HT experience. So, Oh, cool. Um, yeah, I definitely recommend that. And like I said, two episodes dropped so far. Think Jen would like it. I think so. Yeah. Okay. I think so. Cool. All right. Um, all right. I, let's go with the, Oh, you gotta go with the standby. You couldn't cleanse yourself more after seeing Halloween ends. Then, yeah, Firing up Empire Strikes Empire. Back. Empire. Yeah. Oh. Star Wars Episode 5. Empire Strikes yeah. Back. Oh, my God. So good. So good. So much fun. Um, And I, did, I, did I text you that? That I'm like, I'm seeing things I hadn't seen before? No, I just read it on your notes, actually. You, uh, didn't, like, you didn't text Oh, did I put that in the me. notes, too? You put that in the notes, yeah. though, that you're seeing things that you've oh, yeah, yeah. never seen before. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's like when Luke was, he's talking to Yoda, switches to Yoda. And see, I don't remember hearing oh this either. 
Yeah, go to it. It's at one hour, two minutes, and 50 seconds. Uh, spoilers. Uh, yeah. It's Luke's going. At, he's right before the cave, I believe. It's before he goes into the cave with Darth Vader right. and everything. And um, and Luke's like, I feel cold, you know. And then the, the camera switches to Yoda. And you hear Luke say, death. And you're like, what the hell was that? I was like, I, I had never heard it before. Or I don't know if I ever have either. Now, yeah. I mean, I, maybe I have. Yeah. I just don't remember. But it, it was just so much fun. I think I told you before about, uh, I don't know if we were talking off air or on air or whatever, and Empire Strikes Back and like at the beginning when they're in the um, in the hangar area on Hoth and you can see outside the hangar and the colors you see there. It's just really not the detail and stuff. It's just, there's so much to this 4K, you know, with the HDR that you just, it just looks so good. Same with Cloud City. Just right. the details that you're seeing, they just look so good. Um, but yeah, the movies, it was just so much fun going. I hadn't gone back on this in a few months. I, I just keep doing A New Hope. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah. Empire well, that's the thing, too. So I go good. to I go to A New Hope a lot, but I don't go back to the other ones nearly yeah. as much. Yeah. You know? this... Because I'll, like I'll, I'll throw A New Hope in every time I make a change to something. Yeah, and I don't do that. I don't do that with the other movies. Yeah, so I probably haven't watched this since the set came out. You know, yeah. Um, and I watched, you know, I watched all, you know, the whole nine series. When if the, if when the four K box set came out, if you're a big Star Wars fan, all right. Um, I don't yeah, know no. anybody that and, that bill, but and you get if you're a big Star Wars fan, you've seen these movies a lot. Here's an HDR tester for you that it'll it and it did for me um the scene where where um han's being put into carbonite yeah it's unreal absolutely unreal the vibrancy that you get from that glowing the lava glow the the blue background that they so you have that orange and that blue but then the the glow on the sides of their faces when Han and Leia are looking at each other, you know, they're up close to each other, and it's like, "I love you, I know," blah blah blah. All this right. chewy, this the just the HDR in that scene. If you've got, if you've just got a fresh new OLED and you have it, and you want to really test it out, and you know Empire Strikes Back, you're going to see the scene in a way you've never seen before. It's cool. uh, it's amazing. It's amazing. Um, I, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Yeah, and I'll, it say, I'll have to check it out. And it honestly, this movie was like that all the way through. There were like there yeah. were things I was just like, you know. And again, I'd just come off a of Halloween ends. I was looking to be entertained, so I'm just looking. Right. I was just loving the glow and loving the sounds, and it it was it so good, so good. So, all right. Uh, what else you got? Oh, your your last oh, one. How do you my say last this? one? <laughs> Well, I'm not sure I'm going to say it right, but this is a show that you and Jen will definitely like okay. and should and should be watching. Um, this is on Apple TV. It's called Shantaram, I I think. I'm not sure if I'm saying it right. Okay. Um, but you know, it's again, it's app, standard Apple TV, so 4K, Dolby Atmos, everything <laughs> top top of the line. Standard. Um, I love how we say yeah. standard, which is like for standard. most people. Yeah, it's just standard Apple TV, which means like, eh, no, that means top notch you right, know it's top notch platinum yeah. <laughs> um 
I've been meaning to get to this for a couple of weeks because I saw oh, okay. that it dropped like so there was four episodes. So I think it dropped yeah, two originally and then um I I I when we came to it there was four episodes. So we watched the four over the last two evenings. This has uh Charlie Hunnam in it. He plays the main character. Story of a guy that um Basically, what you know, he was trained to be a doctor, but got sidetracked. You know, got into drugs, went to prison, um, escapes prison in Australia, and has to go on the run. And he ends up in Bombay, and um, you know, he um, you know has a series of misadventures, but is trying to like you know, kind of be on the run and blend in, but also trying to help people because he's got that mindset of being a doctor which keeps bringing attention to him yeah uh, but it's just it's really really good so far um the four episodes have been very very good and this it you know it, it looks awesome because the, the colors of like bombay and um you know the different buildings and the like they're in a, a club at one point and it's like all the reds and you know the colors they use and India, there's a lot yeah, of yeah. reds and a lot of yellows, and um, the club is all kind of red. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, it it just looks really, really good, and it sounds awesome. Um, they, they're living in kind of like the, the slums in Bombay, so you've just got so much noise that's happening all around you, and all the speakers are engaged, and you know you're hearing, you know they're they're trying to sell fish off in one corner speaker, and they're trying to do this over in another speed, you know, there's just yeah. stuff talking and happening everywhere. And it, it sounds really good. Again, not, not like C levels of right at most, but really good. And, um, just a fantastic watch. Um, cool. Like, I think, I think anybody would enjoy it. Um, but home theater wise, it's, you know, again, it's very, very good. So cool. Uh, highly recommend. Yeah, I was hoping that you they had said like Shantaram or whatever in the they show. Haven't, they, they haven't. They haven't. And I had <laughs> so to I like, I actually had to this? look it up. I okay. had to actually look it up to see what it meant, and it uh, and I can't even remember basically. But it's what what they would refer to him as. In, yeah, yeah. In the language, and it's basically like you know, I, I'm butchering it, but like you know, the enlightened guy that likes to help people right, right. or something. You know, yeah. it's just like a term that they have. Um, yeah, like a sherpa. But, yeah. Like a, yeah, like a Sherpa's the <laughs> yeah. guide. Yeah. Right. Um <laughs> but yeah, like I said, um excellent, excellent show. Cool. I don't really know any of the other cast. I don't recognize anybody else in it, um, except for him. But yeah. um Charlie Hunnam. Yeah, it's been yeah, been pretty good. Cool. <clears throat> All right. Uh and then I guess my last one uh will go with uh to wrap up for the week. That's pretty much it, right? This is the last one. Yeah, that's so, the last one, yeah. So it's a good one to end on. We'll have a fun conversation. Yeah. Uh, Poltergeist from 1982. Yep. Um, just came out last month, I believe, on 4K yeah, disc. Uh, I grabbed it on Kaleidoscape. It's in DTS 5.1. Of course, I mixed uh, upmixed it with Neural X, and it, it was a lot of fun. Jen and I yeah. had a lot of fun with this. I haven't seen this movie in probably 30 oh, years. Oh, my God. So. Uh, the home theater experience is a lot of fun. It looks better than it ever has. Obviously, you know yeah. you've got you've got ghosty scenes and stuff that are really enhanced with the 4K HDR and everything. It just 
you know, it looks so good. That and I'm trying to remember. I think this was a theater movie for me, but I can't yeah. remember 100% if I saw it. Maybe I saw it on HBO. I, I don't know if I saw it in the theaters, but... it It's um, funny when um John Brock saying what I... I, I I, I have no reason to doubt him. He had all the knowledge on, I thought it was PG 13. Um, because one, I thought I read that, but two, I remember my parents wouldn't let me see it. Right. And, but listening to it, but they also had probably had read all the stuff. Like it was supposed to be R right. right. There was a lot of talk about it. So they probably were like, no, you're not going to see this. So I had to sneak in to see this. Um, and we were only 12 again, I when it came seen- out. I haven't seen it in a while, so I don't know what it looks like through the lens of being 52, but this was pretty scary at the time. It is not you know? anymore. Yeah, it I'm is sure it isn't. Funny. It is But it was pretty yeah. scary as a kid. This know? is one of those movies that you go, what are they doing? Yeah. Why are they there? Um I right. think was it Chris Rock or something that said like that's the difference between white people and black people? Like, well, yeah, oh, no, was that was Eddie like Murphy, Amity, wasn't it? Yeah, talking about the Amityville Horror House. Oh, that's what it was, right? It's yeah, like, I love this out. place, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, baby, we got to go. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, baby, we got to go. Yeah, um, that'd be me too. <laughs> that was in this here, like, I mean, it, it's an it's an old, old movie. It's an 82, right. you know, came out. Yeah. They solved the problem and then stayed. Right. <laughs> it's like, yeah. what are you doing? You like you, you, you know, um, the movie should have ended right there. It's like, and right. then you forget that. Like, I forgot. I haven't seen it in a long time and I'd right. forgotten that. I was like, oh, this is the end of the movie. And then you, then your memory starts to go, oh, wait, there's a bunch oh, wait, of crap that hasn't happened yeah. yet. I'm like, they actually stuck around. Like you go, oh yeah, stay in the house one more night. I'll be back. I got to go do this. He leaves the family and you're like, oh, but. It, but it is, it is so laughing at stuff like that, laughing at the special effects, right? The, the uh, trying to remember. I'm sure the guy the trying to remember pulling his face off in the mirror or oh whatever my God. probably looks horrible. It is know? so bad. It, yeah, it I'm makes, sure it, is, it makes but. the Terminator scene when he cuts his eye out in Terminator, yeah. it makes that look like, you know, a work of art. It's like right. this. And, and I said it to Steve earlier. I'm like, I feel like the special effects on this could be done like by a high school class today. Right. Right. They would do a better job with this. Um, and it's funny cause I'm watching uh, industrial light and magic. Uh, the, um, what do they call it? What's the, the show I've been going through that and they've, they're talking about, you know, ILM and doing poltergeist yeah. and doing all of these movies and like, all the things they had to do and all these special. Oh, I'm I, sure I was like, at the time, I yeah. just saw it. It was horrible. <laughs> Cause yeah, well, I but just recently time, watched Raiders again. Yeah. And like the face melting scene at the end of that is pretty comical, you know? Yeah. But I remember in 81 or two or whenever it was that I saw that. Yeah. It was cutting it. You know, it was like, Oh my God, what's, you know? Yeah. But, uh, looks pretty silly now. And I'm, I just imagine that scene from Poltergeist being, yeah, very similar to that. Have you seen but, the um, I the lights? What is it? Lights of Magic? No, or I don't know. I can't remember the name of that show either. But it's awesome. Um, it's awesome. I just yeah. yeah, I've been going through it, and it's like when I get a chance because I don't have to watch it in my theater. I can watch it upstairs. It's right. a documentary type thing. Um, but there there was um, 
there were a couple things that I'll probably leave for the green room, but it, it that were more, uh, I'll leave that for the green room, but there was some stuff in there, a lot of stuff about the special effects, about how they, like they couldn't get, um, the millennium Falcon. This one I hadn't seen too. A lot of the stuff, the early stuff I had seen before. You on already special, know. Yeah. Yeah. But this one here, they actually took a Polaroid of the Millennium Falcon, the back of it, because they couldn't get uh-huh. far enough away with it to, right. to get the shot they wanted. So they took a Polaroid of it, cut it out, and then actually used that. And that's when they go oh, like really? the star field, and then you see it go, and it's like a one-second shot. And they show you right. how they did it, then they show you the shot, and you're like, oh, my God. And it's like, but what I love about that entire thing is that it's them problem solving the bejesus out of everything oh yeah how to, how to save money how to do that because there was nothing so like all of these movies like poltergeist that we see and you're like oh that was awful but if they didn't do that we don't have what we have today right because right? that was the first time that was done yeah. at the time you know? and then we've problem solved how to make that better but somebody right. it and i said like jen and i said while watching poltergeist we're like um I think a lot of these effects played really well because we were like this as kids. Oh my God. Like you couldn't yeah. look, you like, you were wincing. Cause that was a right. big deal to us then. Now we're right. like, Oh my God, that is yeah. so bad. And now, so right. like, and, and you're looking at it in 4k. <laughs> well, and then you're also like, again, not that I get scared like I did when I was a kid or anything, but like, you're also not surprised by it. Like, you know, it's coming. True. So that's what I mean. You're right. not, yeah, there's you're no jump scare there or, or right. anything. You're waiting for it. So you're right. watching it, you know, right. a lot more intently than you did, yeah. you know, kind of before. So, yeah, it's, but it, it is a lot of fun. Uh, it's still early in the month. You still have time to take it in before Halloween. Definitely yeah. worth it. It's, uh, so well, somebody was sending it to me, but I haven't gotten it. So, oh, I, yeah, I it's sitting right to next to me in yet. a box because I'm <laughs> yeah. trying to add something else to the box too, but they're not in oh, stock. Yeah. Um, that's right. I forgot that was one of the things on its way. Um, yeah, really good. So, all right. Is that it for this week? Uh, I think so. Nice short show. Tidy. Yeah. Yeah. We were going to keep it short. (laughs) We're at 247 right now. It's (laughs) 545. Yeah. We're at a nice, yeah. 545, 247 on the clock. So, yeah. All right. Thank you, everybody. We're going to wrap it up from here. Uh, oh, wait. We have one more giveaway. Oh, one more. Oh, that's right. One more. Because yeah. we've already given away uh, Star Trek Wrath of Khan, and we gave away Bram Stoker's Dracula. So yeah. what else do we hit? We get... All right. So we gave one from Brett, one from Nelson. All right. Let's give away Steve George's X. Super Pets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If you still want X, <laughs> claim that, it now. That would be so funny. Yeah. That would be great. Oh, Super Pets? I claim that. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Super Pets from Steve George. Thank you, Steve. So if you would like Super Pets, Super Pets, Super, super Pets, bets. text or uh, DM or email me. And you can email me. You can email me at DJ at brightsidehometheater.com. Huh? You can. How about that? All right. And uh, yeah, actually, that's it. If you want super pets, you have to email me at DJ at brightsidehometheater.com. It's the only way you can get super pets. Only way. No DMs accepted. So everybody has access to email. So, yes. 
All right. That will do it for the week. We've given three discs away. We've covered a lot of stuff. We've bashed horror enough. We have. Thank, it's a good Steve, thing it's almost November. <laughs> thank, yeah, now we can stop Next time we record, it'll be November 1st. So. Yep, it'll be November 1st. <laughs> next time we record, we'll yeah. have a new charity we're giving away to. We'll start bashing yeah. holiday movies. Because we are the bright side, John. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, hey, I, I guess it, it actually is, it makes sense that we bash horror. Yeah. That's negative. People dying. That's right. This negative. So it's we're right. trying it's to, all negative. Two stuff. negatives make a positive. Huh? Well, you so know what's we're funny actually, is. Two negatives make a positive. We're actually making horror a positive. We're making a positive. See? I need to go back and revisit the horror movies I actually like, and I bet you I don't like them as much anymore either. You know? <laughs> so. uh, I don't know. Shining's still really good. Yeah. Um, you know, because uh, like I said, I, I said, you know, my two all-time favorites are like The Exorcist and The Omen. Yeah. But I haven't seen those in so long mm. that they're probably not, they probably don't hold up either. Psycho's but, really good. Yeah. Still holds up. I mean, because they did everything off camera. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was more about pacing, but. All right. Let's get out of here. Thank you to everybody for listening, watching. Hit that subscribe button. Leave a review if you'd like. Uh, that would be great too. Uh, and also, as always, thank you to Steve George for participating. Great addition to the show. Thank you very much. And uh, we'll be back next week with, I, oh, I think we're going to talk a little Top Gun next week. You think? Probably. You think? Yeah. Lots of Top Gun yeah. next week. So yeah. have a great Although week. I'll only, have a, I don't, I'll only have had a night. If it comes in late, I won't have had a chance to watch it. <laughs> so. I just take in a few scenes. I am going well, to. Well, no, be, I'm saying oh. if it doesn't show up on time. Uh, you know, Tuesday, Tuesday's episode, Takeover Tuesday, it's getting taken over by Top Gun Maverick. Um, Todd and I are recording. That's going to come out the day. Well, it was supposed to be the day it drops, but I, I didn't schedule a guest because I didn't want to put out a Top Gun Maverick podcast on top of a Takeover Tuesday listener and have one overshadowed. Right. So I'm like, so Todd and I, that's what you're looking forward to on Tuesday. Todd and I are going to go spoiler free for a while. Then we're going to break down our favorite scenes, see if we have the favorite scene. We each picking five of our favorite scenes. Uh, oh, cool. Lots of fun. Top Gun Maverick talk coming on Tuesday. Uh, and then you and I will break it down on Friday. Our fa- you know, I'll rehash it with you because, you know, I love the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I won't have my newest edition in yet, but, you know. No, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now we're really out of here. Have a great week, everybody. Right. John, what are they going to do? Go push play. Hey, Fred. This has been a Hey, Fred production with theme music by Jeff Bernhardt and Throne Vault Productions.